to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works is on board. We're ready. Monday, January 11th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Oh my God, Houston Supercross 2021 kickoff this Saturday. No more shows about quads. Chick-fil-A, e-bikes, or anything else that we bugged you with in the offseason. It'll be real, live, hot, supercross action, people. And I'm looking forward to it. Should be great, man. Really, really excited to get started with the racing. We're going to be next Monday remotely in Houston, undisclosed location, doing a live show Monday night, but we won't have video for next Monday, just FYI. But you can still listen on YouTube and Facebook. You'll just see a black screen. And we'll have some in-studio guests as well out there in Houston, that uh, people from the pits. So thanks for listening, everybody. Great show lineup. Adam Cincerillo will be on. Friend of the show, Adam Cincerillo will be on. Monster Star Yamaha. Aaron Plessinger. Jeremy Mallott from Red Bull. Friend of the show. Sean Murdoch from our folks at Decal Works. They came on this year, so Sean's going to come on and talk a little bit about that and uh, the history of the company and everything else. How you can save at Decal Works as well. So thanks, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. The Pulp Mex app available now in the App Store, and really the new one. I saw it. I've been using it. I've been playing with it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Should be out any any day now on the Pulp Mex App Store. So please check that out. Great, great, uh, great fun with that one will be Amazon as well. If you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, go through the widget on pulpamex.com make a purchase and uh helps us out a little bit same with the motorsport guys great prices great deals on everything ryan villapoto myself motorsport guys and uh man i just ordered some oem parts from them i ordered some plastic from them and uh got got it dialed in through the guys at motorsport so if you're going to make a purchase go through the motorsport banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamex show and uh yeah dials you right in so uh thank you for listening appreciate it gonna have a fun show tonight really really fun uh especially with supercross so close man uh all right coming in Hot. Uh, we haven't had him in studio for a long time, but he is here. <laughs> he is from Kiefering Testing. Chris Kiefer, what's up, man? How are you? I am so excited to be here. It's good to have you in. I love doing the show. It's yep. been a little bit. It so has been, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, what's what? Uh, what's new with you? Big race at the Swap Moto this past uh, yesterday at Glen Helen. Yesterday. Glen yeah. Family so. and I went racing. It was uh, over 800 entries. Yeah. So entries is up. So that's really cool to see in SoCal. And uh, Aiden's first big B race. So that was nice. Good to see. He, he did very good. Nice. So proud of him. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, the Gargoyle is on the show. He's Dude, that's our coat. What should we name him tonight? Uh, Gargamel. Okay. Gargamel. Yep. <laughs> Remember Asriel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, AP, AC, uh, Hammer. Sean Murdoch on the show tonight. Should be a good one. I can't wait to talk to AC. Jason. Oh, yeah. You have 
It'll be a question. Deep dive. Yeah, deep dive. Yeah. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on, of course. Hey, uh, this Friday night in Houston at Three Palms Motocross Track, Yamaha Fly Racing live podcast show. Uh, Wygant, JT, myself, some special guests will all be there. Uh, please check that out if you can. Tickets available uh, on Three Palms website or on pulpamex.com. 25 bucks. Come hang out. Listen to us rap about Supercross. It'll be outdoors, so bring a jacket because Texas will be cold this time of year. So please check it out. 25 bucks. Come uh, watch us do a live podcast show. Thanks, everybody, if we bought tickets, and uh, you can still get some available. And we're going to do one in Indianapolis as well at the Irvine Theater in Indianapolis, uh, Friday night before the first round there. I was thinking maybe I'll get you there. I was say, did I just get pushed out? Did I even know it? I mean, I'm, I'm not a fly athlete anymore, so am right. I just getting axed? I don't want to blow fly, Yeah, but like... That is a really good helmet. I stand, yeah, stand by it. Go. I uh, stand by it. Listen, we, we're going to get into... Oh, am I jumping the gun? You're, you're, yeah, we're okay. going to get into that later. All, All right. right. So just just don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but we know you like Daytime Program. I can't wait. And I can't wait for Daytime Program to go up on pulpamex.com to re- <laughs> review because you, <laughs> you're completely lost with stories and articles. Like Why? You're completely lost. So, name, name a couple. Uh, the Peloton review drops tonight. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Top right, 10. Right. I'm going to call top 10 2021. No, no chance. No chance. Um, uh, all right. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about I printed off 30 guys' names. Yep, we got it. And we'll get in, we're going to get into that. Not now, but yep. uh, 30 guys' names. They only take 22 to the main event. So I want to break this down later. And you tell me. Maybe I missed somebody, too. Somebody that you know that you're thinking of that, that's going to go win this main event for this Houston race because uh, it's insane. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, there's going to be some big, fast guys sitting on the uh, outside. So last week, Phil Nicoletti, Jason Wygant, and JT were in studio here. Uh, they Fly Guys announced a big deal. Justin Brayton wearing the Fly Formula helmet and the Zone Pro goggle for 2021. And uh, so we're giving away a pair of Fly Zone Pro goggles. Uh, last week, we said to email us on the show. Kiefer... Pick a number between 300 and 145. Uh, 165. Shocker. Knew you were going to do that. <laughs> All right, I'll go through the email entries. I will count 165, and that is the winner of the Zone Pro goggles. Make you so, work. Yeah, exactly. Right in the middle. Thanks a lot. Yep. Uh, so thanks to flyracing.com. Please check those guys out. Uh, big news over Brayton wearing the helmet and goggles. That's a big deal. Brayton was showy for a long time. And I posted some. I might have prematured another thing. You did. Yeah, and, you prematurely uh, uh, Instagramming. Yeah, yeah, so I put something up, and uh, he actually texted me. and said, hey, man, I really appreciate the guys from Showy. I, can you take that down until we and, announce And what did deal? Steve say when you sent me that photo? Yeah, it was the first thing you said. Are I you said, sure you, that's okay? Are you sure that's okay? Because I knew it wasn't. And I said, all was well. They said it was fine, <laughs> and it wasn't. And it wasn't. So, uh, Also, too, Kiefer, I want to get into uh, you have two big announcements tonight. God. Two big announcements. Huge. We're going to get into that. So that needs its own segment. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe we'll get an intro and everything else. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> I love beating my meat. All right, uh, that is the Keith After Dark GrillYourAssOff.com. Uh. That's coming in later. We got three good questions, and one of them is insane. The one question, it's it's, it's real. It's close to home. It's oh, it is. Yeah, it's close to home. Oh, you gonna get into that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's after dark. Don't we get yeah, into everything? Yeah, but I didn't everything? know it was close to home. That one that I'm talking about. But we got a gnarly question yes. coming up also. So, uh, w- thanks to everybody on RacerX Facebook for watching. Thank you if you're watching on Popamex YouTube as well. Appreciate that. Again, next week live show, but no video. Uh, so yeah, stay uh, stay with us on that, please. Uh, I want to thank Motorsport.com guys, the Fly Racing guys, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross Five. You know who's wearing X Brand. 
Uh, Austin Palatelli. The 800. Really? Yes. And fly. Kicker arena cross. That's insane. Right? X. 800. Like money? No. No? I wouldn't think so. So he wanted to use it. No, he, probably did he reach a team out? deal. Probably a team deal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but Mike's worn a 800, uh, X for a long time. Right. Before. So, anyways, Michelin Star Cross 5. Thanks to our buddy at Randy. Randy Richardson. I just mounted a, a Michelin DH uh, mountain bike tire the other day. So, uh, Maxima USA got Weimer hooked up with Maxima. He was here a couple weeks ago, and even though he was completely hammered, oh he uh, he did make mention that he wanted Maxima. So we got him some of that. Cambio CBD, talk about that in a little bit. Skosh, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, big FMF news tomorrow. Going to uh, drop? Oh, I know what that is. FMF Vision? Yes. We've seen hints of it on social. Are you okay by talk, talking about that? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that crossbred or no, anything. No, listen, one thing you should know... FXR is on board with the Privateer Show. Yep, Flies yep. on board with everything else. I have 100%. I have X-Brand, ProTaper, Renthal. If any of these companies ever said to me, hey, Mathis, you can't talk about you know our, competi- our competitors on your other show. other show, I would say, here is your money back. Really? Yes, I would. Fly said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they would never say that, though. Okay. They would never say that. I already know that from those guys. Yeah. So, you know, they would never say that. But... Uh, yeah, I I feel like an, uh, Zach Osborne's going to be wearing the FMF goggle. It's already been leaked in mm-hmm. his poster shoot photos. Yep. So for me to, to to talk about it is a very relevant thing, the 450 motocross champion. Do we know anything about it? Do you, I tomorrow. guess? Tomorrow. Yeah, I do. Okay. And tomorrow we'll find more about it. Uh, most people will be listening to this archive. They already know. Atlas neck brace, Dylan Wright wearing an Atlas neck brace. Chase Sexton wore Atlas neck brace to win the 250 championship last year. Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab. We were at Intense last week. Motivated. Motivated with Jeb. It's it's like a head coach for cool a Cool company, team. though, right? It's cool, yeah. Yeah, cool company. Hey, I was eyeing up that 2021 Taser. Yes, there's a lot of them back there, by the way. I'm looking at that thing, and I'm like, can you just get me one mm. right away, please? Mm-hmm. Right away? Uh so we'll get into that. Thanks to all our sponsors. Sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com. If you want to get a, a, a code, for example, PulpMX code at DecalWorks will save you money. It's very, very easy. PulpMX20 code at Maxima USA and ProFilter will save you money. PulpMX-20 at Works Connection will save you money. Uh, email us on, uh, on the contact form on PulpMX.com to save money with OGO. So uh, thanks to those guys for making it happen. All of our guys, we've got codes as well. Race Tech Rant coming up. Motorsport.com tweeted talent segment. X-Brand Goggle tear-offs as well. Uh, making the pictures happen behind the scenes. Deciding on the cuts. Making fun of me with his drops. It's the Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? How are you? I don't think I make fun of you near enough. Just really? So, just so you know. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? New 2021 regulations at PulpMX.com oh. is uh, there's, there'll be fines. Well, issued. here's your money back. Here's Did you set goals for all your guys here? Goals? What do you mean? 2021 goals? New Year goals? Anybody got goals here? Don't suck. No. You don't go with your employees and say, hey, you got a goal you want to aim for? Let's strive for that. What kind of motivator are you? I'm not. Well, I'm not a motivator. Learn from Jeb. Oh, boy. You're right. I should learn from Jeb. Motivate. I should learn from Jeb. Uh, everything good, Marks? Yes, I'm fine. Pulpum X Fantasy kicking off on Saturday? Yes, I'm very excited. Yes, should Are be you? fun. Yes. Uh, I joined... Uh, Don't even get me started on this guy. I joined uh, a league on Vital MX for I 20 s- bucks. I saw that. And I joined a league on uh, uh, Canadian guys. At- the Atlas guys have one with a bunch of Canadian nice. motocrossers. So I joined that one as well. That's 50 bucks. 
I joined Industry Idiots for a hundred. What in the? F- I'm in. I'm in. Dude, do you have time to even do anything else? You just pick your team, dude. It's it's it probably takes uh, ten minutes a week. N- not according to the fantasy show and what you guys talk about. There's more involvement but to, to do pick, it right. To pick the team is about ten minutes a week. <sighs> ah, maybe twenty. I offered to pay Kiefer's uh, Industry Idiots entry fee. Yeah. He wasn't having not, it. Not going to happen. Unbelievable. No. no. No, he's not on board with that us. That would have been literally free money for you if you'd happened to do good. No. Unbelievable. He's out. No. Uh, also, taking the phone calls over there, 702-586-7857. He's coming in. He's got a brace on his back. It doesn't matter. He comes in. He just grinds it out. Just a worker bee. The exact opposite of Tits Legendary. It's Talon Taylor. What's up, buddy? How are hey, you? Hey, what's up? You even invited me to go ride Mesquite. I did. We yeah. are Kiefer and I are going up to Mesquite tomorrow to go ride. You're very excited for that, Keith. I'm very excited. I think so, I'm gonna pass on riding this, yeah, this I th- week. I yeah. think you. You want to hang out to be a man friend? Uh, I have to actually work. Uh, I think I for the next six or eight weeks, you should probably pass on that. Yeah, maybe maybe nine, ten weeks. Oh boy, poor talent. That's what off road will do for you. That's Knifed what off road does it. Um, did, did he think it wasn't even that fast? Was it? Not really. It was just like the high side, that extra. That's why you got hurt got because me. it wasn't fast. You didn't roll out of it. You know, you yeah. just kind of. And stuck. I landed in the one hard pack part of the sand track. Mm. Chest protector though, and all that. He was out the field of dreams. No, I, what? I had a chest protector in my gear bag too, and. And so you were you raw dogged it. Yeah, we were just like helping some kids from the shop out. Like the first race is in, in yeah. That's the first, first race of the sand race. So I just you know better. Yeah. Accidents happen too close to home. Accidents happen when you don't have all your shit on. You know yeah. this. Yeah, I messed up. Oh, well. Yeah, and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. Right? Don't bareback. Don't bareback. Paid the ultimate price. Um, Chest up. AC's coming on. I'm excited for that. Uh, I know. Aaron it's funny Fussinger. that you have him on because you said, eh, I don't think he's going to come on. Because I said AC would be good, and you're like, yeah. eh, it'd be yeah. tough. Yeah. No, no problem. Okay. Reached right out. It was great. Uh, good times to have uh, to have him on, of course. The folks, folks at Firepower, have you used any Firepower stuff lately? Uh, new, it's in the YZ450F right now. Oh, it is? Yep. Nice. Uh, firepowerparts.com, the batteries in the chains, A-Ray, Rod Bell using Firepower, among other privateers, the Chiz, Chiz yeah. using Firepower, of course. They're, they're committed to offering superior products with their 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. Wide variety of chains from heavy-duty O-Ring to uh, O and X-Ring, all made in Japan. Their featherweight lithium batteries are backed by a two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com, at Firepowerparts on Instagram. They did up a, a show bike. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Kirk did up a show bike. Oh, Looks I did good. see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looks good. I helped them with a few guys. So um, they, they got a, a nice Husqvarna all, all decked out. So um, thanks to Firepowerparts.com for making it happen. All right, Kiefer. So um, Houston this weekend. Houston won. Houston 2 on Tuesday. Okay. Houston 3 on Saturday. I've I've done the RaceRex preview shows. I've been on this show every week. Uh, I've been on just whatever, different shit, right, that I do. Writing stuff also. But what are you most excited for? What do you what do you think you're interested in? Because you're not going to say the title fight. You know what I mean? You're going to break it down because that's how you are. You, uh, I'm not a professional like, like you and Weege, but yeah. I do get excited for me. And he, just coincidence that he's on the show tonight. I want to see how AC comes out because he came out really strong last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of my thoughts are within that Kawasaki team. I think Tomac and AC are going to be the guys. Um, there's other guys that I think are going to be winning races. But for me, I'm most excited to see what AC brings to the table first round 
here we go. And to see if he can just match his, I don't know. I feel like AC has the most upside and is has the most raw speed out of anyone in the paddock right now. So that's what I'm really yeah, excited to see, I, to see where I, he's at. I can't disagree. So we did our Racer X preview shows. And I said on the show, I said there's four guys that can win this championship. Four. Four. To okay. me. Four guys. Let Tomac. Me, let me try to guess because I didn't watch it yet. Right. AC. Tomac. Um, Zach. And Roxon. Nope. Really? Webb. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Webb over Roxon. And JT wasn't happy with that take. <clears throat> he wasn't pleased at all, was he, Marks? No, he wasn't happy. But, but to me, new bike for Kenny. All new bike. Seen struggles with other teams, including Honda, with new bikes. Mm -hmm. Add in the fact that we've had four series with Kenny, four series where he's had health issues holding him back. So I can't say like with uh, with certainty that he's going to go through 17 supercrosses without having an issue. Now we know it's due to his these surgeries he's had. I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. Uh -huh. I'm not saying he's not fast. Right. He will win races. All of that. But at some point in these 17 rounds, I have a feeling something's going to affect Kenny Roxon. So when you have that happen, you cannot win the championship. When you when you have a few poo-poo races, you cannot win. We've mm -hmm. seen that. over. Tomek has proven that time and time again. So to me, Adam can have poo-poo races cause he, with crashes or Osborne too. But I could, see either, I could see both of those guys taking a step up and maintaining it for 17 races. Coop and, Coop and Eli, no problem maintaining it for 17 races. All right. So that's my that's my reasoning between I think the title is those four guys and I think the race wins come from those four guys and I think Kenny pro and Kenny will win races also so there's your there's five race winners I don't disagree with your four yeah I think your four are solid and really good picks but I how I would say I have to get it to five and here's why five I think title guys rocks yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, add yeah, rocks right, because right. I I understand what you're saying about his surgeries and his problems his health problems that he has but now we're another year past that the longer we go yeah okay. The more that's in the rearview mirror, okay? You hope, yes. I just, here's what I'm assuming. I'm not a doctor, right? But from what I know, from all of us having injuries over the time, most of those, and I've had some bad internal injuries, um, he has in this arm that he's had. I feel like the longer you'd go and all the help that this guy has with top-of-the-line doctors, sports medicine, he's only going to get stronger and cleaner, healthy-wise, in the long run. So I hope so. Yeah. From what I hear, and I know some people on the inside, just like you, Mathis, just like you, mm -hmm. he his feeling of the bike and how he's riding is reminiscent of when he was, you know, winning lots of races with the Suzuki and Soaring Eagle. You would agree with me, though, that to have an all-new bike in the four-stroke era, not <clears throat> two-stroke era. Look, so at, you're saying all-new, but it's not as new as everyone thinks it is. It's okay. got one same part on it. The chassis itself is the, the main thing, okay? The mm -hmm. engine is not that different. Okay. So the chassis that they've chassis had... Chassis reacts differently due to the motor. Okay, and I understand what you're saying. We're going to go the races. It's going to react different. They've had enough time to... It's Honda, dude. Dude, what about 2009? How was that? Did that they, thing did was a piece of a, shit. Okay, yeah, but they didn't... What happened to that? They didn't have enough time? Nothing was just a piece of shit. Okay. This isn't a piece of shit. This Be bike oh, is because you do, you help develop no, it. No, nothing and to do with and me. That's what it is. No, oh, absolutely I, not. I, I'd help develop it. So it's no, not... we know how that goes, right? right we right. know how that turned out. Right. I just think this bike is not as different for those dudes right. as us normal folk out there. I hope so, but 
Can I tell you how many times I've heard riders and teams complain about a new model saying they didn't have a handle on it? Riders say this. And teams. You know, oh, and teams. Okay. Team, teams too. Teams will be like, yeah, we learned a lot of things about that bike after a year. You know what I mean? Like that happens time and time again. Right. So, you know. Do we have the, the stats on, has any Supercross champion been on a new model bike? How many times that's happened? That'd be a good stat. Wow, what's your definition of all new model? Well, right? I mean, Honda is an all new not model, yeah, right? What's your definition? 2010 new Yamaha. Okay. You know, the new generation style bikes. What about RM Army? How would, where we, what, what cutoff would we make for that? 2013. Oh, okay. But that's, okay. Anyways. I'm just saying, that'd be so, a cool stat. So, you know, we saw Kenny have some horrible races in Salt Lake. When we left the break, he was three points down, looking good. Yep. Came back to Salt Lake City, he had some horrible races. Mm-hmm. Lost himself the championship. Yep. At, sing- at shingles at some point. Didn't ride the outdoors last year. Year before outdoors, terrible. Year yep. before super, you know, so I... I can't, looking at all the evidence, I can't be like, oh, Kenny's going to stay healthy for 17 rounds. I can't say that. I hope I'm wrong. I love Kenny. Yeah. He's a great dude. No, and I know. I got his jersey on the wall over there. <laughs> you got a jersey here you don't like. I got a jersey of Anderson, <laughs> and the fucking guy hates me. Right. So I guess that's a good point. But, um, so I hope I'm wrong. I just think uh, he's going to be better than what most people think. I think, okay. pe- I honestly think people, a lot of people wrote him off. Oh, you can't write him off. I'm you saying. You cannot write him off. There's not a lot of talk about Roxon. If we are talking about right. Roxon, we're talking about his injuries or he could. It's always could. It's not like, dude, this guy is badass. We're not saying that. Because it's always something, right? And I'm not saying it's he's a weak guy or anything. It's, it's, it's these surgeries he had. He had fucking 18 surgeries. And, I get it. And all the antibiotic stuff. And I, 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 Why I'm is not that a question not towards Webb after his back injury in you know, summertime? You know, he's, well, he's been hurt. So what, why is well, there he, no question mark to him coming back? He started back? the Nationals. Right, and then left. Yeah, but, I mean, he got hurt, and he started them, and he was prepping for the, you know. Kenny didn't do any outdoor prep. And then he was coming back and got hurt again. Webbed it. Yes. yes. Yeah. So there's no question mark for you there? No. Okay. No. Um, what's this Brayton Honda stuff you've been doing? Um. So what, what, what's been going on here? There was uh, not enough bikes to go around these new 2021 Honda right. 450s. And, of course, media gets their bikes, you know, because um, it's funny. In a lot of instances, media gets more shit than racers do. Yeah. And uh, at this point in time, right. I had a bike, and JB bought a bike to practice with back at club. Um, but the team was having tough times to get the bikes yeah. here. Just, you know, yeah. just the shit, the crisis right. that we're in. Yeah. I had mine, and, I'm, and I was talking to Jamie from Twisted, and I was like, look, tell JB he can have my bike because he had to come out here and do some testing. The team needed to develop some stuff. Jamie's building their engines. So I offered up my services, and that turned into, you know, giving him my, you know, test bike, and then I helped FMF design a muffler for JB because I kind of know what he likes right. being around him from a couple years ago with Chad at XPR, and I just know how much bottom in he likes, so... I went out and did a couple days of FMF testing, and so, so I, I had a little bit of slice of trying to help him, you know, get his stuff so going I, for I 2021. Heard, I heard from some testing through that end of things that you said, hey, this is my favorite pipe, but JB's going to like this pipe, and it wasn't the one that you liked. But you said, this won't be the one that Brayton picks, and it was the one he picked. Yes. Right. Yeah. I just... Oh, so, so if JB wins a championship, what percent are you getting out of this? Well, I told JB, for borrowing my motor and my bike... Yeah. I would either A, like a thank you on the podium, yep. 
or a Kiefer sticker. So he chose it. I'll, I'll talk to you about the podium. Okay. All right. So well, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Not going to run that sticker, right, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> that costs money. Right, right. So uh, so you have a hand in JB's program. I just like the dude a lot. Of course. He's a rad dude. He's a great guy. Right. And as you know, I just like good people, so right. that's why. Okay. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, let's get AC uh, if we if we can. Uh, Adam Sin Cirillo, of course, uh, coming on here. Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki. Adam Sin Cirillo. Um, so. Yes. You, our buddy Randy Richardson at Michelin, by the way, motorcycle.michelinman.com. The 250F that was brand new for the World Vets. <laughs> I saw that thing uh, out, out at your, your Supercross practice day yeah. that oh, you had. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's talk about that, too. No, I don't want to talk about that. Oh. But but uh, So that bike has Michelins on it still from the World Vet rides. Yep. But it was not sounding very good. <laughs> I mean, Randy had that fucker at 11,000 RPM the whole day, right? The mud race. And, and in, at 11,000 RPM, the bike wasn't necessarily moving anywhere. I <laughs> he said, was just black water 100 and that shit up hills. I said to Janky at some point, I'm like, what is wrong with your bike? He's like, oh, this is, this, is the one that Randy, this is the one that Randy had. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Now I get it. There's literally no muffler packing in that, that muffler. So if you guys know what a brand new YZ250F sounds like, it's loud enough. But when there's no muffler packing, yeah, sounds like a Hodaka. Michelin.motorcycle.michelinman.com uh, for those guys, whether it's the Enduro Extreme Tire, whether it's the Starcross 5 that Randy Richardson used to uh, lug his ass around uh, Glen Helen Hills and Podium. Al- almost Podium. completely destroy a 250F. Uh, 2021 is an exciting year for Michelin Motorcycle Tires. <clears throat> they've got the Commander 3, they've got the Power 5, they've got the Enduro Extreme, they've got the Starcross 5s. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on with the folks at Michelin. Mountain Bike Tires, of course. Michelin Bicycle Tires, the official sponsor of the wrap-up show as well. From Pony Pod, you must go through a shit ton of bicycle tires. I do because I, I just walked in your garage today, and that Taser is fucked. Yeah, no, they... it is just like you went through a silt bed. Yeah, and the tires are chunking, and that's... I'm like, you just beat the shit out of it. I get about 200 miles on a tire, Gosh. and I got to take uh, three to 400 on the front. But yeah, so no, it's just that tr- just that pedal power getting to that rear wheel, Dude, just chunking grinding, it out, grinding. Yeah. So thanks to the folks at Michelin. Please think of them when you need a tire for any of your two-wheeled uh, things out there. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Artofsport.com, all products under 10 bucks. Charcoal face wash, any dandruff shampoo, all of it under 10 bucks. Artofsport.com, you want to support the sport. Uh, well, Kenny Roxon's a part owner in this company as well, along with James Harden and others. Uh, Artofsport.com, uh, I've used it. You, you got it some as well, Kiefer. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Artofsport.com, the f- products are formulated with the natural botanical ingredients that keep you smelling fresh all day. Even better, they leave out the bad stuff, like sulfates. Uh, they got stuff for chicks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, Cambio CBD has these bath bombs for your chick. Really? Pookie's a fan. Okay. I'll get you some of those. Uh, Art of Sport, bringing you our first guest of the night. He just got off the press conference, uh, virtual press conference for the uh, 450 Supercross guys, uh, the folks at Feld, and he's do- doing this show, too. What a media media uh, uh, glamour guy he is. Adam Cincerillo, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Just get the shit out of the way, right? Let's just do all the media shit today. All the media stuff today, yeah. right? To, be, to right. be fair, I when Steve asked me uh, to do the show, I I agreed to it, and I for, completely forgot about this press conference tonight. I'm not sure I would have double booked on a Monday night. There's a college football national championship on. There's a lot of things going on. Right, right. No, nah, we're we're happy to be we're, here. We're not sure we would have double booked. Well, let's just get you in and out. Let's make this quick, you know. So, oh um, no, listen, man. I'm, you know me. I love to talk. 
what what's going to happen to Harden? What do you think goes on with James Harden? Like I, for a while, he was going to my beloved Raptors. That's not going to happen. Uh, everyone at Houston's very upset with him because he kind of told them what to do with the team, and now he wants out. Who can afford that contract? Like what what is going to happen with Harden? I don't know. I don't know. I've never to be like I don't know. Harden, I have a mixed mixed feelings about him. Right. To be honest, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I, it was looking like he was going to go to the Sixers there for a second. Yep. Yep. But then they seem like they're kind of unwilling. I don't know. It seems like Houston isn't really cooperating with with wanting to trade him. So right. It's I kinda, don't know, man. We don't really have that in Moto, but I can see it. Like there's riders in our sport where the whole team is kind of at their beck and call, right? And 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 you guys have most of the power in our sport like a Harden does. And you can't be traded and you can't say you're out. When your contract's up, you can leave. But there's some similarities there in our sports. Mm. No? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I I, I think in, in mainstream sports now, it's, it's getting pretty crazy. Um, it's getting pretty crazy how much the players have control. To me, it's like – Right. Uh, like uh, the Texans, they're my favorite football team. And now, right. you know, the whole drama with Deshaun Watson, like they didn't consult him on right. Uh, right. You know, who they were going to hire. And so he's mad and he just, you know, basically uh, sounded like he's just going to demand a trade. And it's like, you know, it's like somebody, it's like somebody at Cali throwing a bad shock on my bike or bad forks or something. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I think I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. hey, you know, and, and, He's making what two hundred million dollars over the next four yeah. years or something. It's just it's pretty crazy. But hey, whatever. Yeah. If you can no. do it, I guess, right? I know. And at some point, the the point of like, wait a minute, I own this team. I employ you. You know, it's no different from, you know, if you own a gas station and you employ a, a mechanic. It's like I own the gas station. You work for me. So why would I call you to add in a service rider? You know, but but yet it's not the same. I get it. But, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I think I look at it from my perspective. I look at it like you know, Kawasaki employs me. They pay me to do a job, and I I feel like anytime I show up at the practice track, or uh, and this is just the way I was taught too. But well, anytime I show up at the practice track, or um, you know, at the race, it's like that's my business. Like that's yeah, you know, I'm there to work for right. them, and I I got to make it work the best I can, no matter what. Right. You know, no matter what happens. So can you, you know, remember one time in your career that you demanded? Like you knew something was better, and then you asked for it, and you actually got it, or was there? Oh, I know this. I can't, I can't talk about it, but I know. I this just one. want to know if there's a point in his career that he wanted something and he actually got it, and it was outside right. the box. Oh, uh, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that goes all the way back to, um, you know, my early PC days, like 2009, 2010, with with Alan and my dad, Alan and um, Mitch together. That would right. be. I'm sure there's some stories there, but. Yeah, I mean it's out there. It's happened. It's happened. Uh, I mean, but I like you know I, I think everybody's trying to do the you know the best they can to succeed you know to succeed, and I I try to have respect for for people and their opinions, and yeah, um, you know I I try to come across respectful in any situation, you know not I I'm definitely not the type of guy that you know, with certain parts or certain things on the bike or anything where I'm like, you know, this is terrible. You got to get this thing off my bike. What are you guys trying to do to me? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. That's, that's never me. So, uh, seven Oh two, five, eight, six, seven, eight, five, seven. You got a question for Adam seen Cirillo brought to you by artisport.com. Did rocks never get you anything. I remember you last time we were on, you said no, but hopefully soon. I buy that stuff on Amazon. I it's, know, but rocks, the stuff in most, uh, deodorants is so bad for you. I found out. 
Like yeah. all the metals and stuff. The yeah. aluminum, yeah. Yeah, I've heard yep. that too. Um, hey, are you the guy, and I don't want to put you on a spot here because maybe you're not the guy and you're going to, this is going to be a bad question for you, but I think you're oh. the guy. So I'm going to ask this question because I'm confident you're the guy. Are you the rider that leaves at the end of the night without saying anything to your to, to the team? Ooh, good like one. thanks or or you know or hey or like do you talk to Oscar and and Justin and everybody and say thank you? I'm, I'll see you later. Yeah, I I typically don't leave like that's that's practice for me too. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't right. typically leave the practice track without thanking everybody. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, good. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's not like it, it's something that I'd like really have to think about. It's just Yeah. Well, something I've always done, and I just feel is correct. You know, I, I'm sure there's been nights where I've, yes. you know, been mad or whatever, where I've, uh, you know, haven't said goodbye to everyone. But I, I like to, you know, at yes. least try to shake everybody's uh, hand before I leave. Typically. I've been on teams where that happens, where, like, you know, another rider will come up to me that I don't even work for and say, hey, man, thanks. Really? I'm out of here. You know what I mean? That's cool. And I'm always like, dude, that's awesome. Like, I think that's so – Villeman would do that. Villeman would be like, hey, Mathis, thanks. See you later. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yep, and, and yep. I always and I always thought that was awesome. And I've been on teams where guys just left without even talking to their mechanic. What's the ratio? Probably sixty forty to saying thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably better better on that end of things. But I've I've been on teams where I'm like, hey, where's your guy at? And then the guy's like, I don't know, the mechanic. Bail. Yeah. See, and, you know, I'm a I'm a big team guy too. Like right. even like I enjoy seeing the team succeed. Right. Like okay, so Eli and I are, are essentially two different. We have different crew chiefs, different suspension guys, yep. different this. But we're right. both on Cowies. I feel like, and this is genuine, like I really feel like Kawasaki, um, like I feel like that's they've been such a big part of my life. Like I like, like, you know, nights on, you know, Eli wins and I have a, you know, I have a bad night or whatever. Like it's still cool for me to see yeah. everybody pumped up and to have that like team success. Obviously I, I want success myself too, but, I, I like being a team guy, and I like seeing other people succeed like that. You know, yeah, no, uh, it's human. Well, it's, okay, he's a human being. So let me ask you guys this: Chad wins the championship, right, at Yamaha, mm-hmm. the year I'm working for Red Dog. He wins the '04 championship, and him and I have beef. And part of my beef with Chad is because he didn't treat us very nicely, the other team members, and I and we had it out, right? We yelled at each other. Okay, right. So he wins the championship at Vegas. They say, Mathis, get on the podium for the team shot. Like, I'm like, I'm out. Right. <laughs> Dick move or not? See, that's what I would have done. I, I would have, I would have, I, see, that's a situation for me where um, I, I bite the bullet and go on the podium, and then I'm laying in bed later that night thinking to myself, <laughs> God, dude, you're such an idiot. Like, you're such a bitch. You I, should not have done that. Right. See, and I was like, yep, later. Like, I'm happy for Gothic and, yeah. and all the mechanic, rookie, everybody. Like, yeah. I'm stoked for Bob Oliver, everybody. That's awesome. But I'm out. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, man. Right. That's funny. Treat I, others like you want to be well, treated. That's you know, it. Yeah, Chad would be a dick to us at the track, and I'm like, okay, I'm not standing for that. We all work 100 hours a week. This is you this know. is what I tell this is what I try to tell myself with that kind of stuff is I I try not to let the way I treat people be contingent on how they treat me and that's not in mm-hmm. and that's not in like in something I am like fantastic at doing by any means you right, know what I mean right, but right. I, that's something I shoot for so I guess when I'm laying in bed later that night calling myself a bitch I, I would also <laughs> think of that and be like you know what I don't yeah, know yeah. maybe you're cool. Yeah, see, I I have trouble with that. Even to this day, I'm an old ass man. It's hard. It's hard. And, and I there's I have beef with people in industry, and like, I just I don't talk to them. I'm like, screw you, you're a dick. Later, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't I don't be like, hey man, 
I'm just not that way. But you got to, Adam, you're also, you know, you're an athlete. You're in the spotlight. You know what I mean? You're, you have to be that way to, it's better for your brand to be that way. So, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you're, you're right. You're um. Right. All right. So not the smoothest off season for you, but you feeling ready to go. You feeling uh, tip top, like as good as last year, or uh, do you feel like you're going to build a little bit here? I feel I feel good. There's like a little bit of of unknown. I think last year was quite a bit different because, you know, coming off a a good year all around, really, um, you know, on a 250, winning a bunch of races, mm-hmm. winning my first championship, and then winning Monster Cup was kind of of a surprise. And yep. It was just a big wave of momentum, you know, just so much momentum, and I felt like I could do no wrong. And um, I had a good rookie season, but. You know, I guess it, it's kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Um, I, I, t- I told you a little bit about what I've dealt with the off season, mm-hmm. um as far as – so if you guys remember, um, general public here I'm talking to remembers when I was talking about, like, this arm pump type situation I was having around Oakland, San Diego time mm-hmm. um, last year. So basically I woke up one morning um, in, like, September of 2019 when I first got on a 450 – and all of a sudden, I was having this weird, like, weakness in my, in my hand. And it was very difficult to describe my symptoms. But it was, it was pretty manageable. Some days it would suck. Some days it would be fine. So I kind of dealt with that um, for, for quite a while. And it, it, it kept getting worse, kept getting worse to where even at the, the last round in Paula this, this year, man, I, I could barely hold on to the bike. I was, I was scared to Jeez. death that I was yeah, going yeah. to fall off the bike. <laughs> legit. Like, this is legit. Yeah, yeah. You know, not saying I could like go so much faster, you know, or whatever, or, yeah. you know, but that, that, that happened. And, um, this, so I thought I had, I had this big cyst on my wrist. Um, and keep in mind with doctors and everything, I'm trying every, everything mm-hmm. I can over the course of the season to try to, you know, get this thing. I've, I've done, I feel everything I could. Um, so I get this cyst removed on my wrist. I thought that was it. Um, that was, that must have, that was right as I was about to get back on the bike um, after this had to be middle or beginning of November. Mm-hmm. So it took a couple of weeks off of that, came back, and it felt like it was a little bit better, and I was just going to wait to see if some of the inflammation went away. Um, and then it, just three weeks ago, the week before Christmas, um, I ride on a Monday, and it's, like, way worse. I, I can't. I can barely ride, and I'm thinking to myself, like, Man, like this isn't like this isn't fun. Like riding yeah. hadn't been fun for me for a while because I've been managing this thing. You know, I could barely go through the woofs with all the stuff. Um, and so I called my agent uh, Steve, and I'm like, "Listen, man, like, what do we, what? Where else can I go? Like, who can give me another opinion on this?" So he ended up getting me in with uh, Doctor Viola and, and Vale, Colorado. So the same guy that that did Kenny's um, arms. Um, and so I actually ended up getting on a plane to to Denver that night, that Monday night. So this had to be like the 22nd of December drive in, get, they got to the high hotel, like three in the morning, had mm-hmm. a, um, had a doctor's appointment at eight and then surgery, um, later that day to So it turned out being my ulnar nerve in my elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was coming from my elbow. I thought it was my wrist the whole time. So it was this nerve that was basically trapped, um, and and causing all this numbness in my was it from an old injury numbness. or was it just something that happens like just from wearing? No, care? it's something that happens, and that's what I asked him. I said, "How does this happen?" Right. He says, "It happens to you know, not just athletes; it happens to everybody, and they really don't know why right. it happens, but right. it happens." So, 
um, yeah, so we ended up just basically going in there, scoping it, moving the stuff that was that was blocking the nerve. And uh, he did say it would take uh, probably a few months to feel completely normal, just because the, mm-hmm. the you know the brain hasn't it hasn't been receiving signals that lower half of my arm hasn't been receiving signals past where it's pinched um, from my brain for a while. So all those muscles are a little bit weak and, and yep. all that stuff. But um, regardless, I feel I feel really fit. I feel fitter than last year. I feel. Um, as far as the guys I've ridden with, like I rode with Ken a little bit, and everybody knows how fast Chase is in practice. And I've been riding with him, right. you know, at Stewart's, obviously, and I, I feel like my pace is good too. So, right. despite a kind of a little bit of a frustrating off season, where obviously you're just wanting to, you know, put weeks together um, of hard training, I, I feel like I've had, um, you know, I've made the best with the time I have had, and right. I feel good about where my bike's at and all that stuff. So I think there's maybe a little bit of a sense that I'm going to get in there and build, but, um, you know, also wouldn't be surprised if I, I came out, you know, swinging like last year. This uh, is What's this amazing to me? Like, what, okay. did the doctor know it was even remotely around the elbow? Like, you had a su- surgery that morning, so how does he know that's where he's going right, right away? Uh, yeah, so they have everything, like all the MRIs and all that stuff in-house. So I saw them at 8 a.m. and had two MRIs, one on my wrist, one on my elbow. Um, and then I, I lied. So we had – I actually I got mixed up. So I had a, a doctor's appointment with him at 8, and then I did those MRIs and then talked to him again okay. um, that afternoon. And then the next morning, uh-huh. so this would, this would be the 23rd of December, I had, um, I had that little surgery. And I was on a plane back to Florida by 3.45. And it feels good, but it's going to take a bit. It's, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. doesn't – like I'll tell you the same thing I just told Nick driving home the other day. Like it, it, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's hindering me right. at all. Like I still feel it there, but not to the point where, okay, you know, this lap's going to be a 54 instead of a 53 because of my arm. Like it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. like it's holding me back. It doesn't feel like my other one, but it doesn't feel like it's holding me back. Well, listen, you were supposed to come in for the Ronnie Tishner thing where the guy came in from Georgia, our buddy John. Yeah, see, and that's half, that's half the reason I'm being so transparent about this. I felt bad. Well, but listen, and uh, well, here's where I'm going with this. You're an awesome guy. I think John got more of his money's worth. With, <laughs> oh, with, 100%. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're awesome. 100%. You're a great guy, but... Oh, was he in the show for Weimer and? Yes. Oh, fuck. That yeah. was his problem. What a, what <laughs> <Yeah>. a legend. <laughs> so, Jeez. I think it worked out. I think it all worked out that way. You know. So. Oh, I was when when you when you told me that it was going to be Jake and RV. I was like, you know what? I feel a little bit. I feel a little <laughs> bit less bad. That guy's going to have a blast. Yeah, because uh, it, it got sideways badly near the end but but in the end it was still a very entertaining show so uh, i don't i it doesn't shock me that it went sideways do you want to know though like in the future when you instagram from vale colorado like i'm gonna ask people what's up oh yeah no i mean Did i you... plan on telling people okay I'm not, i i don't want to i really man i really don't want to be the guy that right. is trying to like hide my sickness or injuries or yeah because like man i yeah, it's just too – I just hate cliches, man. I hate being right, cliché. Right. And I'm like, look, he's not just going to Vail to go ski. No, there's, I'm not going to ski. Right, right. There's something going on in Vail. And I know there's a lot of doctors in Vail because the U.S. Olympic team's up there. I know this. Totally. So, no, it was great. They were – man, those guys are unbelievable up there. I Right. 
I'd never been treated that well before in, in any type of. Uh, uh, you're also was, you're a millionaire athlete. They're going to treat you good. I mean, come on. No, I don't. Dude, I, it was all across the board. It was crazy. Uh, Kiefer, do you want to ask him now, or do you want to? No, that's the end. We'll do that. At oh, the end. Gonna, okay. But I will okay. say, Travis okay. Preston, he had his knee done by the same doctor. Yep. And he just stayed up there in his motorhome, and he said the doctor's the best thing he's ever ever seen in his life. Same guy. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. This, this guy was insane. Um. What, how do you feel about the whole three races in a week thing? You're going to try to ride Thursday, from what I hear. A lot of guys are going to try to ride Thursday. Uh, I, then again, I heard from somebody that I just did a podcast with Van Martin, and he was telling me how you know they get a lot of rain there too. So uh, you may not be able to ride all week. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good with it. I I think there was a time in my career where I really needed to ride a lot and put in a lot of time, and I don't feel like I'm – like, yes, you have to – you know. Mm-hmm. There is a time and place, but, um, you know, as far as we're going to be riding three times in what, essentially a week, yeah. it's that's plenty, I think. I mean, if it works out and we can go and ride that place on um, on Thursday mm-hmm. just a little bit, that would be cool, but I'm really not stressing it. You know, right. I'll have my bicycle there and a gym and, and all that stuff, so are you, it's not like I'm going to learn, you know, forget how to ride. Are you hoteling it or are you going to rent something? No, I went Airbnb on them. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What What about you guys? Yeah, Airbnb. I love that. Uh, the yeah, t- I, I, uh, I have some friends that live in the area, so they told me exactly where to to get an Airbnb. It's, I right. guess like West West University or I don't know somewhere cool. Right. Um. Yeah. No, it should be good. I, I learned my lesson in Salt Lake. You You exited stage left at Salt Lake early, but. God, that was tough. I was. That's a tough deal. That's a tough. Jeez, God. Tough. Hey, look, still, look, Adam's here. Oh, Adam's gone. Uh, see you later. <laughs> oh my God, man, that was a tough time. Like it was such a good year, and then I think back to like I think back to the month of June, and I just I it's almost just erased off the map. It's just terrible. Uh, we were like, oh look, Adam's here. Oh, okay, goddamn, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Salt Lake so much too. I'm like, yeah, I know. Be here. The house is cool. I'm oh, like, yeah. we had we had a good let's time. Do it. Let's um, do it. Hey, were you? Are you worried about COVID? Did you have? Have you got it? Are you haven't got it? No, no, I haven't gotten. I haven't gotten it. Um, but I've dude, been tested it quite a few times. There's got to be. We were. We've been discussing it on our shows. I don't know who it is, but with the contact tracing and everything else that's going on, and you're a fan of the mainstream sports, so you know what's going on there. Some of some racers are going to miss races. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. Statistically right? speaking, you right. would think that at least two or three people miss yes. some races, like high-profile yeah. guys. So let me ask yeah, you about I this contact. I mean, Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. I've just been I've been doing everything I can, you know, and, and taking it really seriously. Right. Um, obviously, it's more of a – it's a big responsibility, you know, because it's not just me. It's the team and, um, you know, a lot of guys have put in a lot of hours, and, you know, we want to be as safe as we can. So it's like – Yet, like you have to live your life to a certain extent. Like I, you know, I got to leave the house and I got to go to the track and ride and um, and do that kind of stuff. But I've been, you know, being right. as being as careful as I can. Yeah. So this contact trace thing. Yeah. I'm trying to quarterback this in my mind. So if someone on the team on Cowie, so Adam and Eli are fucked. If 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 someone on Cowie tests positive, they will pull everybody that person's been in contact with. Pull them out of the race, out of the out of the deal. One person on the team. Yeah. Because it spreads so rapidly, you'll you have to go isolate. That is, to me, that's bullshit. <laughs> well, call the NBA and the NFL, bro, and everybody else. Dude, that is so. Dude, a privateer is going to win. Stupid crash championship. 
<laughs> Alex Ray, Supercross title? Just think about it. Privateers have less dudes around them. These factory no. guys have how many fucking guys? Yeah, but think about privateers. They are YOLO. They will go to bars and restaurants. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. A-Ray's not going anywhere, dude. dude. He's on lock. He's going to win. No, no. These guys, <laughs> these, these privateers have no clue. They will be out, like, popping bottles uh, on a Thursday night. Just getting chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these guys banging don't. whores with Rod Bell. Right. These guys aren't going to know that. Hey, so. buddy, I'm HIV question mark, but not COVID positive. Fuck it. I'm in. Yeah. Supercross championship. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, I love that. Uh, let's take some phone calls here for Adam C. and Cirillo. First up, we have uh, Nathan on uh, Nathan's on two. Nathan, what's going on? What's your question for Adam C. and Cirillo? Uh, I was, I was going to ask him uh, what's it like to be friends, uh, be partners with Eli Tomac. What's it like having Eli around? Yeah, um, it's cool. I mean, Eli and I don't spend a whole lot of time together, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, he's he's in Colorado a lot. I'm in, I'm in Florida. But we do link up at the, you know, at the test track in, in Corona, the Cowie test track. And um, we ride quite a bit together normally uh, around December time and typically January um, if it, you know, if it was if all the races were out west. Um but Eli is, you know, he's an intense dude. Um, he's really, really focused, really there to do a job. Um, yeah, there's not a there's not a whole lot of interaction, but I've never had any issues with him. He's he's always been nothing but respectful, and um, I think it's it's cool for my career. Um, you know, kind of looking back and and seeing all the guys that have been able to be around. You know, like Villapoto and, and Dungey and you know Eli, all these champs and. They all kind of have that, uh, you know, that intensity about them. So it's cool to see. Thanks, uh, thanks, Nathan. Thanks. All right, Radcliffe, what's your question for AC? Hey, AC, just wanted to say it was really cool to hear you open up about what's been going on with your wrist. I know, like, it was kind of bothering you for a while, and uh, I've had same ulnar nerve issues. And uh, just want to say it was cool to hear about that. And also, I have a theory on that that it's from holding your phone. So, oh, I don't know. Maybe don't hold your phone in that hand. No way. Really. And I'm sure probably riding your bike a ton and riding motorcycles and holding on to the whoops and everything else you do that adds to it. <laughs> but also the phone. <laughs> but also the damn phone. So that's all I got to say. Thanks for the story. Right. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. You know, you talk, about, you talk about hiding injuries and stuff, and this is going to be my race tech rant later. Well, one of my race yeah. tech rants later. Like, look, what if – and, Adam, you can appreciate this. Like, what if you're a fan, and there's really fans of Blake Baggett out there? There's really fans. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever you want to say about Blake, he's won a Supercross, he's won a national championship. Imagine being a fan of Blake Baggett and just sort of following the sport. You know, you're not hardcore, but you do read Racer X and you do read uh, whatever comes on, you know, Swap Moto and everything. MXA? Right. And Blake Baggett is just fucking gone. <laughs> he's gone. No one knows. Um, but almost, like, I almost feel like... Uh, like fans of Blake probably <laughs> probably they probably that. they probably like it probably feeds into it even more. You maybe, know, they probably like maybe. that about him. I don't know, but it dry like look, we know he him and the team parted ways and we know that we think that there's a lawsuit going on, right? So I get all that. Like I I'm fine with not you don't want to discuss that. It's all legal shit. I get it. But can Blake Baggett talk to anyone and say, I wanna come back, I I plan to come back, or I'm done. Like anything. Can we get any sort of update from a number four rider, like like nothing, just nothing. Like, what the fuck's wrong with our sport? I don't know. It's kind of cool, but <laughs> I, I get it. I no. mean, I get where you're. I right. get where you're coming from. But Listen. from my perspective, I don't know. It's like, oh, hey, it's I on brand. Know. It's on brand. Let's face it. 
Here's here's my thing. If I'm at that level of Blake and, yeah. and Adam, okay, and I'm I'm gonna just peace out. You have to go to a certain level in your mind of I'm just over fucking dirt bikes, period, to be there. I mean, in in that mind but space, right? Because I think even though you say Blake is Blake, like yeah. he's gonna do what he's gonna do. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, motorcycles made who the fuck you are, Blake. Like this is why you have well, what you have. That's what I'm saying. Like I get it, and I get how frustrated it is, and I get that. But he has fans, and. Look, it's, I'm not going to be sitting here saying, oh, they pay his fucking salary because I'm not going to one of those guys. No, I know. But, but they've supported this guy, bought merchandise, bought the Chupacabra thing. They but bought not even so much the fans, just dirt bikes in general. When you started, when you're five years, when you're five years old, dude, this is what you love to do. And then you go to the spot in your mind. You're like, I fucking hate it. Can we just get an update? That's all. Just, I just, are you alive? Is he alive? Does anybody <laughs> actually know if Blake is alive? Why don't you text him? I did. He but did. This is what you do. This is what you do. So it's like when you call somebody and they don't answer and you just want the thing to just ring forever, you FaceTime them. The thing rings forever, dude. <laughs> I don't thought he, of that. He, he'll have to answer you eventually because he's not, he, yeah, right. he'll have to answer you, uh, dude. I texted Stu and I texted Blake and then I put on Twitter, AC, a poll. Who gets back to me first, <laughs> Stu or Blake or neither? And right now, neither has 70% of the vote. <laughs> really? Did Stu come back to you? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. But Stu is beating Baggett in the in the poll. So, that is awesome. No way. Yeah, so poll, voting closes. Well, we, do, we do have ties. There's kind of ties. Right. You got, we got Stu ties for right. life. Right. No, for sure. Uh, but anyway, so – and that's an aside. So I, just, this, I, I had to mention that because Adam would appreciate this being a fan of sports. Like this is like, this would be like, uh, uh, not Harden, but this would be like um, Kyle Lowry just disappearing. Just gone. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. I know, right? So does this mean later in the year, the year 2021 goes by, nothing, no one hears anything from Blake? Are you and Adam going out to do a video, finding back? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We are. We are going, we're going to the ranch. You're me for that? Yes. Oh, yeah, you're in. You're in. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Ben's on five. Ben, what's your question for Adam Cien Cirillo? Uh, hey, Gan Adam. Uh, good man. How are you? All right. Thanks. Um, first of all, good luck this year in the championship. Be looking Thank forward you. to it. Um, my question is, I was just wondering how the Daniel Ricardo thing came about at your training day, and how was it? Uh yeah. So, uh, kind of funny. Daniel and I've been kind of conversing back and forth on. Obviously, he's a fan of uh, Supercross. I'm a fan of, of Formula One. And and really what got us kind of talking is we kind of had similar music interests at the time. So we were all like, I would just post stuff about songs I was listening to and he would say something. And, and so we've always kind of just had a little bit of banter back and forth. And he's he's uh, really good buddies with Will Hahn. And um, he was actually, I think he was staying down at um, Will's house. Or no, he's got a house in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was there for a while, and we had talked about getting together, and um, I went to dinner with him and Will uh, one night, and, you know, they're just kind of stuck up there with, you know, with COVID and not able to do too much, and, you know, he had a free day and ended up coming down and checking it out, and it was super cool, man, to see how see how into it he was and all the questions he was asking me, and even you know, I talked to him on the on the way home, even, and he's like, "Man, was like, he was like, was that a you know good testing day for you? Like, did you did you make progress? Like, you know, just you know, asking um, you know asking questions, and it's really cool to see like a superstar in that sport take you know take interest in 
you know, in, in our little in our little sport. And uh, yeah, man, he was uh, he's a super good dude. I just want you to know that after I saw that, I screenshot it, sent it to Will, and said, "You're out." I guess he's moved on. <laughs> but uh, but apparently that, awesome. that didn't re- really work because Will Wilbur and him are still buddies. But uh, yeah, I told I told Will when we were leaving dinner. I told him it's good to see our relationship back on the. You know, back on the right, right track. Right. I told him I can't really. I, t- I told him I, he feels it feels passive aggressive to me when he passes me at the track in a blue shirt. Like he doesn't even have to say anything. It just feels passive aggressive. Right, right. What you should have done is cut the track to get in front of him. That's what you should do. Just keep cutting the oh, track. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Dave's on three days. What? What's up, man? Hey guys. Um, I got a question with AC. You guys brought up Stu, and then also. Um, bag it. So it kind of sounds like maybe a little bit of burnout. They're kind of kind of have a bad taste in their mouth about the sport. So AC being a happy-go-lucky guy, um, do you kind of even understand why they get that way, even though you tend to be more positive? Oh, I'm sure Adam, yeah. Mm. Right, Adam? You can get it. You can understand it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not that I don't feel like – it's not like I would never feel um, that way. You know, I think it's just all about, like, how you manage your, your emotions. You know, it's not like I'm this super happy-go-lucky guy and then all this negative stuff and all this, you know, negative thoughts and all this stuff doesn't come to me at all. You know, it's just how I choose to, I guess, handle it, I guess. But – uh yeah, I mean it's tough sometimes. You can the sport can make you you know the sports made me bitter at times. You mm-hmm. know it's just you can you you can paint yourself into these corners just just kind of mentally on your own and you know have some things go your way. I know Blake's dealing with some stuff with you know not getting paid and you know just kind of probably feeling like he's you know got screwed and just doesn't feel feel like talking. So I definitely can, I definitely understand. Can I we understand. get a tweet? I've been there. Can we get a tweet? Can we get hey guys? Uh, taking Supercross off. Hope to see you soon. Can we get anything? We may get them now. You're like you. Basically, what you're doing right now is like a, the equivalent to like you know the Batman light right, shining in the right, sky. Right, right, right. I just. Somebody, I mean, I'm biased because I'm in the media. But Jesus, I mean, can we yeah, get and anything? Blake, and Blake is a and Blake is a really cool personality in the sport. Too. Yeah. If, you know, being on a bunch of like press conferences and stuff with him, he says some really intelligent stuff and yeah, gives the people some good insight. Yeah, so we, I'd absolutely. like to see him back as well. Right? Just can we get anything? We, again, we don't need a deep dive into the finances and the reasons why. But are you alive yeah. and are you ever going to race again? That's it. That's all we need. I don't know. To me, like he'll be back as, yeah. as a fan. Almost that's disrespectful for me. I don't. Know not, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't, I'm just thinking, right. like. Look at just like you said, just a tweet or something. Right. I know you're a private dude. That's cool. Yeah. Hey man, I'm gonna check out for a bit. That's all. Just, just yeah. I'm checking out. Right, right, right. And I said the same thing about Stu. To be fair, go back and listen to me when Stu quit. I'm like Stu, just say something, anything. So I, I've, yeah. I've been, I've been the same. Thanks, David. Thanks for the call. Hey, yep. Thanks. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get like a Michael Jordan press release. Like I'm back. Yeah, nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Uh, before we let you go, Adam Kiefer, uh, you have a, a big question for Adam. And, yes, and no, I kind of warned Adam about this. You did? Bit. No, not before tonight, but the other day. Well, I texted Kiefer's with him, got so. a question for me. I know what it's about. Okay, uh, okay then can't just answer it then for me. I don't know. You have to be more specific. <laughs> I have the general idea just of right. what it's going to be, but uh, as you know, I can't let you go without talking something about your home life, right? Yeah, and. You did put it out there, and this is the only reason why I'm asking. Yeah, if it no, wasn't no, out no. there, I would not ask. Right. I get it. Is this a, what's up with the freshie? And 
I didn't know it was. I, I thought you, you were with you your yep. your other one for a long time. I I've yep. recently found out that you weren't, and then this popped up. So can you explain? Not explain. Just how's <laughs> yeah. this how's this going? <laughs> yeah, as much as I want to dive into details, uh, <laughs> no, it uh, no, it's good. Um, it's actually it's actually a girl. Uh, her name's Brittany. It's a girl that I that I grew up with. Um, that I've I've known her since I was like ten or eleven. So. Um, yeah, she doesn't. She's not. She's not super into the whole dirt bike thing. Perfect. She. she I think I got her to watch one race um, mm-hmm. during outdoors, so that was that was nice. And she thought I looked good out there. So right. Um, I imagine I'll get a lot of positive feedback as far as my my speed and um, technique is concerned, <laughs> just because of the lack of knowledge. But right. no, it's it's going good. Home life is solid. Good. Well, I'm glad because yeah, well, I think as a professional racer at your guys' level, it's nice to have a woman that knows nothing or doesn't give a shit about dirt bikes because no matter what you do, you're still great, right? They don't they don't know any better. And you have a bad day, it's like almost they can oh, get you to sure. feel I mean, better, you know? The, the the home life thing is is that's real. You know, I think it's the same thing when people talk about, um, you know, having a kid and that gives them a different perspective and, and all that stuff is – you know, growing up, I think it's drilled into your subconscious as a kid. It's like, you know, win or die. Like, it's just, it's life or death, like racing and, you know, how it goes with the track and how you're riding and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you have this person that, come, that comes around that you really care about. And you're like, oh, man, you know, I, I can, you know, have a bad day of riding and I could still be a happy person, you know? Right. Like, there's still something else out there. So, um a lot yeah, of no, it's, a lot of texts about the new girl. A lot of texts I've been in. Lately. Oh, so not just me. Oh no, no, really? no, no. Pookie cool. asking, I'm asking. Yeah, a lot of a lot of discussion. Pookie can text me. Pookie can text me about it. Uh, yeah, she probably could. I guess. And so then, I, you know, I got to get the details on it's. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a whole lot of things. I'm, awesome, I'm trying to find man. out about Bagot and Adam's chick. That's that's what, I'm, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm on the case. I'm on the case. So, all right, AC. Awesome. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate. It. I, I'll say see you this weekend, but I probably won't. Uh, maybe virtually, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully that'll be about it. Uh, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank luck. you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks guys. Thanks. See ya. That's Adam Cincerillo brought to you by artofsport.com. I didn't get to half of my questions just cause I know I was I at a couple more about, too. I started ranting about Baggett and, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, uh, actually, uh, Keeler is on the line and wants to ask him about his bar change. Did you notice that Adam switched bars back? Uh, he's back to a twin wall. Back to a twin wall. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's a good, good eye, Keeler, uh, on that. I was going to ask him about that at some point, but I, I never got around to it. So, uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by motorsport.com, of course. Fly Racing, Decal Works, all on board with us uh, tonight on the show. Pulp and Mech Show, uh, Sean Murdoch, AP, Jeremy Malott coming up right now. Uh, let's go to. Um... No, I can answer that dude's question about the bars, by the way. Okay, go ahead. So, AC it's, Switch, it's a, it's a... he was on the show and he talked about this before. Oh, he did? He felt. And he he laughed at this. Okay. The fat bar, crossbar less bar, he said felt more rigid to him than the twin wall, which, if you ask Paul Parabinos, yep. that's the opposite on the paper, right? Right, right. But for whatever reason, he felt like he had better flex with the twin wall, so maybe that is one of the reasons why he went back. Yeah, maybe. Uh, good good point, though. Uh, let's go to four. Ben, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? What's happening? What's up, man? I was wondering about the Gypsy Tales beef with you, Steve. No beef, man. I don't have any beef. No? I don't even remember what I said besides saying that I thought you should, if if they're going to put people in the Supercross spy videos, it should be people that go to the races. 
right? I said that. And, yep, but understandable. I, did I specifically single out his show? I don't remember if I did or not. But now he made some YouTube thing because that's what you do. You want to drag people into beefs. You want to get clicks, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he definitely likes to drag that stuff out. I like the real stuff that kind of you guys right. put on, you know? Right. I, I Somebody sent me a clip a while ago where he was like, yeah, J- yeah, Josh Hill, you know, Mathis shouldn't be saying this. He's a grown-ass man and you're a kid. And, like, he seems yeah, to, like, hyping that he seems to like want to drag me into his shows as an example of what's wrong in the media, but he's cool. So I don't know the guy. I wish him well. I don't know. I, but I do stand... I still stand with my point. The Supercross spy guys should put people in their shows that go to the races and know what's going on. That's my point. Oh, show. So thanks, man. I love the show, Steve. Thank you. I got one more question before I go. All right. Where's Kenny Watson these days? I miss that guy on the show. I talked to Watson uh, about a week and a half ago or so. Um, he's still around. He's going to be helping Michael Lindsay and uh, Mumford out a little bit this year. So he's, oh, with he, the Chaparral team? Yeah, yeah. He's doing some stuff over there. And uh, Carson's dad, Scott, and him are tight. They go way back, yeah. right. It's special, special Rob. Special Rob. Special Rob. Um, I, um, awesome. I invited him up here to come on the show a little while ago, and I never heard. And he said he was going to do it, and then I never heard anything back. I'd I'd have him back in for sure, like for a guest spot or whatever. You know what I mean? So not not a problem to do it. You suck, Mathis. Yep, I do. Uh, <laughs> so don't. All right. Have a good night, Mathis. And Thank Kiefer. you. Appreciate Later, it. Brother. Thank Questions. you. Vertex Pistons Kiefer. Do you know what every two-stroke gas gas KTM and Husqvarna come stock with a Vertex piston from the factory? Yes, sir. Did you know that uh, they make two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP style? Yes, sir. VertexPistons.com. Email sales at pivotworks.com. Wrench rabbit kits as well. Vertex Pistons, Pivot Works, all part of the company, and you can all get a pulp of steel from those guys. OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and uh, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. I want to talk to you yes, about the Baylor brother that went to yeah. – he already left Sherco. Yeah. What happened to Sherco's big push? Dude, they're they're donezo out there right now. And then did you see Van Horbeek's on Beta? Yep. Okay. Yes, I did. I'm not, I'm not breaking well, any news for you. No, no. So when you're ready to jive about it, we can. All right. No matter what brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. We got questions. For, people on hold for Kiefer. Yeah. Kiefer testing questions. Stay on hold. We'll get to you. All right. But first, let's go to our next guest of the night. Friend of the show. <clears throat> man's dragging me into online podcast beefs regularly. Jeremy Wallot. What's up, Hammer? How are you? I'm not dragging you into anything. You're dragging yourself into it, buddy. That's what started you. Your phone call with Parabinos dra- started the whole beef, <laughs> everything. And you, and, hey Chris, how are you, brother? Good. How are you, and man? You, you brought it up to me. I didn't bring it up to you. Let's be fair. You um, jumped in the pool. I did bring it up to you. I stand by that statement. What was the statement? That Supercross Spy Guys, great show oh, that they do, a, okay, should it. have people that go to the races. Yep. That's my that's my statement. I stand by that. So that's all. Um. How's everything going? Everything good? Good. I mean, I, we can touch on that. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of all this stuff. Um, I, I think the one, like, the, the little difference that we need to speak about is your angle of what you come to come at with, with news is you're breaking news. You are at the track. You do know what's going on. You do know who's testing and who's tweaking and who's doing all those things. So you definitely are, like, the breaking news side of things. But with Supercross Spy or, or Moto Spy, as everybody else knows it, <laughs> what you say today comes out in a month. So we're not necessarily breaking news on Supercross Spy slash Motor Spy. We're looking for opin- opinions. Like, right. is, 
the episode that comes out this week is you talking a month ago. There's no breaking news on that. So what I think what we get kind of lost in is MotoSpy is opinion-driven and narrative-driven by the media, meaning yourself, the DMXS guys, Gypsy Tales. If Chris Kiefer has something great to say, which he always does on bike setup and what he sees, like we're going to use that. Um, so I just want you to know, like, it is opinion-driven. And I do believe Jace and the Gypsy Tales, that crew, they, have, they do have good opinions, and they do have connections to the Lawrence brothers. And so as we try to grow this sport and grow this show, Australia's a great market. We have two up-and-coming Australians, and so that's why we're, we're using both. But I respect all of you guys, and I, and I will say, as much as it may be uncomfortable, Gypsy Tales and Pulp MX are probably uh, at, the, they're at the top of people's minds right now more than they would have been. So I'm assuming your ratings are probably higher tonight than they would have been. So that's not bad either. So the more outrageous claims I make, the more I'll get on, on Supercross Spy, because I, I can dial it up if you want. I can dude, dial I'm it up. For it. I'm here for that. That's why we're here, buddy. He's here we're for it, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's I, dial it up. I will get some hot takes going. And then also, Mark, something about a Belgium accent. I upset some person on, uh, on Twitter. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't know what that's people, about. People uh, don't listen very well, apparently, and misconstrued what you said about having a Belgian accent. What did they mean by that, though? Like, so Paul said they're trying to give yeah. Spy, give it a global feel. Yeah, and I said I'll so talk in a global said, accent. So I'll, I'll, say, I'll yeah. talk in an accent. You can say I'm from Belgium, right? And that was apparently some you know big thing. Like, <laughs> okay. did you make a did you make a Belgian voice like attempt to do like it, Roger? Like, yeah. Like, uh, so that's probably why he's dis- I, disgusted I by you. I don't you. know. I just didn't his writing. From the what I took is. from it, it was like, <laughs> they were they were like uh, saying that the only reason they're popular or and maybe they'll correct me if I'm wrong was because of the accent or from the, they're from Australia or whatever. But that's not what you were saying at all. No, you I'm saying I want to get Paul. on Supercross by more, so I'll talk in different accents. That's, yeah. Right. I can, wear, I can put a mustache on. I can be uh, English, Belgium. Careful what you say. You right. might get in trouble. Right, right. Yeah, it's very, um, very. Nice. So when's the first one come out? When's the first episode, Jeremy? It comes, it comes out this week. But I must point out, if I'm watching your live feed on YouTube, has, has anybody ever seen Jace McAlpine from Gypsy Tales and March in the same room? Because right now... With the curly hair and the clear flame glasses <laughs> and the black T-shirt, I think they're the same fucking person. Oh, dude, that's actually legit because I just looked at that and that's, that's pretty Funny good. Funny enough, I'm, I was wearing a hat earlier and I'm not feeling excellent today. So I took the hat off. Yeah, you're stuffy. Getting, you're yeah, stuffy. I'm a, little, I'm a little stuffy. Yep. Um, so I took the hat yeah. off and didn't do my hair. But and, you'll never see it like this. And yeah. not wearing a sponsored T-shirt like we spoke about. So He's right. got a hat. He had a hat on. That's a fine. I did have a hat on. But I'm not wearing okay. a, a competing company's T-shirt. Good, good point. Least, good so. point. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, uh, so first episode this week? Yeah, I believe it comes out. Uh, I, want, I should know this, guys. Uh, I believe it comes out tomorrow, but it might be a push to Wednesday or Thursday. So, but yeah, it'll come out. Uh, first episode breaks down, kind of, kind of sets the tone for the series. Uh-huh. Uh, Kenny is a father, and and Justin with what he did uh, this past weekend, and then obviously the the Lawrence brothers, which is our full. That's a sideshow in itself that should come out, and then uh, obviously the guys down at Baker's Factory. So. The series is setting up really great. Obviously, the great podcasting from you guys. So, no, we're excited. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be great. Um, I, I'm definitely going to have to watch more of it this year, I promise. Um, I, I appreciate it if you would, yeah. Hey, I didn't, I didn't prep you for this, but it's something I'm asking our guests tonight. What are you most excited for Houston, Jeremy? Like, what are you – like, just one rider, one thing. Is there anything that you're most excited about? Well, I'll tell you this. I left Anaheim 2 today at the CLD <laughs> test track, yep. and uh, everybody was there. It was ridiculous. Um, the point that you brought up about Kenny, and I know you're just you're bringing up points, but like yeah. the all-new bike situation, Yep. I mean, I know it was a test day. It was, it was a Monday. 
Uh-huh. Kenny looked unbelievable, and he looked unbelievable today. So, okay. yeah, yeah. I know you know that it's a Monday. He's always going to look fast. But, like, legitimately, Kenny on that new bike, it's really the first time I've seen him ride. Yep. He was unbelievable. So, oh, good you know, to hear. Yeah. I think, I think what you're saying is there is a lot of truth with Kenny's body. No one really knows. I don't think he does. Uh, I saw him with his shirt off. Dude shredded. It looked right. incredible. But speed on the bike is insane. Can he do it for 17 weeks? Man, I hope so. But the, the kid looked the guy. The kid no. he looked unbelievable today. Nice, so, nice. Uh, I'm, I guess I, if I'm looking forward to something, I'm just looking forward to, to Kenny being the Kenny we know so that we can see the best races possible. Dude, if he, can, if he can win this thing, like win the majority of the races and win the championship, what a fucking story. What an amazing story. Incredible. Yeah, yeah incredible. And I think all of us, and uh, it, it gets talked about a little bit in – uh, in Moto Spies, like, we're sort of done talking. We want to see a completion to this story so we can move yeah. on. So I, I know I'm tired of hearing about it. Can he do it? How much more can his body take? Like, he just wants to get this win behind him and his championship behind him so he can move on. Um, and, again, see, after seeing what I saw today, and I realized it's a Monday, uh, and not everybody was showing the cards, but he looked, he looked really good. Yeah. Well, good. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, the sport is better with Kenny winning all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 We, and then, uh, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll throw one more to you. Yeah. Uh, I think just from a pure entertainment standpoint, and I know, like, it's beast and it's weird and all, but the whole Forkner Lawrence thing, if that plays out how we think, and hopefully it's clean, but, like, those two personalities kind of clashing on the track, yeah. they both have, like, they're both young. They're both, I mean, in theory, should be the next, in five years, should be battling in the 450 class, like Kenny and Eli. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should be exciting. I think they're both at, well, well, I think is at a very critical year. Yep. He needs to probably make something happen. And I think Jet's got all upside right now and momentum, and he's just, like, having the best time. So I think that's going to be a really interesting storyline. I kind of want to see how that plays out because um, I think Jet's is obviously a massive personality, and then Forkner just has, like, that Forkner speed. So I'd like to see that one manifest to be a, a battle that we see throughout the, the uh, first, you know, handful yeah. of uh, life classes. The best thing Forkner can do is not let his emotions get a hold of him. Like, just, look, dude, you're super fast. You're the, the favorite for the championship, probably. Don't get drugged down into letting your emotions, whether it's getting a fast lap, whether it's pissing off with a lapper, whether it's, it's screwing around with Jet. Like, this kid cannot control himself, and it's cost him. And if he comes out this weekend and doesn't learn his lesson, I'm just throwing my hands up. Like, dude, how many more times do you need to let your emotions get a hold of you? You know? So, we'll see. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's certainly been his kryptonite for the last handful yes. of years. So I, yep. hope, I hope as a person he's grown up past that as well. So, But but if he hasn't, oh, it's going to be good. Right. Um, 100%. Hey, so this past weekend, Barsha won Anaheim 1, Kiefer. Really? Yeah. Three-peat. Uh, I was looking all over from the TV. Gas, gas. It was on I subscribed TV. to NBC Sports, Peacock. I subscribed to so much shit, yeah, I yeah. didn't find it. You didn't find it? No. I saw it all over yeah. social. Oh. Yeah. I was actually Crazy. looking for the race. Great. Uh, yeah, it was great. Runaway win. Runaway, you, no like <laughs> he didn't for the first time ever. He didn't take anybody out, which was nice. Um, so it was great. Yeah, it was uh, classic Bam Bam. Can I can, hold on? Okay. Go Before ahead. he he continues with this interview, I just want to say to Jeremy, fuck you, because you ruined my Saturday night because my phone was blowing up so much about where do I find the race. I couldn't relax. My phone just ring, ring, ring. I had to tell these people, look, you guys got to calm down. See, that's my thing with the whole, and I liked it. (laughs) Like, holy shit. I liked it. But I feel like too many fans were confused. They were. 
100%. They were. And Hammer's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, straight up, like, and I, 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 this was kind of the conversation we've had behind the scenes. I think a third liked it. I think a third were confused. I think a third hated it. But my thinking is 100% of them are aware of it. And from a marketing standpoint, that's all you can hope for. People can then choose to like it or or Uh hate it. That's that's on them. But the whole goal is to take advantage of a situation. Um, There was no Anaheim for the first time in 30-ish years. Um, likely that we back next year, we hope, right? So we kind of looked at this was a moment in time that probably only existed this year. And if we didn't take advantage of it, coming up on the fact that Justin had won the previous two, if Justin had gone a fourth in 2019 and a seventh in 2020, well, this makes no sense at all. Yep. But the fact that he still won one, we kind of looked at this, the, the whole situation and said, man, these stars are aligning. No one else is going to be talking on January 6th or January 9th, rather. And by January 9th, there's often two Supercrosses already in the books. You know, there's already races that have happened. So we figured fans would be looking. Uh, it was just dumb luck that NBC put out their press their press release, reg- you know, regarding where the races were going to live and confused everybody even more. So that was even a better <laughs> that was even better when Peacock's coming up and Gold's getting killed and NBC Sports. No one knows where the shit's are living. So we were just like, oh, this is even better. Um, so yeah, it was an opportunity to take advantage of a marketing situation that again only existed this one night and probably never again. And we took advantage of it. So wow. I hope, hope people liked it and laughed and realized it was just been good fun. And, and that was about it. Not to piss anybody off or confuse them, but I, I hope it <laughs> made people realize super crosses next week. And then now we're ready for some real racing. So you rented Anaheim stadium like a month ago, you put some dirt in it. You had the whole thing going like that. That's a huge undertaking, man. Yeah, it was. I'll tell you. So yeah, back in uh, November, I sat with Troy Lee and Tyler Keith, and we had we were having coffee and kind of coming up with ideas around this whole new gas gas TLD team. Like this team's fun. Like that's that's something I think they're trying to get across. Um, I I don't think a lot of OEMs are fun, right? They're they're serious. They're ready to go. But we're like, yo, this this team's fun. This brand is fun. Let's go show the world we can have a little bit of fun. And we came up with this idea and. Thankfully, the CEO of uh, TLD now, he goes, randomly, my neighbor is the president of the Angels. So he went and knocked on his door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Started, but I, that's so, I know it's so random, but that's the true story. He was, lived on the same street. Yeah. So he put us in touch with his event team. And, I mean, lo and behold, there's not a lot going on at Anaheim no. Stadium right now. No. They, actually, they actually told us, this is a little fact, they have a, around a $90,000 bill that they've never had before because from December 15th, to about February 15th, there's dirt on the floor. But now there's grass. They have to cut it, water it, mow it. They have staff to keep on. So they oh, were actually really sure. stoked that we did. So, yeah, it worked out. They were really accommodating. Uh, I talked to Prater just to not make sure. Just I didn't want to piss Prater off. Right. And he gave us his blessing and kind of said, oh, man, I wish we kind of thought of that. Um, we rented a um, – a, we actually brought no dirt in, turns out. Oh. We brought in a metal ramp. ramp. This is will get funny in a sec. We brought in a metal ramp. We hired a, a, the pyro guys to make the big flames. And then we, hired, we brought in, uh, it was an airbag landing, of which we didn't tell, we didn't tell Justin until he What? And so, so, when Justin, so when Justin rolls up, we set the bag at, from the back of the finish line takeoff to the front of the landing with 60 feet. Okay. He could go 118 feet before he touched dirt. So there was like a good another 40 to 40, 45 to 50 feet of bag he could land on. Yeah. Wow. But the bag was an inflatable bag. Like there was like a pillow. So there was no structure inside. Yeah. When but... Justin rolled up, he Justin cussed me out. He was like, there's no fucking way I'm doing this. And Tyler Keefe, 
was a nervous wreck. Like he well, was doing a shot. He was doing like a Red Bull vodka in the. Right. In the that takes time. balls. But the, hold on, doesn't a bike just they just land and stick right and throw them over the bars? It's, no, it's, it's it's like a cradle. Like when you land, it just literally just the bag it soaks you up. Sucks you up. Yeah, and so well, this is all covered in Motofy, by the way. So we have the freestyle guy who brought the landing and the takeoff. He said, "Hey, I brought my bike." which was an insane idea. And he's like, I'm just going to have Justin follow me off of this. Yeah, yeah. So he tells Justin, hey, it's second gear, it's blah, 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 and then all second gear, all it's got, you're over it, no problem. Justin said, all right. Well, mind you, Justin's wearing a mic pack, and we're filming it. So we have all of the audio. So Justin follows the guy off, and instead of going, you know, revving the bike, blah, 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 and then hitting the gas, he kind of, like, blitz it. And we all, like, that wasn't the sound the bike was supposed <laughs> to take off. And all of the TLD guys kind of gasped and held each other, like, and Justin, he cleared the deck by about the front of it by about two or three feet, but he braced for the hardest landing possible. So he tensed up, and then he fully snapped his neck back and then bounced to the bottom. And then when he landed, he just let out the gnarliest cuss words. Like, he just cussed for, like, 30 seconds. Oh, but, uh, shit. Wow. He ended up pulling it off, and, uh, yeah, all was good. But for, like, for like 10 seconds there, I thought we ended Justin's uh, Anaheim 1 before did, it even began. Did, did you do some more runs then? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Yeah, once he figured it out, and then the freestyle guy started flipping it and then doing, like, big whips and looking back at Justin. Like, I can do a one-hander. Like, I can can manage this. Okay, so when you get off an airbag, do you just ride off? You just, uh, yep, you'll see it in motorcycle. You literally, it's just like you rode through a pillow. Right, right, right. Legitimately a pillow. Yeah, you ride right out of it. So So this is what's crazy to me. Tyler Keefe, the TLD gas gas team. That takes a lot of balls to have your guy that's going out next week. Troy, Troy is probably just giggling. Troy was just giggling, yeah. loving it. Right? Yeah. I mean, wow, that that's pretty cool. Like to let them him do that yeah. something a week right right from. I Super thought Cross. you brought in a lane or two. I thought I heard you built in. You brought a lane or two in there. So okay, all right. No, we were trying to keep the stadium as pristine as possible. Obviously, the more you bring in, the more obviously right. it can go wrong. A mess, mess, and the cleanup. So we kept it as simple as possible. But, uh, yeah, when Justin got there, too, on a normal finish line, there's spill off the left and the right. So it makes the jump probably look wider than it is. With this bag, it was vertical walls on the front yeah. and both sides. It looked like the narrowest landing of all time, and they were, you know, 20 feet tall. So just all props to Justin. He got up, and, like, I don't know if I was thinking about this. If I had pitched this to Roger DeCoster and asked him, asked Super Web to come do this, there was no chance that would have happened. Right. No chance. Right. No chance. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, Roger and his Belgian Belgium accent that you're working on was like, <laughs> you out. And like yeah, there's no chance that's sort of happened. No, so, um, Justin did it. Was it weird being in a stadium like that with nothing going on? Just like, like ten of you or fifteen, however many people were in. Like, was that weird? Yeah, it was 25. Us, we kind of had the run of the stadium. It yeah, was yeah, pretty surreal. Right. And we all know the stadium so well because we spent so much time there. Right. And then that was the, actually funny enough. Uh, we were laughing because there was no weather that day, and then at about four o'clock, it started to sprinkle. I'm like, no, it's, it's a real Anaheim one. It started to rain. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, All right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool just to go. Again, our philosophy was: you, of course, you can have a Supercross series without Anaheim, but it doesn't feel right. So we kind of feel like we checked the box for this for the series, and we can all move on. Just like NASCAR, you have to start in Daytona. Supercross, you have to start in Anaheim. From here on out, go ahead. But, like, we wanted to, like, at least, you know, take advantage of the situation and check the Anaheim box for kind of the sport and had a good time with it. What was the funniest slash weirdest text or phone call you got when it all dropped? Like, was there anybody that you were like, dude, calm down. Like, I'm not getting you passes. You know, not holes, not open. Like, was there anything like that? Yeah. 
I didn't get too many. I Troy Lee got a bunch. I think his. It's funny enough, like his wife had no idea for some reason. Like I guess he didn't tell her because she was texting him about like, "Are you at Anaheim today?" Because I guess he went for a mountain bike ride that morning or something. And so yeah, she yeah. was texting him about Anaheim. So I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, do not talk to your wife. But um, so yeah, his, his wife was confused. But right. again, I think I think we had a few people. Keith Cardi called me today about something else, and he brought it up to me. So. Uh, yeah, a few people were definitely confused by it and didn't know what was going on, but right. I feel like a lot of people got that it was a joke. So Yeah, okay, that's good. That's good. I I, I think okay, look, you're the marketing guy, Hammer. Right. Uh you know, outside of you not utilizing stew enough, I've liked everything you've done. Okay. Uh I just think this one you should have said, Hey, Wednesday on Wednesday. Barsha's race in Anaheim. Stay tuned to Instagram for that. Stay tuned to Troy, TroyLeeDesigns.com for that. Something on Wednesday or Thursday to let people know what was going on, in my opinion. I just, I get it. I just think, like, you tease people too long, they just get over it. And okay. And kind of figured, like, I didn't want to tease on Tuesday because I don't think the joke was funny enough to pass on Saturday. That's why we started it Saturday. Right. And I think by the fourth post, we were getting, like, a lot of hate tweets or text people, like, <laughs> not happy with us. So I don't think four days, four days earlier would have been any better. Okay. I think I was kind of joking with Tim from Troy Lee, who was the media guy. And I'm like, yo, they're turning on us. No more posts until the video at 10 o'clock. Like, oh, we were just starting funny. to anger the masses. Right, right. How was, how was Barsha's reaction to doing this? Was he okay? Did he feel comfortable, like, you know, presenting himself as, you know, the fake winner? Was he okay with that? Yeah, I think, again, we, we all know, like, actually, it's been a long time since I had seen Justin and talked to Justin since we, you know, we worked together on the past and we kind of got back together in this and the guy's super mature. I think he's, uh, he's a, he's a super good, he's a good character. Obviously his, how he rides is kind of how he lives his life. And he was super down. I don't think, I think he knew he was part of the joke and, and understood it all. I think the funny part was, cause I'd asked him, I go, do you have your Anaheim one trophy from last year? He's like, yeah. And I didn't tell him why I just kind of spaced on telling him why because my mom's got it. So his mom went to FedEx and, like, took a bunch of house towels and wrapped it around. Because you've seen the Anaheim 1 trophy. It's like a big gold right. ball. Like, it looks, it's like the best trophy of the year. And she wrapped it up with a bunch of, like, house towels and threw it in a FedEx box and shipped it to my house. And so I opened this box, and there's the Anaheim 1 trophy just sitting in my garage, just, like, all covered in, like, Barsha house towels. And uh, But, yeah, he was super down and, and, like, cool with it and, I mean, again, the fact that he rolled up, he cussed me out for making him do it, and then jumped it, just like proved to me like to do the gamer, and he's he's all good. So yeah, you're wow, that's good. I liked it. I just yeah, it was a little confusing for me. Fun, right? But right. after after what I just listened to, right, it seems fun, right? And I would really like for me behind the scenes stuff that they're gonna have is gonna be really interesting for right, me. Right, right. Check out Supercross Spy this week. We think right this week. We just don't know what day. We think yeah, yeah. We think well this. Uh, Will this? Uh, um, I've heard you know a couple things. Will this leak into round two at all? What do you mean? It may. It may. Oh. He may show up. He may show up with a certain color number plate because, in my opinion, he is the points leader leading into Houston. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Keeper. Uh, yeah, that's uh, as long as the, they get that done. That was the uh, a bit of the final, a final cherry on top of the joke was to roll in with a uh, with the red number plate, and we may just do that. Do you so. think in Supercross will you go to any races, Hammer? Are you going to any? I'm going to try. It's it's hard to get uh, our company to uh, a lot of companies aren't sending people just because yep. of the whole COVID situation. So yep. I'm trying to work that out. But I hope to. It probably won't be at the first Houston, but maybe down the road. Yeah. What will you do if you see Stu? 
Oh. Dude, so still my text a little bit. Oh. Like, around, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, around the holidays. Um, this one, I can't. I think it was this Christmas. He said, like, he'll generally send a text saying, like, "Merry Christmas, brother. Hope you're good." Just because, like, the kid thing, and he'll send yep. me a video of him and the kids. Uh huh. Um, but I think we're good. I mean, we've had some rough patches in the past, some miscommunication, some things that went wrong. Uh huh. But I think it's. I think we're good. I mean, okay. I'd love to see him. I hear. I hear he's supposed to be at Supercross this year. Right. With Chase, right. he's going to be going some more. Okay. Well, I hope so. I hope to see him. I mean, I you were I, I you were this that's, close that's, to getting bumped tonight if he had texted me back. Hundred percent. I I told you I'm good with that. If Stu if Stu texts you, I I know where I sit. I'll be I'll back clean up at ten thirty and see you after dark. <laughs> right, right. So, I, I get it. Right. I get it. Right. I, that's I, awesome. I know, I know my place. Okay. I know my place. But. How did you get the name Hammer? Oh, good question. I don't even know. Yeah, you've been Hammer. You're Hammer. My, yeah, my entire life, if you look at my last name, everybody's pronounced it Mallet. Oh, yeah. And Mallet, the rubber hammer. Got it. I never put that so, together till right now. Chris, do you remember a guy named Shane Kelly from Paris Raceway? Yes. So Shane Kelly, he used to live at Paris Raceway. It was super fast, unfortunately. Uh, crashed and, and, and was killed many, many, many years ago. But he actually gave me that nickname back when we were racing together in like the 125 Intermediate class. Wow. But, yeah, so that's where that nickname kind of was. was everybody from my entire life has called me Mallet. So oh. that's where wow. Yeah. yeah. Shane was really good at Paris, kind of like uh, the Donald Upton of Paris. Right. He was really good. Or Chamberlain, Mike Chamberlain. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so. cool, man. Thanks for coming on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Well, How old are you, Jeremy? 37. You've seen Jeremy, right, in person? Me? Yeah. Of course. Good looking dude. Yeah, good looking guy. Yeah. Like that's all I wanted to say right. to you. Like oh, I think okay. you're a good looking dude. Right. And I'm jealous of how good looking you are at thirty seven years old. <laughs> Sounds good. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, Chris. He that has the nice nice tan, like he's just put hey, together hey. well. Like I'm just like, God, that's yeah. that's an impressive human. Okay, all right. I didn't think this is gonna turn that way, but cool, Kiefer. That's all I got to say. We're barely holding on, though. We're ba- it's barely <laughs> holding on. So. <laughs> when it falls apart, it's all going. Right, right. But, uh Thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Always a good time. Uh, congrats on everything, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Thank you for coming on. Cheers. Bye, Chris. See, see ya. All right. See you later. That's Jeremy Malott from Red Bull, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, Nehemiah? Yes. Did I say it right? Can you hear me? Yeah. How do, I, how do you say your name? Nehemiah. That didn't, really, that, that didn't make any difference. But what, what's your question for Kiefer? <laughs> Uh, I'm talking about, I got a, I'm on the blue crew with a YC 252 stroke. I'm trying to figure out what I do with my handlebar. Do I go up or down? I'm a pretty short guy. I'm five foot seven. Do my handlebar, do I need to send them down a little bit lower from the originals or do I need to go higher? Do you mean the bolt hole in your clamp? The bar mounts or the bars itself? Just the bars itself. I need, I want to go with new bars. Okay. So. If you're 5'7", um, I would recommend a Pro Taper. You can go Evo, which is no crossbar, or they have a Fusion. Um, but you can okay. look at a Carmichael bend. So that okay. is, that's pretty straight and flat. And I also have a Husqvarna stock bend that's a little bit higher than that, but that is also a low and a flat bar as well. For a 5'7 sure. guy, that's the best one. So you would assume go a little bit lower than the stock bar bend? Yes, sir. So the stock bar bend is a little higher and has sweep. This one is lower and flatter. Okay. There. That's, uh, 
That's pretty much all I need to ask, but you guys are awesome. I love listening to you guys. All right. Thanks very Thank much, you. man. appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, can I give a shout-out real quick? Yeah, shout-out. Shout-outs. Uh, Chris Collins, a buddy of mine who turned me on to the show, I'd like to hear him listen to me saying hi. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Do you have a music request? Anything you want to hear on the radio uh, right now? Uh... Anything red hot chili peppers, I guess. All right, Californication coming up. All right, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Radio. Thanks, Nehemiah. Thank you, man. Appreciate no, it. Thank you, guys. All right, you, you got to get a phone. Good luck in that submarine. You got to get a phone. Get on that submarine. Rick, what's your question for Chris Kiefer? What up, Rick? Hey, uh, I was wondering whether you've tested any Under Armour with uh, D3O material. It's like an intelligent molecular material. It's kind of like foam rubber, and then when it gets hit with an impact, it turns rock hard and absorbs it. No, sir, I have not. Is this like an army thing or like a Navy SEAL thing or something? No, they use it. They use a lot in the the street gear, especially in Europe, because they've got um, uh, requirements over there, laws for safety gear. So it's like a CE2 rate. I think Clem might use it in some of their off-road gear. Hmm. And uh, I think some other guys make some knee cups with them, like TLD and right. uh, Fox. If you can, kind of if you remember, email me, um, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and tell me what that is again, and I'll look into it. Okay, cool. It's on the internet, D3O. It's, uh, it's, it's, they use it in a lot. I'll, of I'll forget. That's why I want the email. That's why. <laughs> okay, no problem. Thank I'll, you. Uh, thanks, man. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, next up is uh, Jared. What's going on? You got a question for Kiefer? Yeah, how's it going, guys? What's up? Hey, so Kiefer, I got a question about some FXR gear. Okay, yes, sir. So the Revo MX-20, mm -hmm. uh, they say on their website that they're sold out of the white, red, and charcoal black deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, do you know any time if they are going to end up restocking that jersey, or is that just sold out, done? Yeah, 20 stuff will be once it's out, it's out. They will not restock okay. that color. I think they just have it up on their website right now because they still have stock in some sizes. So yeah. and until the all of the sizes are gone, then then you'll see that up there on the internet still. Okay, perfect. All right, thanks, Jared. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, everybody, first commercial break of the night. Uh, Chris Kiefer here in studio. Jason Thomas still coming up. Sean Murdoch, Aaron Plessinger as well. I want to talk to AP. Like he's on the same bike, but new team, so new testing. Yes. I want like where are we at? I feel like I screwed up what I want to see the most. I feel like I want to redo for 2021 Supercross Series. What are you talking about? You asked me, what am I excited for? Oh. For oh, Houston, yeah, yeah, I did. right? Yeah. This is what I'm excited about, to see how these Yamaha, Star Yamaha 450 guys do compared to, you right. know, the, the drama well, that was last year. Maybe we can call Will Hahn. No, we well, can't. We can't. we can't do that. I'm sorry. We can't do that. No, 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 no. All right, everybody. Chris Kiefer will come back. Uh, Travis Marks, uh, the guy in the corner. We'll all be back here after this commercial break, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you in a bit. Are you going to freaking argue with me, Meathead? Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. 
Motorsport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motorsport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride, only at Motorsport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with race tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of race tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at race tech, the stuff has been great. So, uh, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandez and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure that your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit DecalMX.com. Use promo code PULPMX to receive 20% off your custom graphics. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the PulpMX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is PulpMX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. PulpMX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com 
or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Everybody, Paul Mitchell, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Steve Mathis, Chris Kiefer in studio. Kelios, so just like him, right? Yeah. Up, up. Sing a little bit of it. I, I can't, I can't, but but it's all time. Creed is back in my rotation. Hardcore. Creed is back. We love Creed. This is our second Creed night that we've had here on Pulp. Well, also, oh, here, this is the first show. Here we go. Yep. First show, we have not come in with any Van Halen, R.I.P. E.V.H. Yep. It's time to move on. Okay. R.I.P. And that was it took a little coaxing from me to do this? It did. Yep. And I think E.V.H. would be rolling over in his grave if he knew that the first thing I got <laughs> oh off of him God. for was Creed. <laughs> you know people are going to hate you just because of that? Right, right. Right. But I stand by that, my sacrifice. It's a good song. I stand by Creed. Uh, Sean Murdoch coming up here from uh, uh, Decal Works, and that's going to be fantastic. Looking forward to that. Also, um, uh, JT's coming up, too. We're going to talk to JT a little bit about um, the... Uh, Gargoyles? Supercross schedule kicking off this weekend. He has that same list that I gave you yep. of 30 dudes, and uh, we're going to get into that. So, uh, Lots to get into when it comes to the, the race this weekend. And thanks to the folks at Decal Works for coming on board, of course. Uh, Pulp of Mexico to save with Decal Works. Uh, looking forward to having Sean on here shortly as well as your calls at 702-586-7857. A couple big announcements coming from Chris Kiefer as well later tonight. Uh, but during the commercial break, we normally have Chipotle brought in for our guests. Sometimes we order pizza, sometimes we do different stuff, but normally Jesus. it's Chipotle. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And, and uh, so Pookie was getting everybody's order, and Mark's. <sighs> he's, Kiefer said, what are you getting? Pookie said, I'm going to get Chipotle. Uh-huh. And Kiefer said, they got eggs? <laughs> they got eggs, question mark. While you were taking a sip of your Starbucks, yes, by the way. which I and you almost, almost spit out. You almost lost it. Look. That might be Jake, a video. They got eggs. They got eggs? I just thought they had breakfast. I'd like an egg burrito. I don't know if they fucking had eggs or not. I thought it was a simple question. Have you never been to Chipotle? Maybe once or twice inside, yeah. But That's I, it. But it was in the evening. I figured maybe they had some eggs. I don't know if it was a 24-hour service that, hey, we can have egg burrito. And okay, and if this is bullshit, Chipotle, let's have some egg burritos. I just... I. Uh... They got eggs? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Tell me that you wouldn't like a, a chicken and egg burrito from Chipotle. That one doesn't sound good. That, it does sound good. Thank you. But you should go to Chipotle more. I don't. So you, you know. We just I mean, got one in the high, in the high, 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 high,
I don't get out much. <laughs> we know that. We know that. <laughs> they got eggs. Um, oh, Jeremy Mallott on earlier. Adam Cincerulo, of course. Yeah, and, okay, back uh, and uh, <laughs> so uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to tonight, and I want to get into that story. <laughs> That's a good story. And you didn't know about that story until I told you like a few weeks ago. That's right. It. We were driving up for the Yamaha e-bike intro. Yeah. And you used to work with a guy that was a Vietnam vet. No, I worked at Al Baker's XRs only. Yeah. And that, that was on the airport, Asbury Airport strip. So Vietnam Vic lived at the oh, airport. Okay. That's why. So what, he worked at the airport? He just had a hangar, had a plane. That's where he liked to live. And okay. he'd so fly from there. He'd come up by and... Yeah, do you want me to tell a story? Yeah. Okay. So I worked there as a shipper, Albuquerque's extras only. He'd come in every day. Yeah. He wants to bullshit with everybody. He's an old Vietnam vet, and his name was Vietnam Vic. That's what we called him. And uh, we'd sit there and bullshit. And he would ask me all the time, do you want to go fly with me? And I would say no, no, no. And he was just a... You could picture Vietnam Vic, gray hair, skinny guy, just has some old tattoos on his arm. and uh, Saw some shit. He saw some shit, right? Yeah. And finally, I was just tired of saying no to him because he would bust my balls. And I said, you know what, Vic? I'll go up with you. So I decided to go with him. He had like, and I'm not a plane guy. I don't know, so excuse me. But like a little stunt plane. Yeah. And he was in the front. I was in the back and had a headset on. And we went up and everything was fine for about, you know, three, four minutes. And... And all I remember is this, this voice is embedded in my brain and just burned into it. And he would be like, oh, okay, we're going to come down. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, what, Vic? He's, okay, you hear me? Okay. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know what this guy's saying. And he would go, all right, are you ready back there? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? And as soon as I would say excuse me, he'd go, meh. And he'd go, head up. he'd go straight up. Right. But he was asking you if you're okay. Yeah, and he would ask me. I feel like he was asking me questions, and then he would go straight up and then did a stall and came back. And we'd, go, we'd buzz the fucking meow by the, by the strip, airstrip. And he'd be like, eh, you okay back there? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, man, that was gnarly. And he's like, okay. I wouldn't even get my sentence out, and he's already talking to me. And I don't know how the mics work. I thought only one person could talk, but for some reason he would talk right over me. And oh, we're gonna try something else. And I'm like, hey Vic, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting. Okay, we're gonna try it. And he fucking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, double loop. Oh, how's that? Was that okay, my dear? And I'm like, hey Vic. Okay, we're gonna try one more. Then. And then he did his other one. We flew upside down. And that's all I remember in my fucking head. Every fucking time. <laughs> but you threw up. I threw up, and there's shit all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I get back to the guy. Yeah, that was fun. Now I'm getting all game like And I'm like, Vic, I threw up. Yeah, that was fun. I'm like, Jesus, dude. I get out of the plane, and for the rest of the fucking day, Vietnam Vic gave zero fucks, dude. Yeah, game like That's all I fucking heard all day. And then I get off the plane. There's fucking throw up all over me. And he's like, was that fine, Mike? And I go, no, Vic, I didn't have a good time. I was oh, fuck, I was sick. And he's like, well, you didn't tell me. I go, yes, I did. I did tell you, Vic. And every time after that, he would come in and you, and he still asked me, do you want to go up? And I go, fuck no, I'm not going up anymore. And so to this day, <laughs> that voice is in my head. 25 years later. As soon as he said that, he put into a dive or go straight up. I didn't he even was, get halfway to my sentence. Right. Here's, 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 here's,
<laughs> I'm just like, fuck you, Vic. And I couldn't say shit. I was sick. <laughs> just throw up everywhere. The rest of the day, I had to finish the job, my you know shipping duties, and I was sick for the rest of the day. <laughs> I had no change of clothes. I had to put a jersey on right. to ship shit. I was like, I was a mess. Vic, Vic fucked me up. You okay back there? No, Vic, I'm not. <laughs> no, Vic. Things are not well not back Not good, here. Vic. Right. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. From Vietnam, Vic, let's go right into our next uh, guest here on the show. Um, Decal Works guys have come on this board, on, uh, on board with us for 21 in a big way, and uh, they're, they're a good company. They've been around a long time, as you guys know. Officially licensed product for the Red Bull KTM factory team, Rockstar Energy Husky Off-Road team, decalmx.com. Use the code PULPAMX to save with those guys. Custom <laughs> graphics. Custom uh, custom graphics. They'll put gargoyles on if you want. Yeah. Uh, they Gargano. will uh, put your number on, your name, all that kind of stuff. Plastic seat covers, rider ID products, custom graphics, as I said, for over 30 years. They've been in business, and we're pleased and proud to welcome our guest tonight. Uh, it's Sean Murdoch from decal works sean what's going on man how are you what's up guys doing good just chilling here at decal works thanks for calling in appreciate it have you ever thrown up on a private plane ride sean have you ever i've gotten close but oh, yeah. no okay but 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 no all right also Yo. uh sean I, has anybody ever said this to you i've been wanting to drop this on you all day all right here we go this is from a movie i gotta see hmm. okay you ready here we go It's kind of quiet. It's kind of quiet. But it's the Rambo scene. Murdoch, I'm coming to get you. Oh, no. You know what? I haven't seen that, but <laughs> I'll use it now. I should have turned the volume. I've ruined the whole how thing. Old, how old is Sean? 31. Oh, yeah. See, he might be a little bit young. Well, listen, there's a character in Rambo Part 2. His name's Murdoch, and Rambo's coming to get him. And when I saw Sean right. Murdoch, I was, I was on board with that. For sure. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, good company. Great business. Ron and everybody down there have been doing good things for a long time. And thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. You guys are listeners anyway, so you may as well come on the show, right? Yeah, we're pumped, man. Super stoked to be a part of it this year and been listening for a long time. And, yeah, I volunteered. My hand was up. As soon as we heard that Pulp MX was, you know, and Decal Works was going to partner, I was like, what do I got to do to get on? So it's <laughs> awesome. No, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. You guys have been doing it. The, the custom graphic game, I feel like you've been in for a long time, like before anybody else. For sure. So I came here in 2013, uh -huh. so, like, I didn't get to see the, you know, the first Macintosh computer, but, like, back in September of 89 is when the company came out, and I have a timeline here, but, like, you know, I can only speak from pretty much when I'm here now, but um, some of the basic stuff was, like, it started in a, in a, in a two-car garage. Uh, Ron and Janine were making SoCal Surfwear out of, a, out of the garage. With oh, the yeah, that's right. Screen printing and right. stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, and it just kind of took off from there. And then, you know, if you fast forward to 1997, that's when the actual first pre-printed number plate background came out. Um, so that's like, you know, instead of just putting a stick on number, these things were, you know, pre-fitted to fit a bike. So yeah. that's kind of like a pretty important deal. I thought that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. No, I remember Ron's been doing it for a while and the custom stuff. I feel like they had, he had a jump on it with everybody and else. And of course, good turnaround and everything else. Red Bull KTM running the graphics. Yeah, yeah, that was big. We right. got that like right at the end of 2017. Mm -hmm. um, that was a really cool deal. And that, yeah, Red Bull. Red Bull's been friends with Decal Works for a long time, way before I started. So it was it was pretty cool to you know see like a company I work for work you know have a factory race team. You know, some pride in it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's super cool. Of course, then again, uh, 
knowing I was I was a mechanic for a number of teams. So um, yeah, they're going to need like six hundred backgrounds, please. Jeez. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, no, they go through a lot, but they're they're great. They're great yep. to work with. Um, I don't I I deal a lot more with the sales and customer side. Yep. But just from what I hear, you know, we always say their train leaves on time, man. Those are great guys to work with over there. And uh, how's the code working? We're early, but code's been been doing okay from our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Shit, you not, man. Like today. Instagram, Facebook, emails, everybody, you know, just talking about Pulp MX and, you know, teaming up and using the Pulp MX code. So, Good, yeah. Um, yeah, it's working out. Good to hear. What is – so there's a different graphic kits you can get on, on decalmx.com, fully custom stuff. You guys will, will you guys have kits with, with logos on them already, that kind of stuff. What What's popular? What's the most popular? What do people seem to like? Um, I would say our most popular is our ready-made graphic kit. Um, those are the ones that the logos are pre predetermined on the bike, mm -hmm. but you can choose in the different base design and alter the colors if you want to black it out and do like the matte finish, or if you want like the high vis. You know, it depends on what look you're going for. A lot of people like to match up with their gear, um, so you know, I like to see what they're wearing. Sometimes or I like to tell, like, see what they're into, and then I'll right. just build a kit based on their personality. Wow, Kiefer, you couldn't do that with Kiefer because he all wears white. so many different kits. I just want an all white. Oh, yeah, graphic. thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, you go all white. Just give me all white. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we can, we can fix you up something, white and, white and light gray or something like that. Yeah. Can we get gargoyles? Can I get you a print of a gargoyle? Gargamel. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's already coming. Yeah, fantastic, because you guys are going to do my project bike, my Project 500. Yes. Yeah, so I'm looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, my boy Nick Wright, he'll take care of you on that. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, no, that'll be good. And then so you go from that where you put the logos on and you sell those kits and they do well. You also have fully custom kits like, hey, if you're into putting, like Kiefer would be this way. If you want the slice of silver on the rear fender trailing into the side panel, we got you like, on that. If I wanted well, all white with a little silver and then a, a, an image of Heather's boobs on my shrouds, could I get that? You, you could definitely get some boobs on the shrouds. The silver inlay, that happened a few years ago. We don't really have that set up anymore. We do have silver shimmer finish, which is extremely popular. It's okay. like little silver flakes in the laminate. Yep. But it is popular because a lot of our clients, you know, everyone knows, you know, we're all kind of a working class community. A lot of us have small businesses or, you know, construction or yeah. you know, stuff like that, and they yeah. want to put their company logo on the graphics. So they'll send us over their logo. Sometimes we've got to set up the artwork. Sometimes it's good. Right. But, you know, they can put their graphic on your their company on their on their bike and stuff like that and really show it off and advertise it. What's the craziest one you've seen? There you go. What's the craziest custom one you've seen? Like, I don't, you, know, you don't need to give the name if you don't want to, but, like, what's the gnarliest thing someone has yeah. wanted to do? Um, there was this, and, and rest in peace, his name was Harrison Hinkle, and uh, he basically put... Every, it looked like just a bunch of Decal Works logos and stickers, and it just looked like a collage. It was like the most insane-looking graphic. I'll send you a picture of it on an email. Okay, all right. Um, it wasn't anything to do with, like, custom art setup or anything. It was just, like, just this collage of craziness, and it was, it was yeah, that was, that was a long time ago, but uh, that one's definitely bizarre. Is there any number of logos that's too many because we have a, a guy named dark side that likes to have a lot of logos so is there any number i saw his bike <laughs> so... what, did, what did you think sean be real no he needs to hit me up for sure right <laughs> well he's got the berm lords the lords the lords uh, but but if the well, lord you... the lords uh, told him to put 30 stickers on his front fender i might want to switch to decal decal works yeah, that yeah, that was kind of a unique way to do it, like up the top of the front fender, you know, just individually put. <laughs> right. You know, everybody's got their style, but no, I could take care of Dark Side for sure. We'll sort him out if he ever wants to. Hey, I was just talking to, uh, oh man, who was I talking to? Uh, oh, Dave Analuk from uh, yeah. Midwest Guy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. About plastic and two strokes, and 
whether you talk to Mitch Payton or Little D or whatever, like two strokes are coming back. There's no doubt. Old ones, new ones. Do you uh-huh. see that in graphics? Do you see retro uh-huh. stuff? Do you see that getting bigger part of Decal Works business? There is a lot of two-stroke going on, and there's a lot of restyled plastics. Oh, yeah, and yeah, right, what, man, right, yeah. The, the amount of detail you have to pay attention to in, in which plastic the customer has, you know, because not yep. everyone knows, or, yeah, you know, yep. you just, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, there's definitely a resurgence going on with the two-strokes. It's awesome, though. Like, for me, like, if, I, if I'm a Yamaha YZ450F guy, and right. I, I have stock shrouds, and then there's Sycra Powerflow shrouds, yeah. they're a mm-hmm. little bit different, so yeah, they yeah. have to customize that you got to tell Decal Works, hey, right. I, got, I got Sycra shrouds. Correct. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm mm-hmm. sure. How, how, could, how good is the turnaround for you guys? We're pretty quick. I mean, yep. right now it's, it's extremely busy. This, this last year has been extremely busy. I don't know if you guys all know it's been yeah. in the industry. Uh, yeah, it's been nuts, so, right? But, yeah, for sure. I mean, we turn around backgrounds in just a couple days. Um, our lengthiest ones are like semi-customs in our busy season, but it's usually out the door, fully mounted on plastic, you know, because we do offer that, too, um, within a couple weeks usually. So, you know, you, custom seat covers. I should have used you guys when I was a mechanic at Yamaha because that exhaust side side panel, to put a sticker on that? Dude. Oh, yeah, like Dude. the 2010 to 13? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Oh, yeah, I think sucks. <laughs> right, right. So. Dude, honestly, like, for me, I didn't know you offered that service. That is, like, a little slice of heaven. You're going to get plastic anyway. You're going to put it on your bike. Right. You're going to get graphics. Yeah. Let them do the work. <laughs> Order oh, the yeah. plastic. Tell everyone. Dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, trust me, you're going to save your, you know, you're not going to throw your wrench through your drywall. Right. You know, <laughs> trying right. to get your graphics on your bike, especially some of the most difficult You're ones. not going to piss off your wife stealing her hair dryer. You know, everything's yeah, yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. be calm. <laughs> exactly. It'll be chill. <laughs> uh, officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. So that's good. Wow. That's yes. something that not everybody has, and it costs money to do that, you know, but, but th- that allows Decal Works to put the official name, logo, wing, no wing, no prayer, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. all over the bike. So. Yeah. Um, we used decal when I was at Dirt Rider. Yeah. That was our go-to. Oh, and, it was? Yeah. And I always had – I had my graphics within five days. Yeah, yeah. Like customized. Right. Like it was bitching. Right. So. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Um, how many races do you go to normally, uh, Sean? How many do you make? I mean, obviously now we got the, you know the COVID stuff, but for yourself – Personally, I would hit like so. We're out, we're based out of the Midwest. Yep. Um, you know, close to Chicago. So I would hit Redbud. Um, for the outdoors, I hit Redbud in Millville, oh, nice. um, yep. Crawfordsville, and then Supercross. It would be like Indy, pretty much. Right. And then back when there was St. Louis, I would hit that. And then you know, I'd fly out to Vegas for the Monster Cup. You know, in October. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool, man. So you're into it. You're you're not you're you're deep into oh, it. Oh yeah. 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 You got a bike? There you go. Yes, sir. What do you got? I just think it's of bats every time. I, know. I, I think of Chris bats every time. You, <laughs> you got a bike? Yeah, you got a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an eighteen KX two fifty F. Oh, Kiefer. Okay, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, good bottom to mid range bike. Uh huh. Um, East Coast guy, Midwest soft dirt. Yeah, fun bike to ride. Right. Hey, is uh, is Byron still around? Yes, sir. I wrote. I raced Byron in 1988. What the hell is Byron? It's Byron Illinois Motocross Track. Oh, that was a it's dude. A that was like, who's Byron? Track. <laughs> it was. It was like started in like 1970 or something. It's historical. It's awesome. It was the Loretta Lynn's uh, uh, regional. Was mm. there back in the day for that area? Yep, they still do it. They oh, still they have do. Like area qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big nuclear towers. It looks like the Simpsons. If you ever seen the Simpsons, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's the big two nuclear stacks. They call it the nuclear series. It's awesome. Hey, and then they have like a big, like like an English town type of big hill in the middle of the track. If I remember right, um, this was a long time ago. But uh, yeah. Eh, 
I, all I know from like historical events is like Junior Jackson hit this double out there that was not supposed to be doubled, and that's kind of like one of the legendary what? things. But I don't know what year that was or anything yeah. like that. Also, too, you know who's from from Illinois? The Bomber, mm. the Bomber, yes. bro. He has, I think him and I have the same birthday. Wow. Wow. Uh-huh. Fast company. Pretty sure. Yeah, pretty no, sure. absolutely. Uh, Pulp of Mexico to save at decalmx.com. Of course, Sean Murdoch on the line from the company. Uh, they're they're in with us. They're presenting sponsor for the Pulp Mex show all year long and hopefully beyond. And we're super stoked. And if you want to get custom graphics or, or, or rider ID kits or anything like that, uh, the stuff, the quality is great. So what's, what else sells for you guys? What else moves? Um, seat covers for sure. Yeah. We do a lot of seat covers. Um, Custom graphics like deal. Uh, well, I should say like dealerships. You know, like if you go buy a bike yeah. out of a dealership, they have their little shop stickers and True. stuff like yeah, that. True. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, right. I'm on the phone all day trying to call them. You know, trying to get accounts and stuff, and taking care of current accounts and things like that. So we do a lot of front fender stickers and right. got some. Yeah, for sure. Uh big building. It looks like you guys have. Yeah, it is. It is, Jeez. man. It's, you could park two race rigs in here back in the day, back when Decal Works was doing like the, you know, they were hitting all the big amateur right, nationals right. and all that. You remember all that, but yeah. yeah, they could park their rigs inside of the warehouse here. You how, know, many, how many employees does Decal Works have? Um, I think like 25. Okay, wow, it's pretty big. Um, also, you know who wore SoCal gear back in the day? Mike Ulrich. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking JT. JT did. Oh, really? Yeah, Bill Dill. SoCal okay. gear. Okay. Oh, yeah, 3D racing. 3D racing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, on board with SoCal gear. Mike Ulrich, 105, big time SoCal Yeah, what I do, uh, Ulrich, I believe he has something to do with Yamaha or something. I do, I do some of his orders when he calls in from time to time. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. still, wow. Ulrich's still Full in there. Full circle, that's still, cool. Are you, uh, can you dig around some old SoCal jerseys and, and see if you can find a Thomas 54 I think oh, he was. Um, yeah, we were talking about JT. I don't. I don't know what Ron's got up in the. You know, I don't know what what's right, going right. on in the inventory. But I mean, we should probably try to find out. Listen, I texted you before the show, or texted you during the show. Here, you got my cell phone number. If you find a Thomas SoCal, you send me a text. I need. I for sure. We need to see this for sure. So, um, also too, what's up with the decal five hundred? What what's going on? Yeah, with that? that's a really really big push right now. So. It's a monthly, it's a, basically the Decal 500 is a monthly $500 gift card giveaway. Nice. Um, it's a contest. So basically what you do is you enter by logging into your Decal MX account and you submit the best photo of your bike with Decal Works graphics on it. Okay. And at the end of the month, we take 22 of the best photos and we randomly pick one winner, and, we, and we're going to basically announce it on Facebook Live and Instagram Live, and that winner will receive a $500 Decal Works gift card. Wow. So it's something we just launched. We're really trying to push it. And, uh, yeah, basically it's, it's showcasing your graphics. You know, we'll do you a right. shout-out on social media, and it's a big deal. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And also, too, I want to talk mm-hmm. about it. Decal Works supporting Pulp Mix Fantasy. We're giving away car- prizes on that and the Yamaha LCQ Challenge as well. Decal works involved with that for one of this one of the raffle prizes. So thanks for the support, man. You, Ron and everybody down there. It's, it's yeah, great. we're 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 proud of it for sure. We're stoked to be on board. Have you guys ever? And again, you can tell us uh, if you as much detail as you want. Have you ever rejected somebody's custom graphics? That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. What was on them, or can you tell us? Not, nothing profanity. More or less, actually, more, it's more logo related. It, it, profanity. I don't care. You know, the guy can say f this and shit okay. this and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter. Right. But it's logo related. We don't print anything illegally. You know, we we 
you know, we're also oh, like, like a Red Bull thing or something. You'd be like, no, exactly, right, right, exactly. Right. Like people don't realize how how strict and important it is to to you know, especially when you're sponsoring a race team and you're in and you're yep. doing all these licensing agreements. It's it's not just print any logo you want, you know. So we have to regret or re- reject some of that stuff, but yeah. people usually tend to understand, and we can work a way around it, and they they tend to figure it out but you know right off the bat it's usually like yeah i want like red bull here here and there and it's like whoa 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 (laughs) (laughs) you gotta be cooper marvin sipes or volan man is uh is monster and rockstar logos on the table or is that off the table no off the table for sure only for the race teams whatever we do for the racing you know the pro race teams we'll do but yeah for unfortunately we just can't sell them to, to consumers um what about die cut numbers do you guys do that yeah, we do. It's pretty rare. Yeah. But we can do just, yeah, we can just do some die cuts. But at the end of the day, they usually end up costing about the same as our basic $39 number plate backgrounds anyway. Right. And I usually talk them into just doing a pre-print because it's just easier and you, stuff like that. Do you follow Kiefer on social, Sean? Um, I follow Kiefer Inc. testing. Okay. Have you seen his numbers? Have you seen what he does for numbers? <laughs> like, he just, they're just horrible. I don't know what he... I'm a big fan of die cuts, Sean. Look, I'm not going to lie. It's less material to sl- i can just slap on my side panel boom boom i'm not a big fan of numbers anyway can, can we sean sure. make you a, a kit or can we do something i'd love to yeah sure okay let's do it yeah uh, yeah can, can we can we line that up because and you, i'm gonna go the plastic route because i'm not gonna sit there in my garage with the hair dryer yeah, i'm gonna yeah, do the whole yeah. thing yeah you know? okay all right well, what do you want a 21 yz 450 yeah let's do that that sounds great and right. I, and, I, and dealer's choice on the right? graphic dealer's choice okay all right nope heather's boobs no, I would love that. Oh, you would. Send him. Yeah. <laughs> send him. Send okay, send, send let's all get a Heather's, uh, Heather's a cleavage, right, and we'll right. put it on my shroud. Oh, be great, be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, before we let you go here, who's winning, Houston? What do you think, Cooper Webb? Really, just like that, just boom. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any reason why? Well, he's got decal work, so he's already. And then Marvin's going to be second. <laughs> oh, Davalos oh, will be third. That's where we're going. Davalos oh. is third. Dude, don't, don't sleep on Marty. I'm not. He's don't good. Don't sleep on Marty. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you're really a company man. I like that, Sean. That's strong. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top three decal works, sweeping the podium. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, That's got to be. Well, hey, listen, thanks for coming on. DecalMX.com. Uh, pulp MX code to save 20% off your custom graphic. Uh, it's a really, really awesome deal for that. And uh, please support these guys. Uh, they'll dial you in, whether it's uh, a Rider ID product, C-Covers Plastics, Motocross Graphics, uh, all that, plus the licensed stuff as well. So uh, Decal 500 sounds pretty cool, too, to enter. And uh, that 500 bucks in graphics, you could get a lot of stuff with that. Dude, that's like Plastic cart. graphics, C-Covers, right. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, but anything else, Sean? Did I miss anything? Are we good? That'll do it. Yeah, okay. no, this is awesome, guys. Thank you. No, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Let's keep in touch. You're doing my Project 500 bike. Got Heather's so, boobs. Heather's boobs, Kiefer's bike. We'll, yep. we'll get we'll get that rolling tonight or tomorrow and uh, keep in touch for email. So. All right, for sure. All right. Thanks, man. See you. Cool. Have a good night. All right, thanks. That's Sean Murdoch, everybody, from Decal Works, decalworks.com, or decalmx.com, I should say. Uh, Mike is on, too. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, how we doing? Good. So, question about brakes. Uh, Taser MX, I know, had the Magura brakes on there. Um, you, since you rack up so many miles on a mountain bike, keeper, your test, re- test guy, um, want to call and get your opinion on those, uh, specifically the Magura versus, like, a Shimano or especially SRAM. I, I, um, as, as pulp mountain bike over here, he knows. Okay. So I, at first I didn't like the Maguras as much as I like the XTs and I don't have SRAM on anything, so I can't speak to those, but the, the code stuff is really good. People like those code breaks from SRAM, but, um, 
I put in some MTX race pads in the front of my Maguras on my Taser MX, and I loved them. The pads were really good. So once I put those front pads in, and I the front's more sensitive to me than the, than the rear, uh, Magura's better than the XT, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Is there a lot of modulation? Like, did the pads change the, the bite to it, or what, what about that did you like better? I liked it better in that it, it wasn't so on-off. It wasn't so, like, kind of locking. It, it kind of was progressive a little bit. And okay. then I run Wasn't my brakes. Grabby, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I run my brakes. I like them really touchy, so I run the levers out far. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I have long fingers. I can I can concur with that because when I feel his YZ450 front brake, it's fucking out there. Yeah, I like it. I like it to be like right there, you know. So, um, yeah. but so these pads, when I ran the when I ran the levers out there on the Magura Taser MX, I felt like it locked up. It was on off on off, and I didn't really like them all that much. I preferred. The XT brakes, but when I put the MTX red race pads in, it felt like still grippy, but it 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 worked well. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So um, if you want a deal on the MTX pads, email me using the contact form. I'll send you send it over to the MTX guys. They'll hook you up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm okay. sorry, I don't have no input on this. I I know know nothing. All good. Thanks, Deeper. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's go to John on three for question four, Kiefer. Yeah, you're back. You're, you're all right back. Are you okay back now? <laughs> no, Vic. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, John. What's up? Hello, Heather's boobs. Hello, hello, oh. Heather's boobs. Yep, they talk a little bit. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No. No. So, um, all right. So, Bradshaw memory. I want to take you guys back. Please tell me you remember this, but I even saw it in Charlotte. Do you guys remember in opening ceremonies? This guy would. No helmet on. He'd have it on his his arm and Willie just kind of pull back and Willie at like two miles an hour and just idle and go all the way down the straightaway, just barely moving on a Willie with his back fender almost touching the ground. Like Doug Demokos. Who Bradshaw Bradshaw did this? Yes. Oh, I remember. I remember this. You remember Bradshaw going super slow, like opening ceremonies type thing. Yes. Yes. Just barely moving. What What's the deal? Just uh, on the brake a little bit, but nobody's done that. I've I've ever seen. Dude, are you? Let alone, are you you got to go to more opening dude, you, ceremonies. Yeah, you you got to go to more races. Like, Bro, this that happens is, all the time. I mean, I mean, I mean. Okay, does it? Yeah, that, it does. All right. God damn it. All right. Well, let's <laughs> back to reality then. <laughs> It's okay. I didn't mean to bust your bubble, but yeah, it does happen. Well, no, do it, man. Who gives a shit? Um, so I'm looking to get a 125, and I, I really want to ring it. I used to have YZs. Um, I want to get a 18 or newer. And my question is: is it is it worth it to get a, a Husky or KTM, or just get the good old YZ and fix it up? Well, here here's what here's what I tell people when they ask me this. This is a common question. So. The KTM Husqvarna Gas Gas 125 two-strokes, the engines are faster than the Yamaha engine. So if you want um, you know, better overall power, those Austrian engines are really good. Now, right. the chassis suspension side of things, I still think, even though it's older technology, that Yamaha is still pretty good. I like that feeling. So depending on where you want to go with your, your purchase, engine or chassis, um, is where I would focus my money. So if it was me, and I'll just tell you from experience, I put my son on a YZ125 just because I wasn't worried about power, and I just wanted him to get used to a bigger bike, 
and have a good suspension engine or a good suspension and chassis package. So that's what right. I did. But if you're more worried about, hey, I want to rip this son of a bitch up, I want to wring its neck, I want to go fast, I would go Austrian route. Okay. All right. Well, well, good answer, man. I appreciate it, you guys. All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, Patrick, quickly, what's your question for Kiefer? Patrick. Patrick. Hey, hey. so uh, long time, first time, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, we're talking about uh, – I'm just wondering – I keep hearing about Barsha with the uh, air shock, air forks possibly. I'm just wondering what's the difference and uh, why is it, is it like the difference between a moose and a a tube or what's the big deal? Uh, so you're referring to a spring fork or an air fork, correct? Yes. Okay. So a lot of a lot uh, of Barsha's so, got an air shock. What? No, he's just he's just he's just just bear with me. Here. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, allegedly. Uh, yeah. So let me get to the first part before we get to the shock portion of this thing. So. Air fork is, has a little bit different of feel, so a lot of Supercross riders like an air fork, like PSF1, which is a KYB fork. Uh, WP right. has an air fork as well because of holdup. Um, a little bit better in whoops. Um, the feeling is a little bit of a stiffer feel, and overall, to me, in Supercross, you're hitting stuff at speed, and air fork has a better feeling there, so it's a firmer feel. Um, you try to go firmer on a coil spring, it gets harsh. So... You almost can get a little bit more comfort at higher speeds or hitting these sharp obstacles and, and whoops with an air fork. It doesn't really correlate over to outdoors because some of these guys go back to spring fork for outdoors. So that's the differences there. Um, as far as an air shock, I've heard uh, rumblings that the air shock might be coming back. I know Shorty had used it a long time ago in Supercross, and yeah. he he liked the comfort of it. but it was had it on too. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. And I think the comfort was really good for Supercross as well, but also it, it has its shortcomings, so it wasn't fully developed. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Okay. So when you're talking about higher speeds, are you talking about like higher stroke speeds? Higher guessing, load right? speeds, like I guess shaft speeds when you hit a face of a triple or whoops, those kind of things. Um, and okay. then you have different, obviously the, the speed overall is faster outdoors, but the way you hit the smaller bumps is different, and that's more tailored, at least for my, you know, um, knowledge and the things that I've experienced. The spring fork just has a little bit more comfort in those areas. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, cool. yeah, because I just, like, why do people make such a big deal over whether people are on Because it, it's 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 like, uh, it's what's, what's cool about our sport, man. So they relate it to what they use at home. And I think that's why some people are like, hey, man, I really like Spring Fork. Oh, he's on Spring Fork. Because if you have a choice and, and your favorite pro rider is on Spring Fork, you feel connected somehow. So I think that's why people freak out. A lot of KTM, Husqvarna owners run Air Forks. And the, to hear your favorite rider or a rider run Air Forks is kind of um, close to home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, personally, I've got a 350 that came with Air Forks. But I've got some old twin chambers that I keep and. That's all I've ever ran, really. So some people are just more passionate about their yeah. suspension yeah. than others. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big old debate. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for the call, man. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. See appreciate it. it. Uh, Pulp Max Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works. Fly Racing's 2021 line has been improved and expanded, offering the industry's wider range of moto and off-road products. Led by the Formula Helmet, 
featuring Rion technology. Fly Racing has taken big steps forward with the all-new light pant and Zone Pro goggle. Justin Brayton using Zone Pro goggle and the Formula helmet this year. Fearless Pursuit, Fly Racing. Let's welcome Jason Thomas to the show. JT, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, good. I'm just, you know, Kiefer... Kiefer left Fly Racing, and, and you know, I mean, uh, I'm trying to get him back here, but, you know. I don't want to blow Fly. Yeah. But, like, that is a really good helmet. Yeah. I still say that. It's yeah. a great helmet. Family first. Family first. Okay. All right. <laughs> what What is it? Family first or Fly family? I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, but, no, the folks at FXR are cool. But, I mean, you're you're gone. You're, you're clipped. I'm you out. Know, you know, the best part of this is that Steve is way more upset than I am. Yeah. Very angry. Yeah, no, I am. Well. Gargamel's trying I, I, to help me, but I Gargamel. would love to see someone make the betting odds for who would be more upset about this. Because I don't think I think I would have been a much higher, much higher favorite. I would I would have did that too. I would have thought you know with yeah. your your facial expressions, JT, and and how serious you are, I felt like you would have been a little bit more upset. But you're right. Yeah, yeah. shocking. Um. So during the commercial break, Pookie's getting everybody's Chipotle order. Oh, JT, he, he's heard the yep. show. He's listened to the show. I don't think JT's been listening. No. Have you been I listening? have not been okay. listening, but I, I have been a part of the Chipotle order several Yeah, times. so Kiefer goes to Pookie. They got eggs? What? They, they got eggs? <laughs> what? <laughs> he says, do they got eggs? Are you okay? <laughs> Listen, I've only been a couple times. I thought they might have had eggs I, so I, then you could egg fucking burrito. Egg burritos, bro. I, Who I doesn't almost, like egg burritos? I almost spit out my coffee. I swear to God, JT, was all I could do to not spit my coffee out over my keyboard. <laughs> Marks is Marks is keeled over. I thought Marks died. Listen, if this is like nine a.m. and you're ordering breakfast burritos, no problem. But this is you know six or seven o'clock at night uh, at Chipotle at dinner. They got eggs. Mo's <laughs> Mo's had eggs. Okay. Mo's does not have eggs. Mo's had eggs. I had an egg burrito at Mo's. Yeah, and in the morning. No, it was three o'clock. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I've, I've been to Mo's many, many times. Uh, I don't think they have eggs okay. on the dinner menu. Riddle me this real quick. Have you ever had an egg burrito at night at home? Yes, Ma- when home. I put it in the refrigerator after breakfast. Okay, well, I, I can't talk to JT right now. Oh, what? Okay, it's not just damn. me. I can't talk to you guys. Oh, okay, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> they, got, they, they got eggs? I, I, I was fucking blown away. Hey, you guys okay back there? No. I fucking. What, you, you think we're blown away? Imagine going into Chipotle and asking if they have eggs. Right. <laughs> they call the fucking cops on you. They call the cops. Well, on obviously, you. I wouldn't ask that question because I would see it. It's not in the front. My choices are right in front of my face. Okay. All right. Um. X, let's do the X brand goggle tear off, shall we? It's, it's time. We'll just, this is what we'll I get s- now because I'm not a fly guy. Just team up on me. This is what you're doing. No, man. Just ask reasonable questions. <laughs> it's it's insane that you would ask that. It's insane. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of Michael Lessie, Fast Freddy Norn, among others. Kyle Chisholm, also privateer heroes. Wear X-Brand EKS20 at motorsport.com to save. EKSbrand.com. What? Okay, he's on here. Yeah. I, I thought he wasn't on there. Fast Freddy on the list? No, he's yep. on there. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Please check him out. And uh, great goggles, great company. Rich Taylor, we're going to try to get in here in studio, too. So big things are coming from X-Brand. <laughs> hey, Fuck. is that a new goggle ever coming? Dude. Yeah. Is it here? Yeah. Where? It's in my garage. Is it available? In my garage, it is. 
I'm waiting. Bro, perfection okay. can't be rushed. Do you think the Sistine Chapel was painted in like the a day? The what chapel? The Sistine Chapel. Hey, I'm good with it. I've been a part of really long projects. I just I was asking a genuine question. Like, was it still a plan to come out with it? They got eggs? Eggs, <laughs> <X-Brand. laughs> Are those eggs going to hatch? Uh, all right. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him at all? Uh, no. Okay. JT, you familiar? Uh, sounds familiar, but I am unfamiliar. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Steve. Yep. What has a higher rate of accuracy, COVID deaths or number of listens to the wrap-up show? <laughs> oh, the wrap-up show. We got we got those down. To the, we got those down, down. Yeah. Okay. How's uh, it down? How's it? How's it looking over there? I haven't looked for a long time. Oh, I, I need to. Is that a deep dive because you don't want to look? No, they were okay. Um, obviously, some people have auto downloads for the pulp show feed, so the the wrap-up show auto downloads. Okay. So that counts as a download, even though if you may click it, you may delete it right away because okay. you don't like the pony pod. So that's the part where we don't know exactly. You know how many people are listening, but Got thanks it. to Guts and Seal Savers and Michelin Bicycle, we're all good. It's it's moving. The pony okay. pod's going along. All right. All right. Kiefer, does Chipotle have eggs? Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right, Kiefer, who was in the most hot water after the coffee with the Kiefers and Mathis's pod? Uh, I don't think any. I think we were all right. I wasn't. I, we actually, Steve and I were very worried before the show because we're like. Uh, God, it's, it's not going to be good. But it turned out well. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I never got any any flack. All right. Um, JT, what was with the pretend racing posts about Barsha at A1? Was that supposed to be funny or just create media buzz? I don't get it. I was very confused. I honestly didn't really know what was going on for several hours into that <laughs> campaign. Um I, I finally kind of figured it out, and then I was like, oh, well, you know, they're just trying to create publicity and get a buzz. So it, in the purest sense that they were just trying to get people talking about Red Bull, you know, Gas Gas, and Justin Barsha, then they accomplished that. I was just, honestly, like I was very, very confused, and maybe that was part of the the goal. Maybe they were trying to confuse people because I had literally had no idea what they were doing. Well, we had Hammer on earlier. He talked about it. So go back and That's listen cool. to it. And I'll probably go back and listen to it just to learn about the marketing aspect. Because I, I like thinking out of the box. I was just super confused. All right. That was more than 30 seconds, by the way. So, <clears throat> Yeah. Steve. So was that. So was that event. Yes, it was. Chad Reed said he had the opportunity to train one of the elite riders this year, but said team members weren't happy about it. Who was that rider? Hmm. I didn't know Chad said this. Chad no. said this? I didn't. never heard it. JT? What did he say? <laughs> he said he had the opportunity to train one of the elite riders this year, but team members weren't oh, happy yeah, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You got you to gotta understand that Chad, he's very deceptive. He speaks in tongues. Um, he's like one of those, know. Uh, you know, those uh, guys that just speak with clicks. Yeah. And honestly, if, if he really wanted, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, if you are a rider, an up-and-coming rider, who has the means to pay Chad what his time is worth, wouldn't you want him to teach you how to ride Supercross? So uh, it doesn't shock me, but I, I did not hear who it was. I feel like he'd just be a terrible but, coach because he'd just tell you you suck. No, he, he's really not. Um, right. He, I mean, as much as, as he just hammered me all the time about everything in my life, 
when I would genuinely need his help on something, technique or whatever, right. if I could get him to be serious, yeah. he was incredibly good at okay. it. Well, let's ask this. JT, what was one thing Chad helped you with that actually made you improve? Uh, you know, for me, it was, it was challenging just because I lacked the, the talent, but him explaining it, and Berner was great at this too, explaining the physics of how to go faster on a motorcycle, not just like, yeah, do this, stick your leg out, do that, like understanding the actual reasons that you are able to go faster by doing certain things, um, where you're putting your body in the corner, how you're weighting the front tire, uh, body positioning, all those things. It, had I had more talent, they would have really helped, and they did help some. Um, I just wasn't able to apply it as, you know, if you took a kid like Jet Lawrence or somebody like that, it could really be a huge difference. All right, Kiefer, mm-hmm. are you going to pay for Peacock Premium, and do you have any other premium memberships you wreck come and... <laughs> uh, yes, I am going to do Peacock. And um, premium uh, Showtime. Netflix. I watched the Porn Awards the other night. Never seen it. Okay. Thought I would be cool to watch it. AVN Awards. Yep. Horrible. Yeah, we, I've, we tried to. It's terrible. Can't do it. It's, it's, I turned it off after 15. It's, it's I was like, I'm out. So Those people are like from another planet. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I think the red carpet thing was cool. Right. And then I got to the show and I was out. Right. So Showtime. JT, who's the favorite for motocross of nations 2021? Jesus. Favorite country? Uh, Clearly. Um, God, I would have to say, man, the Netherlands, I guess. It just depends on what France does with Paul N going out. Uh, I'll go with the Netherlands just because with Koldenhoff and Hurlings on the same team, it's really hard to bet against that. That's your teammate now, Koldenhoff. Belgium. That's Steve, I was looking at Steve. It's your teammate. Why? Yeah, but Blue Crew. You're, but, oh. oh, Blue Crew, yeah. yeah, yeah I was thinking you were talking about his Belgian accent. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that too. I that, know where that was going. That was a better joke, <laughs> JT. <laughs> Steve, you have the power to kill off one of your rival podcasts. Who is it? Yes. And you can't say Dark Side's wrap up show. Yes, this is good. Oh, Weege. Done. Clippy. Clippy, Clippy. Wow. Come on, this is your time to get clicks. Let's get, let's yeah, weed, come in hot takes. Weed, yeah, weed, clip them. Okay. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Is that one? Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> Kiefer, after last week's show, the world now knows how bad Filthy Phil treats his chick. <laughs> Phil is a basement card carrying member, so how did he pull her and why does she stay with him? Dude, I was asking, me and Steve were driving to Glen Helen the other day, and I'm asking him this. I'm like, how in the hell? Is this going down? Because hey. I was laying in bed with Heather, yeah. listening to the, the, the show, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, well, this motherfucker doesn't talk. There's nothing coming out of his mouth. Like, I would love to be a camera inside their, their car while they're driving somewhere. Are, are they talking? Is he saying anything? He doesn't say, I love you. He does, he's not affectionate. Like, do you think it's do you think it's maybe like and and I can relate to this. If you don't know me, I don't say a lot. <laughs> but if you do, it, if you do know me really well, then I don't shut up usually. So maybe when it's just those two, he talks a lot. I don't know, man. I just don't see him talking at all. She's really smart and personable and outgoing, and he's not. Yeah. She knew what she was getting into, though. This was not some sort of surprise he dropped on her. Yeah. He's not coming in with a facade. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was really amazed. That's why I called in last week because I was like, 
Holy hell, man. Phil needs some help right now, and I need to call in. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Hey, for, opposite, thank you. opposite to track sometimes. Thank you for yeah, rescuing us. Yeah, true that. Thank you for rescuing us. <laughs> All right. All right, last one. JT, what's the best preseason rumor you've heard? Man, that Barsha 1A1? Um, no, I, honestly, I don't know. It's been so damn quiet this year. You guys feel like that? It, there's not been any drama. Because I think everybody's out of California. Yeah, and I just think with COVID, like, nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's doing anything. There have been no off-season races, which are a big deal, right? We don't, you don't get all that bro-down time to catch up on all the yeah. all the gossip. Um, it's yeah. just been a really quiet off-season, and I don't know if that's going to be good or bad, but I haven't heard a damn thing. I know that's a terrible answer. I just don't have anything other than that. What about – I heard a rumor that Feld or Cancel won their Monster Jam events that's in Texas. Is there any tr- truth to that? Do you know? Uh, we have not been told that there's any complications or difficulties going on, so okay. um, I, I don't know. Uh, what about the news this week that no Ralph Shaheen? Yeah, he's out. Ralph, fourteen years. Look, at, I'm not a huge booth. I'm not a huge fan of Ralph, okay. like as a as a commentator. Yeah, but I respect what he brought to the table for that long. Right, like I understand. Yeah. So I feel like that Lee Diffie insertion last year was the shot across the bow. Right. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. The first three. Yeah. Right? They when they kind of tried something, you could tell someone somewhere wanted something different, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was like the first, the first uh, message that this was coming. Right. Yeah. But I don't think Lee Diffie was the answer, right? I thought he was well. I think he did did well. Better than Ralph. In certain aspects, for sure. Huh. Yeah, Ralph. I, did, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was a huge step up by any means. I, yeah. I really right. didn't. Um. Ralph, Ralph's a great guy. I've had him in the studio. We've we've talked before. Uh, I really admire his passion. He's he's got a long time Supercross history back right. in the '90s and stuff. So '80s even. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I I I respect all that. I I didn't agree necessarily with what Ralph was getting at. Like I, and he he told me why he's trying to dumb it down for people. You know, he's trying to like get yeah. the. I'm just like don't don't bother Ralph. Just get the hardcore people know. You know. Dive in. Who's the new so, guy again? What's his name? Uh, Todd Harris is not new. Yeah. It's no, Harris. no, I know, but oh, I'm, yeah, Lee, Lee Diffie and Todd Harris. Okay, so yeah, Todd Harris and he, he's legit. Todd I like Harris Todd. will do more races than Lee Diffie. Yeah. 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 And I'm, uh, uh, yeah. I'm super biased. I think Weege is behind. I, I think Paul Malin is the best in the business, but behind Paul Malin, who's not going to do Supercross, I think Weege is just incredibly talented at it, um, and he knows the sport so well. He knows all the riders. He knows every stat. He knows all the history of it. Uh, I don't know why Weege doesn't get a shot at that, but uh, that that would be my pick far and away, like immediately. And, and that's biased. I get it. But um, it's unfortunate that Weege doesn't get that shot. I agree with JT, man. Paul's really good. Yeah, but they don't I really shit. I don't put Paul above Weege. I don't. I they're like different. I like Malin. Like, they're, they're very different. Yeah. Malin yeah. carries his own show. Like he, he bounces stuff off himself half the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're different, and there's, but it, I don't know. Malin has a way with words. He's just, um, like you get pissed he can, off. He can go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and he can do both sides. I, I think that's where Malin's talent really comes in. Is he's a, you know, a world class ex racer, but he also understands the television side. You know, where if you had to have GL or somebody, they, they wouldn't be able to do that right now. Where Maywin understands all the ins and outs and the sponsor reads and, and we're coming in and out of networks globally, right? You're jumping in and out of Eurosport and that's that's, uh, that's nothing. CBS that's, Sports that's... and all these things. Like there's a lot happening in your ear on live TV. And I'm just kind of blocking it all out because it doesn't bother. It doesn't affect me. 
but Malin's having to deal with all of that, right? He and he's like telling me to shut up at the at the right times. That he like there's just a lot happening. Uh, so I think to be able to do both, to have the expertise on the riding that he has, which you can't buy, and then to uh, have all the television knowledge, I think is pretty rare. Well, um, you get upset because he's by himself. I don't mind it. Like well, I don't, I don't mind no, it at all. I, I get upset for his fucking sanity. But I don't, I don't think it I bothers him. I, it, I think it does. Do you think so? I, do. I don't think it does. We've, Steve and I have argued about this. I, I really do not believe that it does. I think it does. So I think if it really bothered him, they would probably put someone in there to help him, right? Jesus, I think it's fucking cost. I think if he was vocal how, enough. How do they leave him in a trailer to do EMX and women's look and at, MXGP? How like much it, is a co-host going to fucking cost? I don't know, bro, but why won't they put? Why don't they try it? They do. JT they do. goes I, in I there. Oh, uh, yeah, but not, not, not all the time. Listen, I'm doing four of 20 next year. Yeah, exactly. That's we true. hope. Yeah. Good, well, luck. Good yeah, luck with I mean, that. As long as they'll let me um, yeah. All right, that's been the expert on goggle tariffs. Is it? Has it been? EKSbrand.com, the choice of privateer heroes everywhere. Unfortunately, not the choice of Marty. Just couldn't make it happen. What's he on? I don't know. Oh. An inferior product, probably. <laughs> X-Brand hey, goggles. The video of Marty huh? is insanity. Oh, do you know the deal? The MT- No, the MTSMX Instagram video of Marty. I, would, I don't know what you're Writing. talking about. Oh, i never seen you it. You never saw it? No. Steve saw it. Was that him going through the whoops? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah, he looks Jason really Thomas fast. from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, quickly, the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Uh, upload your resume for free today. The first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Number one source for power sports companies looking for uh, people to uh, get get started in the industry. If you want to get a job in the industry, this is a great place to start. Uh, seat Concepts is the job up in Idaho. Full-time job inside sales. They are looking for a highly skilled and industry experienced sales manager to join the rapidly growing company. Uh, so please check that out. Seat Concept uh, in, in Codwell, Idaho. So good job. Way to get started in the industry. Full-time job up there in uh, where JT lives. And so thanks to the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today, as I said. Um, all right. JT, so I sent you a list. Kiefer's got the list in front of him. This coming weekend, Houston kickoff uh, for the Supercross Series. I have 30 guys on this list that will be pissed if they are not in the 450 main event. I didn't include McElrath in this list. He's injured. He won't be racing. I think I got everybody. I may have even forgotten a guy or two. Um, But if you look at this list of 30, dude, there's going to be some guys sitting on the sidelines that are going to be very upset. Yeah, but, I mean, some of these are, I don't think they could be that pissed. Like, Freddie Noren. You can't be that pissed, right? He he was struggling to make the mains at the very end of the series where it was very watered down. Okay. Take off your um, eight then. Take off your eight. Okay, the eight. I, I already got mine. To take, okay, I'll go Rod Bell, mm-hmm. Fast Freddy, mm-hmm. Brees, mm-hmm. Seven Deuce Deuce, mm-hmm. A-Ray, And that's five. That's five. Only five. One, yep. two, sh- three, four, five. Damn. Uh, <laughs> let me let me rip off mine. See if it'll help you. So okay, I'll go Chiz. Okay, go ahead. No Chiz. I I don't want to take Chiz off. Of I know, but Chiz 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 is bro. I know. I I know. This is hard. Uh. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, they're not going to put those guys in the main event because you give up. Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to crash. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to do something stupid. Um, I mean, the rest the rest is just a toss-up. Like, somebody's not getting in. Somebody like Anstey or, or uh, Hill or somebody's going to do something stupid and not get in. I think the Bear has had a rough offseason from what I hear. I would maybe put the Bear on that list. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly, you know, I, I just, the Bear has so much experience. I mean, I, I always feel like he finds a way to get in or just he'll just Dude, knock people down until he gets in. Chiz is that way. That's Chiz. No. Well, Chiz finds a way. He ain't knocking people down to get no, in. No, but Chiz finds a way. Veteran experience. I know. I don't want to take Chiz off. I really don't. When he just buys bikes a couple weeks ago, though, and he's like, it's time to go racing. <laughs> That doesn't instill a lot of confidence. Though. He's fine, bro. He's fine. He's got his Atlas brace, okay. his X-Brand goggles. Fine. He's it's fine. Yamaha. You don't got to fuck with it that much. Just go ride it. What do you got, Kiefer? Uh, sad to say, A-Ray, Rod Bell. I got Hill on there as well. Hill out. The question mark, because of Hill, because of the new bike, um, not as much help as he's had. Right. And let's all face it, I think Hill can either qualify first or not make the main. That's how I feel about him. Okay. Um, seven deuce deuce. I have Chiz on there as well. Um, Bowers, Brees, and Fast Freddy. That's my eight. Yeah, it's hard to argue against that. So I mean, you look at the list above it. They're all. I so mean, you could, you could, you could, you could say and freeze are in. From what I've seen around SoCal, this is only what I've seen. Yeah. I think Heart Raft's in, and oh. and from the the pre race up in uh, Tulare or whatever, Freezy dominated. Madtown. Dominated the Madtown starts gone, just domination. Yeah, he he puts himself in such good positions. He he doesn't typically find himself in in bad positions as far as qualifying goes. Right. I, I will say this: I think just from my you know experience, we've been going to these. Well, not Kiefer because he goes home, but Steve and I have been going to these openers for you know thirty years now, and weird stuff happens. People get hurt. People crash yep. in the first turn. And some of these guys are going to sneak in. And guys that we would not think about, um, a guy like Benny Bloss or something like that. Somebody's going to do something yeah. stupid yeah, yeah. and not get in. It just always happens. And a guy like, you know, A-Ray or somebody sneaks in. It's not going to be just how we draw it up. No, of course not. There will be a sleeper in the main event, for sure. Yep. I'm just looking it's at just this. Somebody's going to do something dumb. It always happens. I mean, past these guys, right? There's other privateers that are legit. Yeah. And, dude, they're fucked. Like, there is a shit ton of fact, just factory dudes, right? Yep. Well, okay, so this is 30. Right. Think of a night show. Ten more guys only. Right. Are getting into the night. Because these guys are all night show. Yep. Stamp all these guys in the night show. Now you only have ten more spots for for, for guys like... Cat uh, and Zero. Yeah. Um, well, we can... Cade Clayson. Right. Right. I didn't put Cade on this list. Cade didn't make a main last year. He probably doesn't deserve Cade to be on this list. Cade was not that impressive last season. So he, he honestly shouldn't be on the list until, okay. he, until he rides a little bit better. Right. So you're just shitting on A-Ray, both of you guys. No, I was just thinking no. about that too. Yeah. It, I mean, what the hell do you want us to do, though? Yeah. Like, well, I'm just looking at the list above it, and all these guys are lots of main. I mean, besides Anstey, I would say, have proved themselves. Right. So... I mean, well, those guys are legit. Like, it's not a, it's not against A-Ray at all. It's just and, – and he will get a shot. I mean, these lists mean nothing. When the gate drops, it doesn't – none of that crap matters. Here's a good one. Out of those eight that I just mentioned, who yeah. has the most raw speed out of those eight? 
Hey, Ray. More than Rod Bell? I Bowers. More than Chiz? Yeah, Chiz. I think Bowers can go the fastest of all. But if, if it was just like, hey, this one lap for the, for the rest of your life, I think Bowers in the whoops and just, I mean, the guy's pretty accomplished. I'm going A-Ray um, as well because I think he just throws his balls on the fucking bar pad and goes. Right. He probably ends up in the stands. That's what happens. <laughs> Uh, I'm interested to see Rod Bell. Uh, the, the story of the summer, yeah. crushed it last summer, and uh, he raced Salt Lake City on a 250F. He made the main once, JT. I think he made one main. Mm, I'm not sure. Uh, and he came close a couple times. And he's on 450 though, right? Yeah, he's on 450s now. Okay. Yeah, but but do we know if he's a soupy guy? Right? He's he's down. He's he quit he quit his job. He's working. Uh, oh, he quit. Riding, well, or stepped away or okay. whatever. And he's, he's been riding at Rat Race Place. Oh shit! Down in Florida. Okay. Yeah. That's it was a good example of we would make a we would look at a list like this and be like, how in the hell did that guy get in? And this was a few years ago, but Nick Schmidt, when he was kind of at his peak, yeah, you would have him on a list like this, and then he would just find his way in. Or just yep, he would get fourth or fifth in the semi, and you'd be like, yep, Nick Schmidt's in again. Or Tevin Tapia made a one one time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember my own career in 2011. I was looking at the list, and I'm like. What in the hell am I going to do here? And I had to beat uh, Nick Way, and I had to beat Blos, and I had to beat a few guys in my heat, but I got ninth in my heat, and it was just like a full battle royale. Like, yeah. everybody's going the same speed, and I just somehow held on. But that's what it's going to take. That's what it takes to get in the opener. You just have to ride, you know, the perfect race. That's should be, tough. Should be interesting, man. Should be great. Heat races are going to be great, too, you know? So every race that and, lines and up is going to be really good. two days later, they're racing again. Right. Yeah. I love that as a fan. Yeah. That's badass. Right. I love Tuesday nights. You get to come home from work and watch some soupy. Oh, yeah. You're working hard? That You got the, the plumbing job? I'm just saying, working hard. Got any eggs? <laughs> Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the weirdest question I've heard in 2021 so far. Mark's asked if LeMay's racing. Ben's out, right? No, he's not riding Supercross. Yeah, not riding Supy, So. No. But, yeah, that would be a good pick. Um. All right, well, we'll see this weekend. I think Chiz gets in. I know. I don't know the fucking eight. I don't know who you want to take out, but fucking Chiz gets in. I, I don't have a great argument against He's this. fucking Chiz. I mean, you made me pick guys that aren't going to make it, so. I know. And let's face it, Chiz is, for me, he's better on the East Coast. But we're all on heart raft. We're all on heart raft. Never raced the 4 the Supercross before. Yeah, I think he's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he, he's, got, he's got a lot of speed, man. Like you... You look at his results outdoors this past year. You look at his ability to run near the podium in 250 class. Um, I, I think his sprint speed will will be just fine. Right. Smiley face assassin is what I call him because he always looks pissed off. He's really, really Wait, good what? in the whoops. Isn't that the opposite? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. Know. I, I, I don't know either. I think you he, got eggs. I, I, think, I think. I think he got. <laughs> you okay back there? Uh, you okay back there? You okay back there? Um. Okay, speaking of picks, Pulpamex Fantasy kicking off this weekend. Look, people, don't wait till the last minute to sign up, all right? Uh, Mark, you, you can wait all you want. Just sign up when it's convenient for you. Don't listen to this guy. Uh, sign up before the race, though, because if you don't sign up before the race, those points don't count. And, just, 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 or just keep waiting. And don't worry about it. It's 4 o'clock lockout on West? What? Uh, yes. Or 5 o'clock. We're in Houston. Five, so 7 are we? What's the lockup? Six or seven? It says six Eastern, so that would be three, three Pacific. Six Eastern. 
Yeah. It's what? Why would it be six Eastern? That's what the, the hell thing, are you guys talking about? That's what about? the thing says. What thing? Why? Website. What who's, website? Who's, the the Supercross website says it's on at six Eastern. Okay. Yeah, that's What's why on I asked. At six Eastern, five that's, o'clock Central. Yeah. We're, going, we're not racing at five o'clock Central. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> can I we mean, get to I, the bottom I, of this? Hold I on. hundred percent be wrong. But what, that sounds crazy. Where's Paul Malin? What's he say? I'm gonna look right now, Marks. Uh, okay, so. Right. You guys got eggs? Because you guys know what the fuck you're talking about either right now. I mean, we haven't got the official schedule. Oh, big yet, ceremonies, so. 4.30 p.m. Holy hell. Local time. Uh, Local you, time, I think 4.30 you guys, p.m. Uh, you guys owe Marks an apology? I don't. Well, thank you. Seattle, this is this is all crazy to me because we were told that FanFest and practice, like the stadium and FanFest would be open from 11 to 3. So, I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get this at all. We're going to have to do some more recon but we'll go for that for now we'll i mean okay so JT, you're not gonna be, it, it's better to be early than late i just sent you a text jt of the schedule but 4 30 opening ceremony so that is 2 30 west coast time is lockout nope okay opening ceremonies is not uh lockout time <laughs> lockout time is three o'clock pacific pacific time yes three o'clock pacific six eastern yes. lockout time for pulp mx fantasy round one get your uh signups in you uh, you can win prizes every week, yearly prizes. You don't even got to be good at fantasy. If you sign up, if you pay to play, you can win a TTR 110 if you sign up for Supercross and Motocross or a 2021 Yamaha YZ450. And you don't even got to be good. You can win a R-Jerky prize pack, a Interwest Hemp gift card, a Motorsport.com gift card just randomly every single week. You don't even got to be good. But if you're good and you do your work, you can win a lot of prizes. So, pulpamexfantasy.com. It's been going well. Create a league with your buddies. You can all shit talk your buddies. I'm in a Vital MX League. I'm in a Atlas Brace League. I'm in an Industry Idiots League. So, it's fantastic. It's great. Jesus. It's gonna Everyone's going to uh, really enjoy this. And for people, that, just to throw this out there, you can't pick your riders yet. Um, but we do wait a little bit to make sure we get the correct riders for, you know, as accurate as we can for which riders are racing which coast. Because then people come back to us and say, well, why were these guys on the list? They're not even racing this coast because the two video teams don't like to tell us who's racing which coast, right? So we wait as long as we can. We It's usually Wednesday or Thursday when they're up. Um, so if you're wondering about that, I've been seeing a lot of chat messages about that. Your best, your best bet is just look at the damn practice times. If they're not on there, they're not racing. Right. Yes. Right. Um, are we going to... Do we have the riders? Are we going to list all the entry lists, or we're not doing that? Uh, what do you mean? For the opening 250 race. Like, you know, like, Mitch enters all four guys. Yeah, they're going to be on Then there. all four guys will be on there. They'll all be on there. Okay, yep. yes, got it. Okay. There is a little button on the team page. Uh, if you check after practice, or no, I'm sorry, after qualifying, there's a little checkbox you can click at the top of the list that says only list riders that, are- that participated in qualifying, that have a qualifying time. If you use yeah, that, it'll, moron, filter, like it'll that. filter out everybody else that didn't, that wasn't there. Right. So you don't have any excuses. And are we? Drives me, that stuff drives me crazy, man. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be rude to people, but that stuff drives me insane. Like, don't blame other people for. Yeah. Wow. The fact that you don't even look who's racing. It's it's uh. Fuck my ass. You know we're, that's that's how you it got works. a bike. And Kiefer's playing this year, so I mean I'm it's not, gonna be I'm really not good. Playing. It's gonna be really good. Um. Another one. Another person asked me to play. I said no. Handicaps should be up. Wednesday, we hope. I believe that. I believe yep. that's what they said. We're yeah. going to try to do Wednesday. We do a fantasy pod every week as well. The experts get together and we debate uh, who to pick. 
And and obviously, obviously, JT, the opening round, like, yeah, throw, throw, throw up our hands in the air. But we'll try. I'm already getting stressed out. You can tell my, my tone is changing, just getting the fantasy. I'm getting antsy already. Are we doing the A-Ray button? Uh, yeah. it's, it's, Fuck my wait. ass. It's in the works. Okay. It's Please. not done yet, but uh, I'm I'm trying, I promise. Okay. Yeah. What's the, what's the A-Ray just... button? In my ass. <laughs> the A-Ray you button. You pick A-Ray and you immediately get eggs. If you, if you <laughs> pick A-Ray, we're, we're doing something where if you pick A-Ray, a pop-up's going to come up, are you sure? Oh. <laughs> just, just A-Ray. That's actually funny. It's really good. Yeah. That's funny. And like a little emoji, like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? You should get like two or three. Like you say yes, you say yes three times. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Ray. No, are you really sure? Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> are you wanting Alex Ray? Yeah, yeah, from Tennessee. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it, it'll be fantastic. Pulpamixfantasy.com. Like I said, sign up, and if you don't, you don't got to be really good to win a, a couple of bikes and some gift cards and. Some R jerky and all lots of things like that. So it's uh, it's great. Motorsport.com. Decal Works is on board with us, of course. Uh, lots of great prizes. Uh, polar guys if, are if, on. Yeah. If you've never done fantasy and Kiefer, this 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 right at you. I I take it way too serious, which is my own fault. Mm-hmm. But I cannot I cannot express enough how much more fun the races are when you're playing fantasy. There is just nothing like it. And I play fantasy everything. I play fantasy football. I played fantasy motocross, and I have for 15 years. It makes the racing so much more entertaining because, let's be honest, there are races where, you know, Tomac gets out front and it's just like, oh, well, eh, that was a waste of 20 minutes of time because nothing happened. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, if you have a fantasy team, there's a lot happening. Uh, So I would just invite people that have never done it, just give it a shot. You know, even if you just play the sign up and play for free, I I think you'll really, really enjoy it. You know who's playing this year for the first time ever is uh, Galdi. He's signing up. He's like he's ready to be. He's ready for the roller coaster. He's Paul gonna be so pissed off for it. He knows so much about the sport. Yeah. He would love it. Right? Yep. It just it brings all these privateer guys that you listen to on this janky show. Yep. It brings all those guys into into play for stuff like that. And the FXR Racing Privateer Island show. Oh, I like that show. Oh, you do like that? Yeah, show? yeah, I like oh, that. Okay, show. all right. Okay. Yeah, just checking. Mm-hmm. Family first. Family first. Okay. Um. Looking forward to it. JT, too, uh, Houston, this weekend, Fly Racing Radio Show. We're doing it. Do you know what time? Well, since I got this schedule, just throw yeah, my Okay, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> right. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, the, the general rule of thumb is right after the last practice every time. Okay, so that'll so, be around 2.45. You know, yeah, give us, you know, 15 or 20 minutes yep. to drag our ass over there. But right after the last practice, we'll be showing up. And uh, also a two-live show at Three Palms on Friday night. Myself, Weege, JT, trying to get some special guests there. Hmm. It's outdoors at Three Palms. It's getting so. pushed out. It's getting pushed out over here. That's fine. <laughs> really? Hmm. That's great. Okay. How's that indie show looking for me? Well, do you want to go to the race? No, it's fine. I mean, I just... Do you want to go to the race? No, nope. I'm going where I wanted. That's fine. You want to go... <laughs> Well, you could check out a CFXR live shows, see how they're doing it. God. You know, seriously, I mean, come on. I don't want to blow fly. Yeah. But, like, that is a really good helmet. Oh, what do you know? That's great. I guess you give Kiefer a amount of money, you just, yeah, just jump around. Just jump around. Everybody jump, jump up, around, jump up right. and get down. You and Phil, FXR team. Yeah, me and Phil. We know what's up. The, yeah. the best part was, like, you know, and, and there were a lot of talks between Kiefer and I and Max and, and our team. 
and then, it, you know, we, in the end, everybody just decided that, you know, this was the best direction for Chris and we're going to go our separate ways. Then like the next day there was like a full feature length film that comes out with <laughs> Chris and Aiden. I'm like, Oh dear God, like this has been in production for months. No, that actually did not go down till after, but it was very quick. Yes. <laughs> after. After. Oh my God! Give yeah. me a break. Sublimated gear. Yeah. Yeah. Sublimated yeah. gear just made right away. Right. Yeah. Like it just shows up the next day. They're but out filming. Like Kiefer, I keep seeing you just okay. kind of in the same stuff though a lot. Like I kind of I see the photos. No, from, I've got from plenty of gear. Stuff. Nope. Plenty you know, of gear. I see. That's just my favorite colors oh. I like to wear. Oh. Okay. It just seems like you just have. No. Couple sets. I've got a few. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just the odd. Yeah. I got a few. My uh, my guys from Keyfring Testing has a few. Like everyone's fine. Okay. I'm just going back there. <laughs> you know what? I've only been I've only been liking Aiden's posts when he posts like older fly stuff. Dude, that's, that's you anyway. Stuff. That's you anyway. JT will not like any post unless it's a or this is Max too. By the way, Max too. Max, unless yeah. if I post something of Heather. Max likes it. <laughs> if I post oh, really? something I a fly, JT likes it. Any, and yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, a neutral thing, right. and JT nothing. Yep. Uh, I like the FXR yeah, stuff. I, it, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very loyal to that brand. If you hadn't picked <laughs> up on that yet, right. uh, I do like the FXR stuff, tick stuff, the twenty one stuff. I, I told Andy and everybody FXR guys, I thought it looked really good. I think, I think they took a step up this year, so I, I like the way it looks. It's, though. it's good stuff, and like I told JT and Max. I will never say anything bad about Fly. They've always treated me well. The stuff is great, and I stand I don't by. I want to blow Fly. I stand yeah. by it, but like that is a really good helmet. I'm in a 6D now, but I'm telling you right now. I tell everyone that emails me. I say if there's two helmets that I would choose, those two helmets are them. Fly Formula helmet's great. Nothing wrong with it. Awesome helmet. Pulp MX Fantasy. Sign up to play to enjoy Supercross. You will not enjoy Supercross if you do not play Pulp MX Fantasy. It's I mean, can't possible. you look at other shit? And and this is what JT said. Uh, you know, Tomex went in, you might be bored. I'm not bored. I'm fine. They show other it, things. Well, you don't have a frame of reference to compare to, though. Oh, because I didn't try it yet. That's what you're saying. Yes. Right. Correct. Okay. So don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. I th I think for as much as you're into it and you know all these guys, I think you would love it. I, I really do. Um, I I'm cool if you don't want to play, but, man, it, it really, like, it's, it's the most exciting part of the race for me. It really is. Koga? And, and you have you Koga? have your guys, too. Like, you have a Tomac and a Roxon. Well, Steve wouldn't pick Roxon, but we might pick Roxon. You know what I and, appreciate? I appreciate you, JT, and I appreciate Mathis, and I appreciate you guys that are doing this fantasy thing because, look, let's face it. You know, we just saw pictures of you up skiing or snowboarding, whatever you're doing. But I can guarantee when you're doing other shit, you're still thinking about dirt bikes, right? I don't think we have a choice. It's so enveloped in our lives. Right. There is just no escaping it. Yeah. And this is going to my point. Like, I feel like I need to detach a little bit on some things because I'm a surrounded by it so much. And fantasy, is, I feel like, would add work for me. You know? No. I, I think you're wrong. Okay. All right. Before we let JT go and get to Aaron Plessinger, a couple of quick questions. Make them quick, please. Colin, you got a formula question for JT? Yeah, well, you guys were talking about the uh, 6D. I have a 6D right now, an ATR1. Um, I, I loved the Fly F2. I had one back in 2015. The thing I don't like about my 6D, though, is how large of a helmet it is. The shell itself is very large. Do you know if the formula is more closer to that F2 size, or is it 
pretty large itself like that 6D is with all the new technology inside it's, the shell. It's definitely not as big. That's something a 6D, guys, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not bagging on that's a great product, but it's a big helmet. The formula looks just, yeah, JT, F2-ish. Yeah, and there's there's a couple things to it, and and I I really don't like speaking about other people's products. I just don't think it's very professional. But I, look, you can say my, the sixty is a no, big shell, and I'm going to okay. I'm going to my perspective on Jesus. that and what I've learned from talking with scientists and all these you know people that are this is their livelihood is designing things like this is they added more EPS strategically to protect a little bit more, and for us we had to make strategic decisions do we want to uh you know could we add more there and be more protective in that certain spot yes but we were also battling the weight side right and there's a there's a line of thinking that the less weight you have on the end of your body you know in that pendulum effect that the less energy is is there right so we were battling back and forth with yes we could add more eps make a bigger show like 60 did but we also want it to be extremely lightweight and go that angle too. So we kind of found a happy medium there. Um, and, and that's reflected in the weights of helmets too. So that's not something we were blind to. It was just a conscious decision we made to strategically place more EPS in certain areas, but also keep the weight down where they decided to add more than even we did, but then they sacrificed having a little bit more weight. Uh, all right. Thanks for the call, oh, Colin. What's his name, Colin? Colin. 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 We got to go, but hurry up. Okay, well All then right. go ahead, go. No, go ahead. No, I'm just Qu- saying, like, quickly. for me, um, the formula is a lighter helmet. It's quieter than the 60. I like a certain things um, about the 60 on the ATR2. The ATR1 that you have is a little bit heavier feeling. ATR2 is a little bit yeah. lighter. Um, but for me, there's just little bit differences, but I always look at helmet safety as like religion. You're, you're going to go with one religion that you believe in, and you're going to stick with that. Like when JT talks to me or the scientists that invented the, you know, the rayon, the, the, the rayon um, I'm all in. Like I, I believe in that. And then I talk to Bob at 6D, and then he speaks to me about their technology. And then I'm like, I believe in that. So it's just go what your fits your head the best, the most comfort, and then the well, safety that you go with. And, and I'm telling you right now, the formula safety is really good. Yeah, thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, all right, quickly, Paul has a Suzuki question. Paul, uh, what's your question to JT for Suzuki? I, he's not on the Army anymore, Paul. I don't know if you know this, but he's left the Army. Army. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Uh, my question is a little bit too too long-winded for, for the time you have, so oh. I'll just sidestep that. But, uh, but uh, quick side note, Mark's? I love Marks, but he does look like Napoleon Dynamite tonight, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah. I've gotten that All right, before. Well, thanks for the time. Uh, All right. My question is too long-winded. So All right. great See you, Paul. Thanks for calling. Thank you. My lips hurt real, real bad. Chapstick uh, right now. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. JT, uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Wednesday. I will ask you for your Is Houston. Is it going to be Wednesday this week? Yes. You got to fly Thursday? Yeah, or I got to fly Thursday. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, I will ask you on Wednesday for your winner in Houston. But uh, uh, Oh, yeah. We're not going to do that today. Uh, obviously, you're not picking Roxon. He's going to win races. He's just not my pick for the title. He will win races. You said he's not even a contender. Ooh. I don't think he's going to win the title, no. That's not what you said. You said yeah, he's the, not going to be a contender. Yes. For the championship. For the championship. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I stand okay. by that. Uh, All right. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Uh, again, if you see eggs at Chipotle, let us know. Yeah. Uh, that's 
that's not going away. Like, that's one of the worst takes. It's, it's early in this year, but that's one of the worst takes. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's all year. remember this moment, people. Oh, all boy. right, thanks, JT. All right, guys, see ya. All see right, ya. thank you. What kind of sprocket does Aaron Plessinger have on the back of his star Yamaha? It's a Vortex, Vortex. Racing. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com to get a same sprocket that AP, Mookie, Dylan Ferrandis use. Chad Reed and James Stewart won championships with Vortex Racing. Uh, High-end high components here, whether it's the sprockets, whether it's the V3 bar. They've got you covered. Uh, 29% stronger than the competition. They've got the oversized bar. They've got the 7 eighths bar. VortexRacing.com will dial you in. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Let's welcome our next guest on the show. He is the number seven. Monster Energy Star Yamaha, Aaron Plessinger. AP, what's up, man? Oh, not much. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming on. Earlier tonight, we were getting Chipotle for commercial break, AP, and my wife is, like, getting everybody's order. <laughs> God. And Kiefer, Chris Kiefer here, says, do they have eggs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do they have eggs? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, eggs. Hey. Eggs. AP, wouldn't that be awesome if Chipotle had eggs and you could put, like, the chicken and the egg in? That'd be great. Dude, that would be unreal. I know, uh, dude, I can't remember what. Um, Moe's. Is it is it Moe's or? No, it's uh, Qdoba in, I think, yeah, you're Atlanta right. Airport. Yeah. Dude, every time I pass through there in the and, morning. And they got the queso, the queso cheese burrito. on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so you, nice. You'll see those air, those restaurants and airports that don't offer breakfast normally, but they got to do something. They'll do stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's strong, Cadoba. Hmm. You're right. I've had that before. Oh, yeah. But but to ask my wife if they had eggs at Chipotle, <laughs> it's just an all-time AP. <laughs> it's all-time. <laughs> that is pretty classic. <laughs> uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Aaron Plessinger on the show. AP, you're one of the most interesting guys for me to talk about when it comes to Supercross coming up this year because we all know your past, your championships. You haven't got it done in the 450s like you would, mostly due to injury. Same bike, new team, though, new people looking at the bike. How are we feeling? What, how are we feeling going in? Dude, we are feeling as confident as I was at probably the start of 2018. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I've been I've been feeling really really good on the bike. Um, you know, me and Mookie and and everybody and under Swanee has been putting in the work mm-hmm. and and we are. I think we're ready to go. I don't think we could do any more than we already already have possibly. And um, yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna open some eyes this year with the YZ 450F. Well, listen, I'm Blue Crew, so I hope so because I got all these jerk offs. You know, pointing to Coop, <laughs> pointing to Coop, and pointing to this guy, and and Bam Bam, and and everybody else, and you and Bam Bam at Salt Lake City, they're they're pointing and they're laughing, and I'm like, wait, oh. just wait for Blue Crew. So I hope so. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a different story this year for the blue, the blue guys. Um, we, good. Uh, we got that bike working really really good. So and I've I've gone a whole off season. Yeah, I've gone a whole off season without hitting the ground, so <laughs> we're we're sitting pretty. <laughs> we're sitting pretty. That's good. Uh, so differences. I mean, obviously you're hurt a little bit, but getting on this Star Yamaha versus the Monster Energy Factory Yamaha, like the average guy, can you tell them what the biggest difference, feeling wise, on the track is for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like under factory. It was just really such a rigid bike like i could feel everything 
in my hands, like every bump, every rock, anything you could think of, I could just feel it in my hands. And there was so much like feedback from, from the suspension, just kicking back or doing whatever it was doing that it was just, it was just hard, hard to ride. Hard to push. Right. And yeah, it was just hard to push. And if you could, you could push at a decent pace, but as soon as you would go over that and you get into your race pace, it was almost like you couldn't, you couldn't settle into that because the bike was so just so unpredictable and uh, it would do whatever it wanted to do at the time. And um, now with these guys, um, it's, it's just, I don't know. The bike is so predictable um, that I, I could put it where I want to. It, it almost feels exactly like my 250F. We, we shed a lot of weight from it. Um, it's just uh, a really comfy, comfy, predictable feeling that, that I really, really like. Does it more so like based on engine character now, a little smoother, easier to ride, or is it more chassis side? I think it's more so chassis side because uh, the bike is still ripping. Like, it's so fast still. Uh, but I think rideability-wise, I think more so comes from the chassis and the suspension just uh, all working together. And there's nothing working against one another. Like, I felt like it was kind of the 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 chassis and, and the suspension on the factory bike. It was just kind of working against each other not really not really wanting to um absorb much but the star bike it it absorbs everything and it works it's i don't know it works together perfectly is that from new eyes on the team helping you is that from a different approach that you took or someone on the team took like what kind of uh pointed you in that direction and and the team itself uh, well, I mean, when they started, um, I was, I was really supposed to be like starting whenever I broke my wrist. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, nothing like I, I didn't really get to see any of the testing side okay. of things until I got back. So I, I really couldn't say on that, but I know they did like hours and hours and hours of testing with, uh, with um, Dylan and uh, you know Mookie and, yeah, and yeah. everybody, so before before I even got back, they already had the bike dialed. And, and when I got uh, onto Supercross, they just threw me on a setting, and I've not really messed with it too too much um, since I've got onto it. You know, Kiefer, I, I doubt Aaron knows this, but you and I rode RV's factory bike mm-hmm. at Paris. It was Barsha's Indiana setup, basically. Uh, and and uh, AP, we liked it. We, I mean, we both ride Yamaha's a lot. Obviously, nowhere near as fast as you. But uh, Kiefer, we were impressed by that thing. So yeah, it's just like what he was saying. I think uh, there's some things that I I thought about the bike that could have been a little better. But from what I had to this was a huge step. Yeah. And I can, you know, for them, I could see like why they want a little bit more comfort. Right. But for me, man, it, it was it was really nice because yeah. I'm at that level. Yeah. So. So AP, all healthy, right? You didn't hit the ground all off season, so that's good. You're all healthy. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're feeling good. Yeah, right. I uh, yeah, wrist is feeling a okay, 100 percent, ready to go. And um, 
Yeah, I'm, the, I'm in uh, probably the best shape I've been in two years. So nice. Well, I don't. Ready. You know, obviously the injuries is what doesn't help your fitness, right? Uh, getting getting knocked down, get, come back, and everything else. But I never really doubted the work you did with Swanee and all the guys. You know, I think that's always been solid for you as far as that program goes. Um, yeah. Is it is it nice being around all the guys over there, back with them, and 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 dealing with that? I mean. The fact that the Yamaha guys are good, uh, um, you know, Sergio and those guys are super smart. They know what they're doing over there. But these guys are where you won your championships. And is, is that a nice bit of uh, feeling to go back home like that? Yeah, yeah, it was It was kind of, uh, um, I don't know, bittersweet coming back to them. It's it's yep. like family. Um, you know, I, I get along with them so well. Uh, Bobby, Will, Jeremy, Brad, just everybody over there. Right. Um, I didn't realize how how much I missed it until I uh, I got back with him. So sure, uh, yeah, a, a bunch of comfort and uh, happiness has, uh, has come along with that too. I had a guy over at, that worked with you a little bit at Yamaha tell me that you know you 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 weren't an ace tester, right? And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. It's just it's not somebody. Not, <laughs> not everybody knows exactly what they're doing. And he told me that you'll be better over there because those guys kind of know what you mean when you say different stuff because of just working <laughs> with you. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and so they, the, the guy told me, he's like, he'll be better over there. They know him. They speak they, AP. They speak AP. Right. Uh, you know, I think there's some truth to that. Do you, you, do you agree? I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I I suck at testing. I, <laughs> I didn't want to be. Uh, I didn't want to say that. AP. I didn't want to say that. You, you don't have like you don't have to sugarcoat it or anything. I yeah. know. Like I, I absolutely don't know really what I'm doing when it comes. I I know what I want, <laughs> yep, but yep. when I it, when it doesn't come out of my mouth right, and when I try to relay the message, it just gets all <laughs> twisted up. So <laughs> yeah, Jeremy uh, Coker has a has a funny saying. It's like when I want to adjust the bike, just go opposite of what I say, and it'll be better. <laughs> oh <That's> really? Awesome. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what this person told me. Like, they, they know how he'll, he'll, he'll want the set. They'll know what he's saying when he talks about the setup of the bike because this guy that worked in the general vicinity of you, they were confused at times on what you what how that bike was supposed to work. So, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I can see that. Like, when I talk to Japanese when I'm testing, you speak, you kind of have this Japanese English, you know, uh -huh. tone. They know, you know what they're saying, they kind of know what you're saying. You've been around long enough. Um, AP is probably kind of the same way. They know how AP rides. They probably know yeah. what he likes, yep. and they can go that direction, you know? Right. So I hear, Aaron, that Mookie, and this is no surprise, I hear that Mookie has been just balls fast during the week. Uh, how, is that true? And, and have you guys switched spots? I know Dylan was out for a little bit, so he's just getting back into it. How's it been for the sprints during the week? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Mookie is is unreal. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I had I, I had to put it to him today, though. You oh, know? okay. So yeah, there we go. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, one of the one of the one of the last days coming up to the season, I had to I had to show him my real speed. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, him and him and Christian have been like absolutely insane. Um, you know, I I've been kind of playing the catch up role for right. for the last few weeks, but. Um, you know, I I couldn't seem to catch him until like this this past week. Actually, oh, good for um, you though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I've been feeling really good, and then to watch them go around the track is like, wow, they are 
it's like a yeah it's like a slot car race every time i see them go around the track it's 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 crazy but yeah they have been ripping vortex racing bringing you aaron plessinger on the show email kyle at vortexracing.com use the same sprocket that ap dylan and mookie use on the back of their bikes uh as well as reed and stewart over the years so well okay so christian came on the show about a month ago when Kiefer was last in studio here aaron and Look, he's got one. I love Christian, okay? He's a great dude, and he's fast, and he's talented. I'm not saying that. But he's got one Supercross win to his credit. Kiefer here was saying that he thinks Christian's the man to beat. I started yelling and screaming about how you can't say that with Christian on the phone. Um, so then we made a bet. We made it. Well, listen, I'm just being real. I got to be yeah. real, right? Um, yeah. So then we made a bet that I got to shave my head if Christian wins a championship. <laughs> so am I shaving my head here? Dick. Am I, am, am I, am I? Uh, there is there is a solid. solid <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Really? You are saving your head. <laughs> yep. Oh shit! There okay. Is a solid chance. All, here, all he needed was Blue Crew. Damn it! Here, Damn it! Here's why, and here's I, here's the reason why. And AP can maybe have my back or, or yeah, say yeah. no, but like Christian has been doing this a long time. Yes. He has 450 experience. He's done well in 450s. Now he's on a bike that he really truly loves. Mm-hmm. He's away from attachment to his, you know, I guess father-in-law a little bit. He's on his own. He kind of knows, like, hey, man, I got to shit or get off the pot. All of these things combined, and with the help from a gold medalist, mentally, I just think he's going to be well put together. That's 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 why I think he's the guy to be. Okay, well, I don't want want your analysis, but AP's analysis scares me. I may be shaving my head, so he knows. He's seen him every day at the test track. So <laughs> can I shave blue crew on the side of it? Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. That'd be cool Please. too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, hey, I'm supposed to ask you about your love of golf, by the way. Oh, dude, it's coming along. Oh yeah, I'll probably be on the tour next year. Really? Maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, I just started like tw- like two months ago, but you know, I'm. I'm what are you? What are you <laughs> shooting? Are you shooting under 100? Uh, mm, uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, 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 I haven't really kept score that much, but, right. um, I, I was even par through four, I think four or five holes last weekend. Nice. Okay. And then it kind of, you know, my consistency yeah. is a little off. Yeah. So it kind of went downhill after that, but you know, I can, I can stay even par for four holes, you know? <laughs> Shit, dude, you're a natural. You're right. You'll be on the tour. You'll be on the tour next year. <laughs> We're coming for it. We're coming for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, hey, uh, how do you feel about the, the, the COVID rules and the, the three races in a week and all that kind of stuff? You ready for that? You, you looking forward to it? Or are you kind of dreading it? Because obviously you got a family now and everything else. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, Indianapolis will be cold as shit for, for the whole week we're there. But what, 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 are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I think the rules are a little out there. Um, but, I, you know, I have my own thoughts on this whole thing. But, um you got to do what you got to do to get yep. the season done, and, and they've they've done what they uh, they've done what they had to do, and they've they've done a good job at it. And uh, all I can say is at least we have a season this yeah. year, and yeah. I'm pumped on that. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 stoked on it. I think uh, the three three races in in a week will be a challenge in itself, but I think it'll be sick. I think it'll be cool right. to go and and stay and and get to actually see the cities that we 
don't really get to explore um, yeah, sure. uh, in a regular season. And then, you know, it'll be, I think it'll be almost like uh, getting back to the amateur races in a, in a sense, yeah. um, staying there over, over a week and, and uh, getting to actually hang out and, and do things. Well, not really. Not really. Too much. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm going to play a round or two of golf in Texas. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the golf shirt yeah, on. And you got the golf shirt? You got everything? You got the whole the whole uh, thing? I, I got the whole nine. I got the I got the gloves. I got the balls. I got the shirt. I, I'm, I, if I don't play the best, at least I'm, I'm looking the best on the, on the course. Spikes? You got spikes? Huh? Shoes oh, like yeah. like the whole shoes the dip? Oh, yeah, yeah I got the, I got the shoes I got oh, I got wow. the wow I got the Callaway shoes with the you know I just got fitted for uh, for a set of clubs oh the other wow week. Oh, okay shit. it's got bit I'm getting dialed in I just picture yeah. AP more of a soul golfer I do I do too right? yeah yeah not so official oh, right? right like like a t-shirt. Like a, a beer koozie, yeah. beer in a koozie, a t-shirt, yeah. flip-flops, and he's hitting the ball. That's how right. I picture it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna get there. <laughs> I will get there as soon as I get as soon as I get good enough to not dress good. I'm gonna get there. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. be like the John Daly. <laughs> John Daly. <laughs> I like it. I like Probably it. Probably not as good. Um, <laughs> hey, is it contract year for you? I believe this year for for the ride and for Yamaha and everything else. Does that add? I mean, look, you're. You're not one of those guys that's wound up too tight, but is that stuff you think about? Is that is that dwell on you? Um, I mean, yeah, it's in the back of my mind, but like, I'm, I'm really confident I'm going to do good this year. Awesome, I yeah. um, I don't I don't think it's going to be a problem uh, as far as I'm concerned, and and like I w- I would really really like to sign blue again mm-hmm. um and keep it in the keep it in the family i've been on yamaha for 13 years now so yeah shit. um yeah so i uh i think it's gonna be a good year I, I don't think i'm gonna have a problem um getting anything done this year uh, as confident as i've i've been in the week and and on the bike this year so uh, my starts have been dialed too so i think it's gonna be um a pretty pretty bitching year Nice, yeah, looking forward to it. We asked AC this, too, um, with this whole COVID thing. Did, have you got tested? Have you had it? You know, how how does that fit in? Because I guess if you got it and had it before, you're good. Like, like Tickle. Tickle doesn't have to test for right. 90 days or something. Right. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've uh, I've only been tested twice, um, Utah being one. Uh, so I've never had it. Um, I don't think – I don't think I've I don't think I've ever had it. Right. Uh, but you know, who knows? I, I could have caught it, been asymptomatic, and then just never really got anything from it. But uh, no, as far as I'm concerned, I've never had it. Um, so yeah, we're 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 sitting good. I, uh, my, my wife's got me on the immune booster, so uh, so we're yeah, should we're, be should we're be good. dialed then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're pumping oils. Oh shit! <laughs> pumping, we're pumping oils. essential oils out. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. AP AP tested positive for essential oils. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> man, I hope I hope. Like I said, like on these shows we do and all the media stuff. I know you don't pay attention to it, but you're super interesting to me. Like I, I feel like you got it still in you. It just it hasn't clicked. And this team switch on the same bike though, 
Like we're like I'm interested. I, I can't wait to see how this goes. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, you're definitely one of those guys that uh, I hope it goes well for, and uh, we need you on the podium. We just need you on the podium. Yeah, you know, no doubt. We need to keep it real. I appreciate it, boys. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, you. Uh, I think I'm going to wake a lot of people up. I, I told Ricky, I told Carmichael this a couple couple days ago. I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to wake a lot of people up. Um, I think I'm going to do what should have been done a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm taking this year like uh, like it was supposed to be my my rookie year, and I'm going to feel unreal. I'm confident and I'm ready to go race. Uh, by the way, before we let you go. Uh, the fly rod Weimer thing. Just our listener, our <laughs> listeners loved it. Our listeners loved it. Like, yeah, they, we need to get on. We need to get on here again. I know. I know. It absolutely was a big hit with that, with Instagram and everything. I get attached with fly fishing things with you. Well, I missed this. So. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you okay. a commercial break, but right. it, it was a good story. So it's fantastic. Oh, it's a good one. Um, it is a good one. Thanks for coming on AP. Uh, I would say see you in Houston this weekend, but I probably won't. So probably just virtually. Yeah. Um, but thank you for everything and uh, good luck. <laughs> good this luck, year, man. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, boys. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having a good year. All right, man. Thanks, Aaron. See ya. That's Aaron Plessage, everybody brought to you by vortexracing.com. Uh, please check it out. It's, He's interesting. I don't know how it's going to go, but he's interesting. He's going to be – I think he's going to be good. And I'm. what I like to hear is how confident he is in himself. He like, is, Like, I yeah. like that. Yeah. And then there was a – Mookie had a GoPro on, and it's, it's – These guys on. were just talking about it. And uh, Talon and, and – Yeah, they did like the a 10-lap, uh, you know, scrimmage. Yep. yep. And I got to see him ride because Mookie was right behind him. And he's right – he is. He's riding really good. Because I've heard Mookie's just fly. I mean, and look, we know this, right? Right. It's I mean, Mookie, Mookie yeah. rips at the tracks. Yeah, like we, yeah. we know he's balls fast. Right. So if you're anywhere near a Mookie speed at the practice track, you're doing freaking really good. Yeah, you're doing all right. Before we go to commercial break, take the, this call here, Mitch. Uh, what's your question for Chris Kiefer? Mitch, you there? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. How's it going back there? there? You okay back there, Mitch? You okay back there? Yep. Okay. You here? What's up? What's hey up? Chris, I'm a big fan. I've read a hundred of your articles over the years growing up Thanks, in the Mitch. Dirt Bike magazines. I'm a big ass fan. I just wanted to know what do you think about Ryan Hughes changing how he trains the riders to sit um in the turns with his hips behind his head. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think there's here's here's the thing. Rhino is an interesting character. Um, I know a lot of people are not fans of Rhino, but I can take uh, I can take Rhino in spurts. And then there's a lot of things that Rhino says that really does make sense as far as technique-wise. Things that the average guy may not see. And, and for me, I kind of already been doing these things for a while just because um, he's kind of right. Like the four-stroke technology has changed the way writing has evolved, technique. And it's nice for someone of Rhino's caliber to bring it out to the normal person. Um, I think if I tried to do it, it wouldn't really mean shit because I'm just an average dude. But coming from Rhino, I think people really take it to heart and uh, listen. And the way his technique is saying to move back a little bit in corners, that's kind of been the more MXGP Euro route for a while now too. So it it makes sense. So I'm sure uh, we'll hear more about it in the Instagram stories to come from Rhino. I don't – Rhino's take is he's – he's out there sometimes. But Rhino's take on neck braces to me is insane. He's talking about a Liat first-generation neck brace. Mm-hmm. He 
were to put on this Atlas brace or this new one that's coming from those guys or, or even the Leeds stuff now, like, that does not inhibit you anymore, Rhino. Like, he's got to open his eyes up a little bit, to me. I, I, I don't know how he feels about the new generation. He just feels so. like you can't move right. in a neck brace, yeah. which is not true. Which is not true because I've, I've tried new generation braces, and right. it's not like that. Yeah, I, that, that part is where he's like, dude, I get it. You're harping on that, but you have you tried this? Right. You know what I mean? Like, open your eyes a little bit. So that's and Mitch, it. listen to this, too. Like, for me, every rider, I mean, just because Rhino says, hey, try this, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. There's certain ways to ride. Um, and it's just not one way is the correct way, you know? You watch different riders and you study technique like me when you watch these guys on Saturday night. There's all different types of, of styles, so it's just not one way. Cool, okay. Mitch. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. All See right. you, Mitch. Thanks for calling. Big fan of Chris Kiefer from Sounds Like the Magazine Days, he said. So, Dirt Rider. That's cool, Mitch. X, yeah. Mitch coming through. All right, we're going to go commercial break. Uh, we'll come back. Chris Kiefer races Swap Motor Race at Glen Helen this weekend. We're going to talk to him about that. we got Kiefer After Dark, of course, coming up. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Race Tech Rant. Ooh. I already gave my Baggett one away, but I got one on USPS. Oh. That's hot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So stick around for that. We'll be right back after this commercial. And thanks to AP, AC, Jeremy Malott, Sean Murdoch, all for coming on tonight. And stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. I really like that Kiefer guy. You know, right back there. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile 
for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and 
your oil, rebuilt your fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Racetech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure that your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit DecalMX.com. Use promo code PULPMX to receive 20% off your custom graphics. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of works connection products for 2021 i've got the perch on my bike i've got the engine plugs i absolutely love it great product i've got the uh, start device as well which helped me in one moto at the world vet championships and one moto not so much worksconnection.com pulp mx20 is the code to save please check them out all new 2021 products now available thanks for listening everybody it's creed night here creed my sacrifice or higher which what are you going with what my what? sacrifice yeah no me too that my heavy riff in the, in the beginning's good i was uh my sacrifice reminds mm-hmm. me of in the garage in corona mm-hmm. working on nick way's moto triple x bike k-rock on the stereo yep. and just they would play Set my sacrifice like every hour, it seemed like. Why do people hate on Creed? Why do they think it's butt rock? I don't know, dude, but they can all suck it because right. it's awesome. I think it's good. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Cambio CBD. It's a brand new. It's got the moot. It's got this roots in moto and action sports. They offer the finest pure and organic CBD products available out there, including athlete-inspired performance and recovery packs. I've got some samples here in front. I'm going to give to Chris Kiefer as far as the CBD goes. 
And if you're looking for a slam dunk gift for your lady, check out Cambio's beautiful bath crystal three-pack, guaranteed to put a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Pookie's been using it. Cambio-USA.com today. Look for the Pulpamex link in the main menu for special deals. Cambio-USA.com. Thanks to those guys for supporting us. And I've got the product all in front here as well. You can see Chris Kiefer in front of that. Oh, there it is. Okay. And thanks. I want to thank the folks at ArthurDraper.com. Arthur's an old mechanic on the circuit back in the day. And now uh, he is a a top-notch lawyer. Uh, If you've ever been in a motorcycle or car accident, did somebody or somebody take you out? You need to call attorney Arthur Draper, friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Consultations are free. He'll get the time. He'll take the time to know you and take the time to talk to you personally. ArthurDraper.com. Help is only a phone call away. A-R-T-H-U-R Draper.com. Got a couple of uh, listeners that have used Arthur, so that's, that's awesome. Hopefully it works out. He's a good dude. You still ride? I, I don't think he rides anymore. No. Okay. No. He was a mechanic for um, Pacific Northwest guy back in the day. Which guy? Do you Bill, know? Billy Binkley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Birdwell, my Birdwell days. Yep. That was him. So uh, please thank him as well. Uh, Race Tech Rant coming up as well. <clears throat> Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, Skosh, Cambio CBD, Maxima USA, Mission Starcross 5, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF, Guts Racing, WUSA, Art of Sport, MotorcycleNurseryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Ride Engineering Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us tonight. Scosh uh, code PULP25 to save at scosh.com. Uh, audio mounts, uh, uh, cases, uh, speakers, boom bottles, uh, the charger here in front of the desk, base link modular charging system, mm-hmm. scosh.com for more information. Do you have any boom bottles here? No, JT won the last one. Oh. And Marks made me die when he said, Find someone who looks at you like JT looks at that boom bottle that he won off the contest. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Dude, he was just completely enamored with that thing. He was like, like cradling like it. Spinning it around, yeah. looking at every side like, <laughs> dude, for a good and, couple minutes and, too. And, really? and Mark's hit me up on our on our Slack. Yeah. And I looked over and JT's just looking at it, dude. Like it's like. <laughs> like it's something he's never seen. He was stoked to win. He won in the trivia contest versus Phil. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, I don't have any. Long, right. long, long story Mine's short. all blown out, but they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get you one. We'll dial you in. Uh, Dark Side. What's up, Kiefer? What's up, Dark? We going to get some after dark tonight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm, I'm, right. I'm not traveling tonight, so we can stay as late as we want. Oh, hell. No, we can't. All right. <laughs> no, no, we you can't. Got a, you got a little extra time to beat the longest show ever, probably. Oh, uh, that. What is. So, did, did RV and Weimer show beat anything? No, it was up there. I think our longest show is over six hours, though. I was second okay. longest show with you. Were you? Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. it's quite six. The longest ever? I feel like it's like. Yeah, I thought it was five and 45 or something. It's like five and real 50 close. And 50 something. There's well, two of them. Who was that? One was Ping. Okay. And the other one was not too long ago, and I can't remember which one. The RV show was like probably yeah, yeah. yeah. The RV Weimer show. Yeah, was yeah that was like five forty-five. Yeah. Right, right. No, I think there was another one that was longer than that. And oh, I heard, I heard uh, that you didn't really care for that show, Dark Side. I liked it until about the Mitch Payton, <laughs> and, and I didn't dislike it. It just, I don't know, it got a little much for me. I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. Just, I don't know, just not my bag, I guess. Not your humor. Nah, nah. Once they once they were slurred, after a while, it just wasn't funny. I guess I understand what you're saying because I don't drink like you, so 
I've been around yeah. guys like that, and I'm the sober one, so I'm like, dude, okay, that's funny for once, and you're like over it, right? Exactly. That's kind of how I think it's because I don't drink, maybe. The people that, you know, the people on social media that were like, oh, you're stupid, it was the best show ever, or, they all admitted that they <laughs> like to drink, and it's fun to them. My wife would love it, then. She yeah. Loves it. She loves to drink. Right. So, uh, Steve, we uh, we ready for this weekend? This whole next week? We're going to hang out or what? Do you take off work? I'm taking off a bunch. I'll probably drive back once or twice and work a day or two just to not burn too much vacation. But, but you have to take, I, I should be you down have, there. You have to take vacation for, for the for the races. If I'm going to stay the whole week, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, no, but even yeah, for I the got, races. I, for, Tuesday, for Tuesday, you have to take a vacation. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm taking – Friday off to be there for for the COVID test and media day. So yeah, I'm definitely using some vacation time. Cool, wow. that's awesome. The Pony Pod just coming in. He's going in. I feel like he's going to quit his job soon is. and just go all in on you, that. Yeah, you quitting your job? No, not anytime soon, man. I got benefits. I got to keep that, that going. How much do we have to make up? Like, let's hate. <laughs> How much do oh, we wow. have to like, you know, advertisers and sponsors to get you to be like, all right, I'm all in now. Oh, we're not even close. We might, there's no reason even talking. Okay. Yeah, we're not even close. How's the wrap-up show? I gotta get more money out of Steve. Oh my God! Please, you're already draining me. Hey, man, one year in, you know, we're we're in year two now. Did you get a raise? No, you didn't get I a raise. I did not. I and didn't get a raise in the rates. Dark side, nope. just break your sponsor. back. I got a raise. Oh. Talon got a raise. He probably deserves it. I mean, yeah. I didn't get a raise. You actually turned me down. Yeah, I did. You did. Uh, what an idiot. He did. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that move. He turned, turned it down. I was yeah. like, hey, how much? I'm going to give you some more money. He's like, no, I'm good. Oh, that's nice. Right. I like money. That must be nice. Um, <laughs> the pony ain't going to do that. He'd be like, hell yeah, give me some of that. Pony, pony, Not yet. The Pony Pod show that we do, the wrap-up show, it, I mean, it brings in the same revenue they did in 2020. Can, so. What's the intro song on the wrap-up show? Is it what, Blair? What? The intro song for the wrap-up show? No, that's my. That's for my show. That's what I'm saying. What is it? What is the intro song? For my show or the wrap-up show? The wrap-up show. Uh, that's um, Wharton, Blake Wharton song. Okay. Yeah, he, he takes yeah, the song that we exit that. with and... Got it. Leads into leads it. Leads into the... Copy. Yeah, one of the smarter things that Pony, Pony did. Are you... Uh, so you're going to drive... Where are you staying, Dark Side? At Hal's house. Who? Oh, Hal. Yeah. Hal, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, same with Hal. Oh, wow. Hal's a good dude. Yeah, Dino, Dino's super fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know Hal. Uh, are you coming to the live show on Friday night? I'll be there. Okay. I won't be. Go I there. got kicked off. Yep. Well, you don't want to go to the race. I mean, that's all No, I didn't even get asked. I didn't get Supercross preview show, nothing. You I'm clipped. Were, you were coming to Glendale, though. That was going to happen. I was coming for a week, yep. yeah. Yeah, you were going to do the whole Glendale thing, yeah. so. I'd be willing to bet if you were willing to fly to Houston and come to the race, he'd make you part of the Friday show. No, I think I'm done. I think Fly family just yeah. said, fuck it. Fam- so, family yeah, first. Back, not, back to the Hysteria Airport. Family first, not live shows first. Yeah, apparently. FXR, family first. So, oh, God. Yeah, I, I lost a little little love for Kiefer with that one. Oh, boy. What, uh, who's on the wrap-up show this week? Mason Mills from uh, Seal Savers again. We're uh-huh. going to give away that set of Seal Savers. And then I've got Brian Radcliffe. Uh, he hosts the uh, a pod you might be into, the e-bike pod, Dirt e-bike. I was on pod. that one. I think I was on it. Okay. Well, he, he asked to be on again. And he was on early on when the wrap-up show was relatively new, and he's going to come back on this week. 
I don't think I listened last week. Was A-Ray in? Yes. Yes. I don't think I listened. Did you listen, Marks? I believe I believe I did. Who It was A-Ray and who? Uh, Checkers. Justin Jennings last week. Oh, no. Checkers might have been the week before. No, no, then. yeah. Do what? I thought it was Checkers. Do checkers? We, it was Checkers. It was just in the week before. Yeah, it was Checkers last do week. Do we have a female contingent in the after show at this, all? Come, come on. This is Pulp MX. I mean, how come we can't get one? We've never had a female? I'd, I'd be more than willing to have one. All right. Any females that listen well, to the show, wives, whatever, get with Darkseid. <laughs> get on this wrap-up well, yeah. show. We need more females in the show. We have enough dicks. Can you get Jenna Hayes on there? I know we have some that listen. Samantha, she listens. She's on social media. She listens. Oh, yeah. I've seen her. Get her on. Yep. Reach out to her. Well, let's, okay. I'll hit her up. Uh, Pookie did it once, but she didn't listen, so I got in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, you really got to listen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, does any Chipotle got eggs? <laughs> Dude, I'm with Kiefer. I've only eaten there like twice. Thank you. Thank you, Dark. We have so many Mexican restaurants in East Texas that I kind of I, I go to some more, more Tex-Mex places than Chipotle. You got Moe's back there? No, I don't know what that. We have a Moe's pizza, but that's not what you're I talking about. I feel like did Vietnam Vic look like Dark Side a little bit? No. Did he have a pony? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, he had uh, gray hair that was receding, and he was like dark, like skin color, dark yeah. um, tan. And had you could, I just remember like the old, he had wrinkly skin on his arms and you could see his old tattoos yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, right. Just gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Vic's seen some so shit. Give, so give yeah. me a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was the funniest segment watching when Steve broke down. That was, I was in tears. And I think everybody watching, if you guys don't watch on YouTube or Facebook, you are missing out. What's funny is like, I told him the story on the way up to go mountain biking, and he wasn't, I mean, he laughed, but it wasn't that hard. No, I laughed. I laughed very hard on the way way to go mountain biking. (laughs) Okay. No, and I said, well, you got to tell that story on the show. Yeah. Yeah, those are drops for sure. Those are going to get used, so. You all right back there? (laughs) I don't feel good. Okay, we're going to go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Hey, speaking of uh, of Randy, Randy Richardson, welcome to the show. Hell yeah. How are you guys tonight? I had nothing, Hi, Randy. I had nothing clever to say. How, Randy, it is late on the East Coast right now. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm going to get. I'm gonna stay up and get some uh, late night. We've got a 24-hour Chipotle here that serves eggs. Here oh, okay. Pie, so, uh, get on in. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Hey, I got some beef uh, with you. Uh, me? You? Yeah, you're spouting off about... Uh, People having a mustache and a funny accent. So I don't know. Are you, are you making fun of me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was specifically speaking of South Carolinans. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Well, I mean, it's a long ways from from Belgium. We have normal waffles here. Right, right. Waffles. Yeah, I, I, I'm upset with people on social media. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't good. know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. I, I can't. I can't voice. Can't my please opinion. everybody. I can't make an opinion. I can't put an opinion. <laughs> on. It's not. It's not acceptable <laughs> in 2021. And what? And what's dark side? How are you, bud? I'm good, man. Even better now that I get to talk to you. Oh, awesome, man. And then uh, given by upper management, you weren't given any goals to, to achieve for the mm. coming year? Good. That wasn't something that uh, – that's kind of a management move, you know, to do that, put together some goals, kind of review uh-huh. uh, the successes yeah, yeah. and uh, opportunities for improvement. Mm. Um, uh, that's unfortunate for you. Yes. Uh, Kiefer, so, 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 so. Kiefer Inc. does that. I just want to let everybody know that. Oh, really? You sit down yep. janky and Vosh? I do. You sit van- I, Josh I, and Vanky. Josh. December 28th, I sent them their goals that they sent me for the year, and I see if they achieved them, and we discuss them. 
Yep. He even gave me one. I'm, I'm fucking serious. He told me. He told me. He, he told me shift. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, my, that was my objective. You, you know, when they, they had to replace to that muffler, Randy. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what I would have done? I would have gladly just taken that bike and I would have bought an FMS exhaust for it, and I've been set. Dude, it needed it because it. And I okay, so I had to wash that some bitch after Randy had mm-hmm. it, and it. I had never sat back there and washed a bike as long as I did with Randy's bike. There's so much mud on that thing. It was just everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, well, what do you... Okay, how, that doesn't tie into revving or shifting. That's the track conditions. <laughs> what the hell? What are the mud hill climbs that you're trying to do? It's like, oh, there's Randy's head again. Oh, it's still there. <laughs> hey, hey, I bet, I bet it was a lot muddier on the left side. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That was a left turn going up the hill. Yeah. Well, and and plus your kid, he didn't do a good job of uh, he didn't do a good job of of washing it between motos for sure. He did a great job of blowing off the uh, dark side graphic kit. But <laughs> that's what exactly. Short attention oh, span. Dark side replica. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, dark side. They they said that uh, um, decal work said they got you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Sean. Uh, I'm 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 good with Burnlord guys. All right. Listen, you keep buddy giving me shit about that. Don't give them shit. They did what I asked. You asked for that. But the thing is, if they're Look, the Lord, I told you this. If they're the Lords, they should tell you. They should say that's not going to work. Well, you heard the story already. So yes, Steve. I as I told you, I just gave them all the people that support me to put them on there somewhere because. For me, that's the only way I can really get back to people like Randy, who helps out. Kiefer supports me, so I need six Kiefer logos. I'd like that. I'd like that. That's fine. I need six logos. The the Berm Lord should have said, thou shalt not have 30 stickers on your front fender. Yeah. Here's what – so the guy that owns Berm Lord, Sam's a good buddy of mine, and he told Kiefer this. They did discuss amongst amongst themselves that it looked like way too much, but they didn't want to tell me because they wanted to fuck with me about it. They're my buddies. Okay, well then I'll actually like them more now because they did yeah. that. Then yes. So, but they, they may it may have been about it may have, it could have been about balance because and and Kiefer, I'll let you kind of weigh in on this. But if you think about uh, front to rear uh, weight balance on that bike, yes, right? So yes. if you think about the weight of dark side's ponytail over the back of that bike maybe it needed all those stickers on that front fender <laughs> that's a, well, the weight bias it, it's actually equal yeah. now so yeah. we we had to bring, bring up the sag a little bit in the rear to compensate for the yep. pony and then yep. the weight of the stickers on the front we had to drop mm-hmm. the fork tubes down in the clamp mm-hmm. and then then we have mm-hmm. a balance situation going on that could have been why i saw that turn so many times right that's anyway, it. I just thought I would call and ch- well, uh, call in and chat with Darkside on the phone. Uh, the the best the best uh, motorcycle podcast wrap up show in the in the world. Well, Randy, the, the before, before you go, Randy, we got Rick. He's got yeah, a question about Rick? Kobe Price here. So, uh, oh, okay, Rick, what's going on? What's your question for Randy Richardson? Hey, Randy, just wanted to uh, give a heads up that Michelin tire that Toby Price rode on uh, all day. In the car completely destroyed. We tried to fix it with some uh, zip ties, but I, I know from experience those things just uh, break. I did the same thing in Vegas, Torino one year, and that was impressive that that tire lasted all day, uh, completely blown out. Yeah, uh, uh, that's what Talon was saying. Some about Toby Price using zip ties to fix the tire. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, and it was yeah very unfortunate that for sure that uh, it took an incredibly 
hard impact to cut whatever, you know, however they cut the sidewall, the tire. The, the really good thing was, and I haven't talked with anyone from our competition group that's, you know, that's on site there in Saudi or whatever, but it, it obviously it did not break the, the bead of the tire, right? So, yeah. so that still helped the tire itself stay in place. And the reason I think he was trying to cover the, the open gash on there was to, to prevent sand from getting in with uh, in between the bib moose and the oh, yeah, desert yeah. race tire um, because that's going to deteriorate the bib moose and cause friction and cause heat, which is detrimental to the life of the bib moose, right? So he's trying to keep the, the gel inside there and, and keep anything sand and debris from getting uh, inside there. So, yeah, definitely some new rules this year. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if it was, you know, Toby uh, last year having an issue and then and then Shorty giving up a full you know, tire wheel assembly to him. Yep. Uh, but for whatever reason, they changed the regulations where they, they're only, the top riders are only limited uh, to six sets of tires for the duration of the event. And, uh, yeah, I was I was glad to see him, more so for Toby, because Michelin were heavily involved and have a lot of riders. Um, uh, this would be our 37th win i think of the dakar Jeez, rally really? but, wow. but for but for yeah but for toby i just i hate to see anything uh, you know heartbreaking like that uh, you know kind of out of their own control I, I hated to see that for shorty um obviously but right so anyway, uh, but thanks for the call th- yeah. thanks uh thanks rick thanks rick all right man thank thanks. you thanks. thanks a talent i'm glad you guys i'm glad you guys didn't say rick yeah. oh we did <laughs> rick no he, he's all friends now so i'm gonna back off He's friends with Carmichael. That's good, good call. Yeah. Good call. Uh, what's good this? Call. What's the rule for the tires this year? I don't understand it. So maybe it, I know you would know, Talon. Yeah, um, so it's six tires over the course of the event. Okay. So Got six it. front, six rears. And, and before it's a 12, 12 day event, yeah. Yeah. So basically, you have to run one tire for two days. And last year, you could just run New as many tire. as you want, right? Yeah, is, you could do two tires a day. Is Brayback out of this? No. No. I mean, he's not out, but he's. Yeah. it's going to be it's, tough. It's tough? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, what did you say? 17, 17 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. How about Shorty calling in from the car last week? Dude. That's the hero. Who does that? It's Andrew Short. It's gnarly. Yeah. I feel so Dude, bad. I I I I texted him uh early in the week once I saw that he was back home and 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 told him that just the way his composure and the way he handled that and the way he represented himself um it just speaks volumes for the quality of human being he is. And uh, I just reached out to him on that level. He's, he said, yeah, he was really, really bombed and just, just didn't know. You know, be, really bombed on it. It would sure. be like Michelin bicycle tire pulling out of the wrap-up show. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. committed, you're in, yep. and then you just said, we got to go. And then Darkseid's yep. done all this prep. Mm-hmm. He's done yep. all this work, and it's just mm-hmm. yanked from him. It's kind of like when you take your buddy to Glen Helen. And mm-hmm. then he leaves with someone else because he doesn't want to stay anymore. He just bails. Really? Just Who like would that. do that? I don't know. Ouch. Yeah. It's a douche, douche thing. It's almost like um, a guy coming. To, never... It's almost like a guy flying in, getting a brand new motorcycle, completely trashing it, and then leaving. Yes, that's that's similar. Similar yeah. to that. Yes. Yeah. 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 I hate I hate when people do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and I tell you what, I would never do. I would never. Uh, I would never do anything that emotionally detrimental to Dark Side because he he has a ponytail long enough to hang himself. So I would never do that to him. <laughs> I can't All take right. that risk. Hey, he, I made an offer to I made an offer to cut it this yeah, Friday. Yeah, he made an offer to cut it on the live show. He said like a foot. I'm like, no, no bro. Hey. No. Okay. The, the text thread so between me, Darkside, and Steve, and he's like, Hey, I'll cut it this much, and Steve and I both go, No. And then Darkside's well, <laughs> I'm not budging. I go, What about this much? 
He's like, well, maybe that. And I go, what about this? No. Like he, he donates a, a foot a year to let locks of children or whatever. So he's basically love, ask, yeah. yeah, he's asking us, the, will, you, will you pay us or will you donate the privateers to cut off the amount that I cut off for locks of love? Like, no, we're cutting the thing off all the way. Right. Let's do yeah, it. I, just, I, I was uh, literally willing to go after I did say 12 to begin with. Kiefer threw at 18, mm-hmm. and I said no, but then I went and measured because I have an idea of like how short I'm willing to go, and that's about it. And it was actually about 22 <laughs> inches, and they still said no. Steve wants it all, so all I guess he doesn't love privateers as much as I thought he did. We're going to take it, cut it off, right? put it on A-Ray's bike, and he's going to ride around <laughs> Supercross with it. That's going to get wrapped up in the rear wheel. He's done. Dude, that is awesome. Right? That's awesome. You know what you could do? A la Toby like a banner. You could, you could, no, you could use it to reinforce the uh, muffler, so it doesn't. Ah, there we go. Ah, good point. Yeah. Good point. Hey. Loop it around the muffler to the subframe. Yes. Dark yes. side. Listen to this. Why the fudge would you not want to cut your whole ponytail off and going in on a race bike and having the locks coming over the green plastic, dude? It's amazing. It's amazing. If you're going to do it, all, let's do it. First of all, you know that would never happen. <laughs> Why? Never, because he's never gonna. That, this is a ridiculous conversation. I, I bet you, I bet you a lot of money that he would do it. Hey, yeah, you, you know, I'm not going above the shoulders. Do, you could cut, you could cut two feet. Here's off. the thing, though, I'm cutting it either way. Cut it all off, yeah. dude. It's old school. Let's get to the new school no. shit. No, but I'm saying you it. could cut a foot off of each end. Right, I cut a foot off each, uh, cut two feet off, <laughs> cut the foot in half, and then let each a foot hang off of each side of his handlebars like little kids. Yes, yeah. BMX bike, like yeah. little kids' bicycles, right? Or like or, the biker, the biker guys. Cut it totally yeah. off, put it on a stick, and it's like a flag. And now you you wave it like your Braveheart. Yes, and you wave it like Braveheart before oh, the opening geez. ceremonies. You, there's you so much things you could do with it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you could convince. You could convince A. Ray it would be cool, like McGrath's tassels, you know, and convince yeah. him this would right. be cool. Right, <laughs> right. Maybe it's not cool to donate it to the kids for wigs, but that's what I'm going to do. And I was just trying to work something out, you know. Blah blah blah. Out. We've done that. It's been done. Let's do something different. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Nobody cares about the kids and the and the and the hair, bro. Just, I mean, come on, yeah. dark side. Uh, well, I guess we just can't come to terms. I just uh, want to hear Kind of like, like Chris and Fly. They couldn't come to terms. Couldn't come to terms. Yeah, couldn't couldn't Woo. do it, you know? I don't want to blow Fly. Yeah. But, Jesus. like, that is a really good helmet. Thank hey, you. Hey, uh, pew, pew, please. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right, Randy, Bye. thank you for calling in, as always. No Michelin, Michelin motorcycle and Michelin bicycle tires. Absolutely. We're we're looking forward to hey. some, some more fun in uh, 21, for sure. It's midnight. Which you got to go to bed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, hey thanks for what is and, Ran- and, and, Randy? And, 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 uh, yeah. Robbie's Robbie's status of his yeah. How's his leg? No, never mind. How's his uh, body? How's his Kajiva? Uh, the Kajiva. We, we we had to talk about it. He's he's uh, he's actually thinking a little bit. I think it's to cover some surgery. Uh, that he's going to have to have on the ankle. Right. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm bummed for him. I really am bummed for him. He 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 broke his talus bone. Oh, that's and, a good one. Uh, in his ankle. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. got to have some surgery. Uh, gets an MRI review tomorrow, and he's talking about selling some of his bikes. So uh, I put in another word for you. Thank you. Said, so Thank what about you. The, I what about the Kajiva? Do you want to move the Kajiva? He goes, Yeah, I would sell that one, but not this one. But I want to wait until I get an 88. And I'm like, yes. We're talking about selling bikes, not buying more bikes. Oh, so, anyway, I'm 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 working on it for you, buddy. I Thank promise. you. Thank you. I appreciate Bye. it. All 
All right, Randy. Good to see you. Bye, Bye Randy. Guys. Good to talk to you. All right. Later. Bye. See you, Randy. All right, Dark Side. We'll see you this weekend in Houston. Yep. Yep. Hey, before I go, I do want to let you know that Baggett did get back to somebody. That's all I'm going to say. Ah, Pony Pod. Pony Pod. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, you can drop it on your show this week. Drop the news. All right. I'll talk to you guys this weekend. All right. See you, buddy. Later. Right, that's yeah. Dark Side, everybody. Okay. Check, out, check out the wrap up show if you can. Uh, all right, Kiefer. Um, before the race tech ran of the night, there's a couple things that we need to talk about. A mm. couple things that you yes. have decided to uh, to drop on the show tonight. A couple <sighs> big announcements. God. Which Let's, one do you want me to start out with hey, first? Whatever you want, man. You go ahead. Well, I'm going to start with the lighter one okay. first. So, All right. as you guys know, listening to the show, Steve and I go back and forth on the whole e bike thing. Um, having a, an e bike versus a normal pedal bike and having both or whatever. So. As I've had this intense Taser MX at the house at times, Steve has one, my buddy Travis Preston has one. Seems like everyone has one that hangs out at the house, so I go out and ride with them. So every time I ride it, Steve's like, see, you're gonna blah, 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 you're gonna love it, you're mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that the intense MX Taser is gone, I felt like I was, a little part of me was empty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Tell me more. Yeah. So I went out and uh, I I purchased a new oh. intense taser. Oh, you don't say. Um, You're however, an e-bike owner. However, oh. I'm an e bike owner. You know? Fucking kidding me! But if you go back and check tape, Stephen, I will say I don't have a problem with e bikes. It's just I need a normal pedal bike along with it. So I never did anything out of the ordinary. I didn't go back on my word. It's right down the middle, just like I said. I'm pretty sure if we checked the tapes early on. Check it. You were like, nah, no way. No e-bikes for me. No way. Not going to do it. I'm Never. confident in saying I would add it to the no, stable. No, I'm pretty sure you're like, nope. No. Nope. Not going to ride e-bike. Well, if someone wants to check the tape, I can. <laughs> no one's going to go <laughs> no back. No one's going to go back. But I, I'm pretty sure that that's, that's, that's fact. So I did purchase one wow. through Intense. Yeah. Um, thank you to Christy over there. Yeah, Intense Taser Life. So. It's going to be used for what the wife, know? me, I go with you, I'll have one available to go with the e-bike ah, crew. Welcome to E-Nation. So It's time to e-semble. <laughs> my God. We're not going to say that, though. Yeah. No, we're not. Um, I'll say e-semble when, you, when you're a soul rider. No, I will not be a soul rider. Okay. I have um, dignity. We're going to have one for you, though. But my second one, I want to apologize. Okay. I, am, uh, I have no problem saying... I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time with Heather. I'm wrong a lot. But I'm going to have to go back on something that JT and I were pretty firm on, and that is mix for matching time, gear. For a long time. Yeah. So I always said, hey, everyone needs to match gear. I'll never do that. Um, it's bullshit. Well, now, I don't know, a few months ago I met a guy, and for whatever reason – his story, how we talked, and how much he loved motorcycles. Where'd you meet him? Uh, I was up in uh, Colorado. Okay. And we were up there in Colorado before Loretta's. With, with Huey Lewis? With Huey, but okay. not the yeah. same year. Right. Same track. Yeah. Um, and the dude just was friendly, wasn't weird, was just a normal guy, mm-hmm. had his bike in the back of the truck. Um, he, what did he, oh, he poured concrete for a living. But he scheduled his time. He loved dirt bikes so much. He scheduled his time just to go ride. And then as I saw him go on the track, he had mixed match gear. And I, 
old Kiefer said, oh, God, I, you know, that's it's horrible. Why, mm-hmm. How could a guy do that? Yeah. I got to know the guy more during the day. And I instantly drove away from that track thinking I was the biggest fucking asshole thinking this this whole time. So I will say I apologize to everyone that I have offended over the years of saying you have to match your gear. What's important, I'm sure you guys already know this, so I'm not saying anything new here. As long as you guys are having fun riding your dirt bike and you have the correct protective equipment on, Mm Mm-hmm. I'm all in on you. Fox jersey fly pants? Don't care. Answer bullshit. Answer pants? Don't care. I prefer to have one piece of FXR clothing on you, if it's possible. But whatever you want to do, fuck it. Do it. So you're going, it's okay to be a soul rider in moto now? Yes. After I met the guy, and his name was Mark. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Again, I meet people. It hits home to me. That's how... I work through certain things, and that guy got me. So, Mark, thank you for I'm cleansing sorry, my soul. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe in soul riders. Big, big news. E-bikes. This has been going on for a while. We've been talking about yeah, this for yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I wanted to announce it on the show. Yeah. So Boy. what did you call me, elitist? Yeah. Yeah, elitist. So yep. I'm stepping down. I've never. You can get fucked. I've never uh, <laughs> felt like that. Like, I don't know. The soul rider thing for me, I don't give a shit, but it's because of your rules in moto where I'm like, I look at you mountain biking. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Because in moto, you're tight. Well, your I choose tight. to be, and I will never, I'm never going to go away, away, away with that for myself. Right. I like that. Right. I love that shit. Right. But if you choose not to do that, <laughs> fuck it. I love go beating ahead. my meat. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. So... A soul rider to me is anything. Like, you just want to do it because you love it. Yep. That's a soul rider. Yeah. You look like... I look like dog shit when I pedal. You do. Right. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You look like a butthole. Okay. And he's eating a bunch of dick. I'm just picturing that yeah. right now. You just look like a butthole. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, you do. Okay, so... Best soul rider. <laughs> so, Mark. Mark in Colorado. Mark in Colorado. Thank you very much. Yeah. He flipped it for you. Yeah. Thank you, but Mark. you have some news. I don't have news. Bullshit. I don't have any news. If it happens, I'll let you know. Can you tell them what you're trying to do, though? I'm not trying to do anything. I asked. Do you want me to blow you out? I asked. I don't think it's worthy right now for you to bring that out. Because we don't know what the what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Are you fucking serious? But can you... St- can you... This is huge for you. This is fucking huge. Just tell them what you're going to do or you want to do because of our conversation that we had at my house. No, it will be dropped at an appropriate time if it happens. That's bullshit. If it happens, it will be dropped at an appropriate time in an appropriate manner. So what if I blow you out right now? I'll edit it out from the show, from from the archive. (laughs) So if it happens, and it may not. What if it happens and I'm not a co-host? And I feel like I was a part of that decision. We'll wait for your co-host. That's too much. It's too long. It could be a long time. Right. So, no, no, I mean, it could be a long time until it this happens. Be. It won't be. It will be. No. All right, well, just... You already set the... Thank you, Mark from Colorado, for that. Yeah, that's bullshit. Appreciate that. I thought this was the year of 50-50. That's what we're doing here. This is the year. Your goal was, for me, is to be more 50-50 in our relationship. It, okay. 
Okay, Just oh, here we go. Game. Are we doing it? All right. You know what? No, no. Oh. <sighs> yeah, breathe. Donald. Yeah. Donald's leaving. Donald? Donald Trump is leaving. Oh, okay. The parties have to work together. Yes. The Republicans and the Democrats have to work together. So we're bl- in, we need to blend. In, in order to make this country great. Go ahead. It's not happening, but we need it. We need no cooperation, and this jerk-off is leaving. So hopefully it works out. Go ahead. So in the spirit mm-hmm. of cooperation Go ahead. between myself and you, mm-hmm. you got an e-bike. Yes. Came over. You saw it. I did. I felt it. You felt it. Yes. Assembled. E nation. E heartbeat. E heartbat You're like E T. <laughs> That's what you fucking said to that guy. To Jeb. To Jeb. That's what you told Jeb. Yeah. I, I You you said I was E T. Yeah. Because I didn't like to fucking leave home and I wiltered away when I went home. Do you remember an E T when they got him like the, the, the FBI you guys seen E T? No. <laughs> I've seen Eli Tomac. Hey. Fuck you! Fuck me because I said Chipotle has eggs. These motherfuckers haven't seen ET. So whatever. Not the same. That's way worse. Not the same. That's so much worse. I, how do you not see ET? The, don't tell a story because they ain't gonna get it. Right. Okay, we're done. No, I will. Okay. Remember when the FBI gets <laughs> ET and he gets white and he shrivels up and he's gonna die? <laughs> and when he gets close to the, you know, when he gets closer to the spaceship. When you remember they got him in a blanket, right? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, he's in a basket in the blanket. Yeah. And they get him closer to the spaceship. He gets full of life and he comes back to Because he's been getting sick because he's yeah, away from the he's ship. He's away from the ship. Yeah. He's been getting sicker and sicker and sicker. That's Kiefer off of the high des. <laughs> he just ends up shriveled up, white, dried out raisin away from the high des the longer he is. Oh, my God, dude. I'm two and, days away. And his life force just goes down. Oh. So that's that's <laughs> that was a great analogy. Thank you, yeah. thank you. So back to the in, okay, in the yes. spirit of working together. I have inquired. Mm. I have not purchased. I have not paid. I have not done anything other than inquire about getting a regular pedal bike. Holy shit! We're just we're, we're, we're coming together. Oh my god! You're coming over. I'm coming over. We're all coming. Ah, we're all coming. <laughs> right, right, we're all coming. Listen. And, and it may happen. This is huge because we could check tape and all that shit about you saying, fuck that, never, because, never. Because I don't want to leave E-Nation. I don't want my E-Nation people to Your uh, Your E-Nation would understand. E- E-Angry at me. They're not. Or E-Upset. You're gonna have E five bikes in the in the garage and one normal pedal bike. I don't want them to be E rioting or anything. Okay, so I haven't purchased it. I don't have it. Right. I just inquired. It's the first step from the folks at Intense. You know what this is? What? This is a result of Peck. Yeah. Peck. Yeah. Peck. Yeah. Same thing with riding dirt bikes. And soon enough, the RM Army was in the garage. Yes. Right. It's the same thing. I've I've noticed something about you over these years that I've known I you. I just want you to shut up. If I fucking keep chopping. Right. If I just right. fucking keep cranking at it, yeah. eventually, that I, trunk's going to start fucking that falling. That coming down. You're coming down. Right. You okay back there? No. You're coming down. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam Vic is taking me down. He's fucking helped me chop you down. Yeah. And I'm getting to that, that <laughs> core. <laughs> you gonna fall down back there? 
<laughs> yeah, he's falling down, Vic. <laughs> so, big confession. This is great tonight, for right. me. Okay. Congratulations. Thank this you. will take your leveled training up. Thank you. Maxima USA, uh, please check those guys out. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. 927. Uh, terrific uh, two stroke mix, of course. They're still the number one selling performance two stroke oil in most markets around the world. What makes 927 so unique? Proven performance, unbeatable protection, and still the greatest smelling two-stroke oil on the planet, made in the USA, of course, thanks to the folks at Maxima USA. SC1, of course, uh, a fantastic product. Foam filter oil is uh, FFT, is fantastic. Uh, Maxima uh, chain loop for the mountain bikes as well. Great stuff. So thank you, Maxima. Pro Filter as well. The uh, Bullfrog Spas team uh, coming this weekend in hot with, with Pro Filter on their bikes. They've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Pulp, MX, Pulp 20 is the code to save at profilter.com. Get a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter or oil filter for your next service. We're going to ride tomorrow. Yep. I may have to change my ProFilter. It's been a while. Well, your fucking bike's not washed. I know. Every second time. I already told you that. Oh uh, profilter.com, MaximaUSA.com. <laughs> Race Tech, rant of the night. Pulp 21 is the code to save with Race Tech. Uh, get your suspension work done. Have you done anything with the Race Tech guys lately? Yeah, you we just did a garage build. Oh, you did? I did. Uh, What'd you do it on? Uh, KTM 350. Okay. Yep. Did you do the air to oil, air to the oil, to the springs? Spring conversion. Spring conversion. Yes. And? Lots more front and traction. Yeah, you like that, right? I'm just not an air fort guy. Yeah. So if you guys can't come to terms with it, Racetech has a good spring conversion. Yeah, they really do. I, I, sent a, I sent a recommendation over to them last week for that. So hopefully it's working out. Uh, get your motor work done. Get your suspension service. Get your oil service. Your engine pushings, services. Engine services. They got a new uh, one-piece valve for YZ250s and KX250s. That's uh, fantastic, and uh, they've been doing a good job with that. Go on the website. It's a wealth of knowledge on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can look up anything you need. Spring for your calculator. Bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So my race tech ran of the night. Okay. This ought to be good. These motherfuckers at USPS. Look, oh. it's a government agency. I believe Trump has cut their servicing, so maybe that has something to do with my issue. Okay. Um, you wonder why FedEx and UPS are where they are, right? Very successful, uh, big unions, big jobs, right? They do a great job. I use USPS because it's cheaper to send merch or uh, whatever. If I got to send to Canada, though, forget it. It's got to go UPS because USPS just takes forever, right? Um, I don't know what's going on with the mail lately. The mail has taken forever. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom sent a Christmas card and a present, and it took four weeks. I sent some stuff to Canada, and it took uh, eight weeks. I filed a missing lost package report. Mm -hmm. They found it the next day. Shocking. Oh, to your brother? Yeah. Okay, got it. Right. Yeah, yeah you were there. Recluse yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, they're a joke. They're a joke show. I put, I do package pickup, and I put on my... Will USPS come pick up a box? It'll be on my front door. I leave it on the front door. I get 50% of the time they don't pick it up. And I get a notice saying we couldn't find the package. That's 50% of the time. Hmm. So if I do a pickup, I'm just fucking hoping that, they, that this is one of the 50% of the time. Right. So terrible service. Okay. Terrible pickup stuff. Cheap prices, which get me in. Right. But not dependable. Everything else. So never mind all that. Never mind that. That's just what I've been dealing with. Okay. Now, <clears throat> three weeks ago, our mailboxes, our group of boxes, right. the lock is gone. So, so now all of them are open? Just our thing is open. Okay. So we've been getting no mail for three weeks. 
I go to the post office, and I get the informed delivery. Do you get that? No. So I get an e- you got that? Email every day. It shows me images of oh, what's coming. Oh, Heather does that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So I know what's coming. Yep. No mail, no mail, no mail. We're wondering what's going on with the mailbox. It's not fixed. They can't put mail in it because it's open. Mm-hmm. I go to the post office, my local post office here. First of all, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I call the local post office for two days, Kiefer. <laughs> Ten phone calls in two days. Nobody picks up. Nobody picks up. Okay. Eight to ten phone calls. It just rings, rings, rings? Yes. Okay. You pick an option, that's it. I go to the post office. Wait 15 minutes in line. I see the person. I'm like, hi. I haven't got mail for a week or so. This is two weeks ago. And our mailbox is open. So what's going on? She goes, what's your address? She goes. She goes back in the look. She comes back. She goes, uh, yeah, you haven't picked your mail up for so long that uh, they sent everything back. I go, no, 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 no. I pick my mail up every other day at least or maybe every third day. But that's false. You are fake news. That is not the truth. I can't find my mail. She goes, well, let me look. She comes back. Can't find any mail. I said, okay. I get informed informed uh, mail delivery every day. Uh-huh. There's nothing. Like, where's my mail? She goes, I don't know. I said, can I speak to a supervisor? Okay. 30 minutes later. I go back to the window. <laughs> Hi. Still here for a supervisor? Oh, yeah. She'll be right with you. Oh, my God. Five minutes later, woman comes out. She's nice. She's like, oh, yeah. Somebody broke into your mailbox. Not my particular mailbox, but the bank yeah, of mailboxes. Right. <clears throat> and so we, we've been holding the mail here. Can I have it? She goes, I don't know where it is. Okay, I said to her, I have some very important things in that mail. What do I need to do? She's like, I'm not sure. I'll call you. I'll talk to the carrier, and I'll call you back. No fucking call. Nothing. Never a call. She's a supervisor. Okay. Smash cut. Three, four days. Three, four days. I see the mailman. At another oh, bo- poor at fucking at guy. At another bank of boxes. Oh, boy. And I pull in with the ridge line like I'm Michael Knight at a fucking, you know, <laughs> like you're not getting anywhere. Guy's like. Right. I get out. Guy was cool. Guy was rad. Yeah. He's, he's our regular guy. Yeah. I, I think I kind of recognize him. I go, uh, yeah, uh, sir, um, what's going on with our mailboxes? He's like, yeah, the lock broke. So not broken into. The lock broke. I said, okay, when's it getting fixed? He goes, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I put in a request the day the day that I saw that lock broken, and I put in a request to fix it. He goes, it could be a week. It could be a month. I'm sorry, man. I go, okay, where's my mail? Because I went down to the post office, and they said there's no mail there. He's like, man. Oh, my God. He's like, my mail, it's there. It's all there. And I said, huh? Tell them to look by my box. And I go, okay. And I, so I didn't. So, okay. So you so, got his name and all that, right? Yeah. No, I didn't get his name. Oh, but fuck. I said, I told him all the fucking things I've been going through. He goes to me, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sorry. I got it all. Kiefer, there's $10,000 in checks in there. Right. Yeah. No, I get Maybe it. Maybe more. Yeah. 
Right? So you're tripping. I'm not tripping. I'm fine. I would be tripping. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna take it all on Marx's money, so it's fine. No worry. Marx will. <laughs> Marx will ultimately pay. But um, so this guy tells me that. Just tell him it's by my box. He said, "Your carrier's box." So I haven't gone back to the mailbox. Okay. So a week ago, <laughs> the mailbox that was open is closed now. Okay. I'm like, oh. They fixed it? Maybe they fixed it. Uh-huh. I go in. <clears throat> nope. Lock's still gone. But there's mail in my box. There's mail in my box. The one day of mail. Like three things. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God. Pull the mail up. I see the mail carrier again. I'm like, hey, I got mail. He's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I can't believe it's not fixed. I go, I know, but there's mail in it. He's like, they should not have done that. Nobody should be mail in that box. Well, I got mail. Never got mail since, though. Okay. Fuck you, USPS. Hold on. Like, fuck off. Did you go to the fucking... Pro- no, I have not been back. You, so you got a gang of mail still there. Yeah. And you didn't go by his box. You didn't tell him to go get... No. Nope. Uh, why? I haven't had time. Okay. I don't feel like waiting 30, 40 minutes. For $10,000, you know? What, what? I already went there. I, do, do, do I'd you, be going back every fucking day for ten grand. Do you really feel like I, if I tell the lady, he said, tell him it's by my box. I'm going to go up to this lady and be like, my postal carrier says my mail is by his box. You think they're just going to come back with a grip of mail? Well, let me quarterback this for you. The first lady you saw said she knew nothing. The next lady you saw told you what was going on. So, yeah. No, no, the next, the supervisor that I saw said, you have no mail here. But the supervisor at least told you the box was broke. The first lady yeah. didn't say that. No. Right. It's like I got dumb, dumber, and dumber. Work your way till you get your shit. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. This is, I'm being, this is, I'm not exaggerating. This is the, wow. the, what is going on right now. That's a nightmare. And we still have no mail. And the mail carrier was cool as shit, but he said it could be a week, it could be a month. So we're still here? Are we still in this? In this mailbox still not fixed thing? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. And and I, I, I'm gonna go to the mail. I'm gonna update the people. I'm gonna go on Wednesday. I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna wait 30 minutes. I'm gonna say the mail is by the box. Do you really think it'll be there? Do you think they will know where that is? I mean, God, you gotta hope so, right? I mean, I know what you're saying, but the lady told me they sent it all back because your box was too full so bad i'm like what the lady other lady said she'll call me but you have no mail here but i'll call you and never called then some mail showed up that's fucking weird dude like it's so weird and it's weird that the guy didn't put it in it was a different carrier that came in and did it and so the guy that put the mail in who was not the regular carrier how did he open the box with no lock he couldn't. Right. So then he felt that it was acceptable just to throw it in to there. just pry the box open and put mail in. Yeah. He felt like that was cool. Wow. That's gnarly. That's a good one. It's one of the better ones if you had. It, it's unbelievable. I had a rant teed up about Blake Baggett. No, this is better. And the mail thing got to me. It broke me. I mean, that's that's a shit show. And and it, and it and it adds to that you're missing money. That's even worse. That's, I have no idea if I will get any of these checks. I don't even know what's been in them. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not saving this email I get every day. Have you at least 
I guess this is where my head's going. Have you at least called these companies that canceled those checks? No. Oh, you got to do that. I'm just praying that the USPS will do the right thing. They're not. You can't do that. Save your money. What like, should I do, Marks? I'd be calling to get those checks canceled. Thank you. And tell them not to send new ones until you know because, your mail's finished. Because God forbid if this gets worse and whoever got these checks managed to get that money, the, then they're like, oh, sorry, Steve, you're fucked. That was cash. The carrier seems very insisted that he's got all our mail. He said that many times. I've got it all. I've got it all. He goes, trust me. And then I stopped thinking to myself, well, look, if it's, if, it's, if it's 20 boxes or whatever, yeah, just go hand deliver it. It's like, not, yeah. It's going to take, what, another 30 minutes for you? Yeah. You know, but whatever. They're probably so beat yeah, down yeah, by yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know they're, what I'm saying? They are. They are. It, the post service, I, I read something where they lose $4 million a year, their deficit. I think, I think it's, I think it's. $40 million? Yeah, I was going to say. Like, it's some fucking insane I number. I say it was $4 billion. I think you might be off. Like, really? That they lose in, in, in they don't lose quote, every don't day. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So That's a lot. Right. Wow. So, Dark Side wants ten grand. He wants a raise now. He heard I'm out ten grand. So, right. <laughs> Just yeah. go find the checks, Dark Side, and you get your raise. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, you find the finder's fee. <laughs> That's your treasure. Use your pony. <laughs> scale the Sniff s- it out with your pony. Scale the post office, and you get a percent of that mail percent of that check so if anybody can get steve's mail and his checks back to him you get uh 10 percent of what's in there so you gotta go and ask them if they have them by the box and if they don't then you gotta get them canceled yeah for sure yeah that's what i'm saying like within the next couple days look i had but i don't even know all the ones that were there like i don't even know well yeah you better start digging those emails right Right. i just lost ten thousand dollars from a a a fraud bullshit and i was freaking out dude twice twice they took 20 grand He lost ten grand. They he got hacked, wired. They wired out ten grand out of his account. Yeah. So he goes and freaks out. Right. So they put the ten grand back in. And I switched accounts. And he, and he switched accounts, but they took it out the next day also because he left his login info the same. So the motherfuckers took out another ten grand. <laughs> so I wake up in the morning with the same debit. And I'm look. I'm like, what in the fuck? So, luckily, cooler heads. AKA Heather went into the bank because I would have lost my shit. Like you're way calm, dude. Like I am freaking out. It's comical to me at this point. Not it's me. It's fucking comical. This you. I mean, I told you the exact. Wouldn't you just? What would you say if you were me? You'd just be like, "What the? What the fuck?" No, is I would going say, "What the fuck?" But I would be at the mail every day, the post office every day. Until you got all your Until mail. they got sick of me and they had to figure it out because I don't want to see Steve Mathis here every fucking day yelling at it. I like I we gotta find that dude shit. When I had to go back to tell the lady I've been there for thirty minutes when your supervisor coming out here, and then I mentioned to the supervisor, I've been trying to call you eight to ten times the last two days. Nobody's picked up. She goes, Yeah, I'm the only one here who yeah. can who can answer the phone. These people are beat down by life. Dude, right? Yeah. Right? They're just like, look at your problem plus 40 fucking other people I saw five minutes ago, you yeah, know. Unbelievable. Race Tech round of the night, Pulp 21. Fuck you, USPS. But you can't, man. It, it's it's humans. and It's they, the system. Uh, yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The, the the lock is broken. How long should it take to fix the lock? I, the lock being broken happens. That shit happens. I get it. And I'm willing to go a couple of days with no lock, with no mail. Look it. I'm going to tell you right now. A lot of these businesses, they're going to blame COVID. This is what everyone's blaming a lot of these right, things on. Right, And that's where they're going with it. Right. So. All right. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon. Let's do this. We interrupt 
It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com, you can tweet these at at Show on the Twitter account and we'll get to them. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket accessories. Great prices, great customer service, everything else. They Whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride at Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com if you're going to make a purchase at Motorsport, and it helps us out a little bit. You'll see. Great prices, great products. I've been using them as well. So thanks to the folks at Motorsport for making it happen. All right, these questions are submitted at Show, and uh, Talon over there picks the best ones. All right, first one from the Voice of the Drunken People. Kiefer, with new bike development, where does it start, and what's the overall process like? What about aftermarket companies like exhaust manufacturers? Do factory partnered companies like Yosh, Acro, PC get a head start over the smaller companies? So I'm going to piece this to get together. There's a lot of questions. So if an aftermarket company is working with the manufacturer a little closely, aka race team, or maybe it's going to come on one of their works edition, factory edition, whatever that edition is, yes, they will get a jump on other companies. Um, I do th- media, us guys, sometimes we have to give aftermarket. Um, companies the bike so they could do the tooling and get something out the door and dyno so sometimes it relies on us um, as far as the production process that's a whole show in itself so to kind of give you the cliff note version basically I'll just give you what I know Japan comes up with a with a you know a concept with their engineers they they build it um, they test it um, they bring it over here what which we call zero proto so zero proto is a ton of rapid proto parts, one-off parts, very expensive motorcycles. So there's one of these motorcycles in ex- existence. This is it. Um, so we start with that. We, we kind of get a direction on certain things with that bike, and then that bike goes away or gets crushed. Um, and then what they call one proto shows up. And then that could go on and on to, to number three until we finally get to a pre-production unit and then we start the pre-production unit process and that could have a couple versions and then you have the final product which is what's on dealer floor so that's the basic rundown of the process but there's many different fingers to each element Um, it could be ergonomics it could be chassis it could be um, tires there's so many things to the motorcycle so um, Usually from start to dealer floor is two and a half years out. Okay, so for the 21 Honda, you would have saw it like 18 and I a was half. on uh, on it early, ni- 19. Okay, okay. Yeah, so two years. All right, next one from uh, Bob Bradstreet. Hopefully you guys have already answered this, but I haven't seen any info regarding being able to watch Supercross practice and having the pre-race show with Blair and Holly. Is that still an option? Yeah, it's going to be there. Uh, Jim Hawley's not doing it, though. It's just Blair. But uh, they'll have the Super – is it Race Day Live? Is it Race Day Live? Yeah. Yeah, Race Day Live and all that will still be available on the Peacock uh, platform. Next one from Joe. Have you guys heard any musings from the Japanese brands on how they plan to race the now three KTM brands? Will we see further support given by the Japanese brands to riders to help fill the grid with their own bikes? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. No. They're not worried about that. From Zach Ruth. I've seen a lot of people complain about the new Honda 450 compared to the 2020 model. 
It makes me wonder, what do you believe has been the big, biggest step back of bike we've ever seen? Example, 09 Honda 450, first gen, backwards Yamaha, 97 Honda 250. Ooh, 97 Honda 250, that 96 was amazing. <sighs> that was funny. We talk about sometimes, we talk about that, and we were testing with the Honda guys, like, um, yeah, they were like, hmm, that was a little bit of an interesting step. Yeah. But I don't think the 2021 bike is a step backwards for one. It's a better Honda. I think this whole thing is exacerbated because how big a, the Honda name is. And when Honda comes out with something new, it just better blow everyone else's away or else it's a failure. This is this bike is not a failure. Yes, the suspension is soft. Yes, the ECU can be reflashed. But these are the things that were missed because of the pandemic and things that we couldn't get to or Japan couldn't get to because they had to push these things out. I would say from 2008, which to 2009, was a bigger letdown. I had nothing to do with that process, but coming from that 2008 Honda 450, that thing was fucking amazing. That was a great motorcycle. The 2009 was just stiff, rigid, and that character has kind of stayed within Honda to now. It's like 11 years later, this, the character of the Honda is still a little rigid, stiff-natured. It got better, but I still think, in, in my opinion, is that they could go softer with the chassis even more. All right, from Ryan Kleindienst. Excluding the riders and assuming the team manager is the highest-paid member of a team, what's your best guess of their salary? And are the top mechanics making six figures? After bonuses or before? Yeah, the, the team managers oh. and the mechanics. Uh, team managers probably are. Like Kehoe and those guys, they're probably making – Kehoe's making six figures. I wouldn't think the mechanics are. They're probably high. I bet you they're 75, 85, around there. With bonuses they yeah, can make over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think somewhere, on, somewhere around there. From JVG208, do you guys see a change in style from Barsha on the gas gas? Somehow his upper body style with the elbows out and the rhythms reminds me of Moose Can. I watched practice footage from last year, and you could really see a difference in style. So, I mean, Yamaha's a bigger bike. Yeah. And Barsha's a small guy. I mean, he talked a little bit of shit on it, on the Yamaha, on his interview with Don that he did for the gas gas intro. He's just like, hey, man, there's certain things I couldn't fucking do with the Yamaha on a super cross track that he kind of forgot he could do when he got back on the gas gas. He's like, this little dragon's back thing that he wheel tapped. He's like, I wouldn't even thought about doing that on the Yamaha, which I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it was that heavy, but I do see things in Barsha that will make him better in 2021. Look, this gas, gas, KTM, Husqvarna, whatever you want to call it, they, that bike invites the rider to be aggressive. It likes it that way. The Yamaha doesn't. Just like what Plessinger said, you got to be smooth, but now they found something to where he can actually push. That was Yamaha's downfall, that you couldn't push. And that's why that bike is so damn good for the average dude, because we're not at that level, but it works really good at our level. Um, with the KTM, and even when I ride the KTM and Gas Gas, it forces me to ride harder because of the engine character. It's it doesn't come on gnarly like a Yamaha. It's smooth, easy to ride, and it allows you to get on the gas sooner because there's just simply not an, as much there. So with riders like Barsha that rides a fucking 450 like a 250, to me, that is the right bike for him to ride. 
and it fits his style and it's light and it and it has a lot of rear wheel traction it's easy to ride for me i think he'll get better starts he'll be near the front more which in return will get him better results I just, I, I really think it's going to be interesting to see how the That's Yamaha right. guys do compared to what Barsha does. I'm going to watch Barsha and these Yamaha guys a lot to see yeah. because of the bikes. Right. You know? That's what I'm going to be interested in. From Slow Joe Dirt, has Kiefer ever randomly changed anything on Aiden's bike without telling him just to see if the test rider gene has been passed along? No, because he will not. He will not know. He's, I will, I will give him snippets of what what I'll do and then I will teach him about that and then that way it's in his brain but there's no way I can just do something without him knowing and he's going to tell me he's yeah I mean the way you get to be good at a test rider is experience right yeah and how I got good is you know Doug taught me a lot without him maybe not even knowing but we would talk I would pick up on that and then I would try to feel that so with my kid of course I want him to know certain things how how to feel certain things, but also I just want them to be safe and work on technique more than anything. From Smorsky281 for Steve, is there any rumors of secret injuries or ailments that the teams are trying to keep hush-hush, similar to Tomac's back injury in 19? Well, I thought Adam, I wasn't sure Adam was going to talk about his <clears throat> issues that he had um, that I talked to him about, so I wasn't really at liberty to talk about him because he's the one who told me about them. Mm -hmm. But he did. He was pretty open. So other than that, no, I haven't heard anything. No. All right, from Jake Bork 15 Kiefer, what do you look for, look to feel, when you're testing two different settings on suspension? Uh, so there's when we what we call, I just did a lot of this on Thursday when Steve was here. So there's a performance and there's comfort. Um, when guys say, I want to buy A-kit shit for my bike, awesome. Good for you. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to feel less of the track. There's a level of performance that you get when you get A-kit stuff, and I'm just using this as an example. Um, but sometimes, in most cases, the comfort will go down. So when these riders get A-kit stuff, they're like, man, it's just harsh and rigid. Yes, because you're dealing with bigger shafts, different parts internally, and comfort will go down. When you have the right setting in a, in a great world, and when you have a nice, um, I have a good company that helps you along with this stuff, performance... And comfort will go up, or at least try to go up evenly. You won't get such a lopsided feel. Um, performance feeling is like stiffer, more hold up. You can charge harder, but yet obviously it's gonna you're gonna have to push, and it's gonna take more energy to feel the the benefits to getting performance. Comfort is where, man, I can just get on the track and I don't feel as much as the track. That is most of what we're looking for as riders. So when I test two things back to back depending on what the goal is, either my setting or a production setting, um, I'm looking for holdup as well as comfort. It's, it's a blend that, I guess, for me, it's hard to explain because I've, it's a feeling. Most of writing is a feeling. Like I, It's hard for me to put it into words, but once you have that, um, you learn it, and then you can find it easier. All right, next one from Starkiller. How's Max Volan's first season at Supercross going to go? Where do you see him ranking on either East or West Coast? He's going to ride East. He's kicking off this weekend. So uh, mm. I, I don't know, man. You? Yeah, it might be tough. <sighs> it's hard to say. I've, I've watched him ride, and there's nothing that just stands out to me like, wow, it's blazing speed. But I don't think that's the goal this year. 
and if he gets 10th, you know? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. people should be freaking out on right. the kid, right? Because, right. honestly, I don't really think he was anticipating racing Supercross yep. until all this thing came up, and it wasn't that long ago. Update from uh, the cooler. No hate comms. No hate comms. 60 miles from Houston right now. Oh, he's trucking. Yeah. All right. He's trucking. No hate comms. Cooler. No hate comms. All right. That's a great phrase, by the way. Yep. From Cody Rubens, what are your top three favorite races of all time worth a watch on YouTube? That's well, you. That's subscribe you. to the Re-Raceables podcast. Myself and Jason Wygant will be talking about them. It's been fun. Um, I, I, I'm going to do Glen Helen 99. So Tortelli's ride was amazing. I was there. Mm-hmm. It's trackside for that one. Um, Anaheim 86 is great. Toronto with Stu. Fort 14, I believe. Yeah, uh, it's too many to talk about. I I, I don't know. I I just got on this. So Gary Bailey is putting a bunch of old uh, races up on his YouTube channel. And I just ran across this not too long ago. And I've been watching some of them. And they're, uh, most of them are just on his handheld camera. Yep. Um, so it's really cool to see some of these. these pra- he, he has like practices from really old races in the early 2000s, late 90s. He has heat races. Just a lot of cool shit. So if you go to Gary Bailey uh, YouTube, you can see all that. All right. From Hayes994, Kiefer, what are your thoughts on the new rules for the vet classes at Loretta's in 2021? Because of one point earned in the Stone Age, you'll be disqualified from defending your championship. I think that's the Mike Brown rule, honestly. I think that comes with Mike Brown racing the 40 class and a lot of these guys getting pissed off because Brownies. So they changed the rules for that. So it's a sportsman class now. So the the class that I won last year is now a sportsman class, so I can't defend my... My, my championship. So what class can you ride? Well, this year I can ride 45 because I'll be 45. Okay, but what about normally? This, this is the fuck part. So I'll have to race 45 and then 25. Those are the only two classes that I can race. I can't race 30. 30s are a sportsman. Yep, okay. and I can't race 40. So j- the angry idiot vets won. Well, I think some of these guys are pissed off because they just want to yeah. do their own thing. That's what I mean. They won. They won. MX Sports changed the rule. So They got mad. That some guy that doesn't race anymore beat him. It doesn't really bother me because I don't really give a shit. It's like, whatever. They change it, fine. I don't, I'm don't. i going I up just, there for Aiden. So I just think it's the dumbest thing ever. Also, too, breaking news. Your affiliation with me has cost you a, a sponsorship. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to get into that yet. I do. We'll, we will at a later time. Okay. Yes. If it doesn't go through, then we can, we can talk about that. Okay. All right. Last one from John is so cool. Chris said that the Kiefer's don't cheat and DQ'd Aiden for cutting the track. I was wondering what size big bore Kiefer ran in Supercross. (laughs) Good one. Touche. Touche. We can learn. We learned. Just like today. I admit when I was wrong. And uh, looking back on that, I was wrong. But would I do it again? Yes, I would (laughs) have. What were you running, 175? Uh, 162. 162. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, the the look on the lady's face when I went up to sign up and uh, told her that I wanted to DQ my kid, she looked like I was fucking E.T. Like, right. you want to do what? what? It's like in Top Gun. We're going to, you know, we're going to put the brakes on, you're going to fly right by, and the guy's like, you're going to do what? Same thing. All right, that's been the Motorsport.com. <laughs> is, right? Motorsport.com. Check them out. Great prices, great product, great customer service, everything else. Ride-engineering.com. The new split triple clamps are available for the gas gas models in fire red and jet black and limited edition blue. 
Rod, Rod Engineering was able to study and use the progression of the WP version to get even more confident feel out of the front end of your KTM, Husky or Gas Gas. Kiefer was able to compare the stock black billet clamps with the WP factory clamps and the new Ride Engineering split triple clamps, and it allows the front end to absorb more of what the track is offering the rider. Chris Kiefer, uh, that's your own words. Uh, don't forget to use the Pulp Fan 20 discount code to save 20% off the retail price. Uh, brand new from the folks at Ride Engineer. Yeah, so Adrian went to work and did some things. He noticed how good the, the factory clamps were when, you know, that come on the KTMs and the Rockstar editions, factory editions, and um, he designed his a little bit differently. Um, and for me, I think the stock KTM and Husqvarna clamps, non, the non-factory editions, are junk. They're just too stiff and rigid. Um, so he has a clamp that you get a little bit more front and feel, more compliancy, less vibration. I'm all about that because if there's something I can complain about on the KTM, it's vibration and then just rigidness up front, and these clamps will help that. All right, ridedesengineering.com. PulpFan20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, so thanks to those companies for coming on board with us. Should we do uh, Kiefer After Dark, or do you want to skip it? No, fuck it. I'm here. You're good? Let's do what it. What about Marks? Uh, well, if Marks is sick, yeah, I don't want to leave him yeah, hanging. What do you want, Marks? I'm fine. You go ahead. <laughs> He's getting worse. The, He's getting the, he, he didn't sound fine. He's going people. down, dude. He may not be coming back next week. There is no show next oh, week. Oh, well, yeah. You're, at home next he can week. stay then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing live show in Houston, but it will be no video next week. Myself, Weech, JT, Daniel Blair is going to stop by. So you can't have guests, though, right? Or can yeah, you? we can have guests. We're going to have social distancing. We're going to have like okay. a long, long ass table where people can go sit over there. North 40? Yep. Okay. I, I have like 12 foot long uh, mic cords. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And also, don't forget Friday show also in uh, Three Palms, Houston. Tickets for $25 on sale now. Uh, Indianapolis tickets will go on sa- are on sale now as well. The Yamaha LCQ Challenge is happening again. Thanks to the folks at Yamaha. Pulp Fantasy Bikes. LCQ Challenge bikes. There's dumping bikes everywhere. Yamaha, bro. Just amazing. Um, thanks to those guys for uh, for helping us out. We are giving away uh, a Yamaha YZ450 to a raffle winner. All the money goes to privateers, just like before. And a couple of generators are second place prize again. And we're, gonna, we're going back. We used to outfit the bike with stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we are just giving the winner a stock bike, and all the stuff is going to go to people down below. Oh, so okay. more more winners. Yeah. Cool. So thanks to uh, thanks to Yamaha as always for making it happen. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross Five, Maxima USA, Skosh, Cambio CBD, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Big FMF News tomorrow as we talked about. Stay Ooh. tuned. Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA. Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Works Chassis Lab, Intense Cycles, all on board with us. Thanks to our guest, AP, AC, Sean Murdoch, Jeremy Malott as well for coming on board. Jason Thomas, of course. So we're going to say, say farewell. That's right. We're if you, going. If you have a little one in the car or whatever, this is the end of the show. If you have somebody who's sensitive to... Turn it off. Delicate language. Turn the show off. We'll see you next week. But if not, stay tuned for GrillYourAssOff.com, Kiefer After Dark. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. I love beating my meat. All right. Growyourassoff.com. Pulp MX code to say with those guys. Absolutely love the. Uh, I got stocked up on Willie Pete. Mm. Good. Mod Deuce. Willie Pete's good. That's my fave. 
Willie Pete, Madus? Nah. What? I mean, no, it's good. But Willie Pete is my favorite. Chicken. GrowYourAssOff.com. RV and Weimer got hooked up from last show as well. I don't know if you guys saw that. That's Did RV get some? Yeah, they got some. So, nice. Uh, he's the grill master, right? So Yeah. RV also vows to come in and do a show stone sober. Dry January? He is coming in. He says he is done drinking too much. And he's going to come in for hardcore Supercross analysis. Really? Yeah. That, that, that'd that be worth it, too. So stay tuned for that. E- either which way, both are good. Right. GrillYourAssOff.com. Great company. Great guys. Do you have the read there? I do. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, Steve. Yep. <sighs> I love beating my meat. I love it. I love beating my meat. How much do I love it, Steve? I love beating my meat. <laughs> I'll do I it on the beating my meat. I'll do it on the back deck in the kitchen at my neighbor's barbecue. I love beating my meat. It's tough to do over there, but I get it done. Yeah, yeah. And just about anywhere I can. The only requirement is that I use grill your ass off to really top off that tender meat with a variety of flavors to satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Flavors like gunpowder for steak, infidel for pork, and you know what? You can't go wrong with those names and those seasonings. Check out the full lineup of seasonings, jerky, sauces, and gear. GrillYourAssOff.com. Use the discount code PulpMX for 15% off. I am going to be using it nonstop. Nick at Prime Foods sent me. I need to give you guys some. Why can't I get us some meat? Do you want some meat? From Prime Foods. I don't know if he can send you meat. Oh, okay. But these guys are going home for the show. I can send you some meat. You want some meat? It's me. Sure, I'll take some. Do you know how to cook anything? Yes, yes. You have a barbecue. Yes. Okay. You, I actually like to cook. Yeah. Do you have a chick? No, no. Oh, God, that's why I cook my own food. Tinderellas. <sighs> He's got a good Tinder story. I think I've heard I, one yeah, of them. I, I told him. Oh, you yeah, did? yeah, yeah. That's a good with one. With the with the door in the, right in the doorstep, yeah. right in the doorway when you walked in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you told that's him that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, okay. So, anyways, thanks to Prime Foods and Nick sending us some some meat. I'm going to give some away. Uh, don't tell JT, but I'm going to give you guys some, some meat after the show. What kind of meat? I don't know what you're talking about. Yep, exactly. Mm. Uh, strip steak and uh, fillets and stuff like that. So, uh, anyways, growyourassoff.com. These are questions submitted to ask for Chris Kiefer for some relationship advice. We got one hot off the presses during the show. Oh, we did? Yeah. We'll so hit gonna, that first? I'm going to hit that one first. All yeah. right. Uh, all right. I'm ready. Kiefer, about two and a half years ago, you helped me after I got divorced. I'm reaching out again to see if you can help with my evolving issue. Right after the divorce, my program was strictly testing new bikes as often as I could. As much as I like to, I think I'm a good person. I didn't treat the bikes with the respect they deserved. It wasn't anything mean or malicious. Rather, I didn't respect their time, like canceling plans for no rhyme or reason. That's what this guy would do. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, though, I enjoy some of these bikes' company. I find I'm doing the same thing that I did almost two and a half years ago. At the age of 31, I felt like I wouldn't be doing this anymore. And I'm not sure if it's because of lockdowns from Corona, but I'd rather twist my own throttle and go about my day on my terms. So my question to you, am I being a lazy, apathetic prick, or am I still hung up on the feelings of the divorce? Uh, I think it's both, honestly. I think you may be a little bit uh, hung up on the divorce, and also just you're a male, right? So we're pretty, as males, most of us, I'm not saying all of us, most of us are pretty selfish, um, as Steve can do, you know, attest to when I, when I get home. Heather does a lot for me. I don't do very much. And uh, I think if it's something that we don't want to do, we just say, fuck it, and we don't do it. So what you got to do as a man, you got to buck up and do some of these things that you don't want to do at times. And then what you'll find out is that when you're there and you're doing these things that maybe you think are not very fun, 
become okay because you're with the company that you like. That's what I found out. So um, let's just give you an example. Some of these shows that are fucking lame on TV, I, I would never watch them. Heather wants to watch them. It, What's it, the lamest show? I mean, just dumb shit like uh, 90 Day Fiance, yeah. the fucking Housewives of, of whoever. Like there's 10,000 um, below deck. Like just... Marks, what's the lamest thing Courtney watches that you you have to watch or you do? Uh, honestly, she's really not bad. Oh. Uh, I would say the lamest is that British baking show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's not even that bad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, I get sucked yeah. into it. So, right. like, I'm doing pretty good, I think. Yeah. And what I'll do is, like, when it's a stupid romantic scene or something, I'll just start making out with Heather. Like, I'll just be like, well, let's just do what they're doing and I'll just make out there. And then it could turn into something fun later, right? Okay. So, uh,. Just try to do things no, 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 no. <laughs> that you normally don't do, and you could surprise yourself. But you, hey, you got to get over the divorce, dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, I'm not going to say his name. Kiefer, I'm 25 years old, and my riding partner is 20. Cool. We've been motoring down for two years now, and it's all good until we usually motor down three to four times a week. I'm happy with the riding amount. It's her that isn't. Anything less than this causes arguments. I thought three to four motos a week was some solid training, but it seems I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Or have I just found myself a chick who loves to put hours on the meter? Does she really need to cause arguments about missing two days in a row? She's 20. She's horny. It's fucking awesome. Like, why are you All complaining? Right. You're 25. Like, I'd All rather right. have a chick to, ha to force her to slow down versus having to speed her up. Because having to speed them up... Dude, that's tough to do. I've been with a chick that didn't really like sex that much, and it, it fucks with you. So, I mean, honestly, she likes to, she wants your dick. Use that to your advantage as much as you can, because well, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to drop. If you're staying with this chick, it's going to drop down. But if he doesn't want to do it, does he just say, I, I can't do this? That depends on the chick. Some of these chicks want to bone a lot to make sure their dude isn't going to go stray somewhere else. So maybe if that's her hang-up, you need to say, hey, are you worried about me wanting to go bone some other chick? You're and like, she'd be just, like, and like, that could spawn off on, maybe, yeah, I, I, you know. You're like, I just, want to I just want to break. Yeah, just, I just need to chill. Right. Like, maybe just, if I don't want to bone, just oral sex. Because sometimes, I'll, do you like just having, getting your dick sucked every now and again? Who doesn't? I don't know. Some guys don't. Really? Some guys like, hey, if you're sucking my dick, I got to fuck. Oh, okay. Do you have to fuck? Steven? Fuck my ass. No. That's, that's Marks? I feel like I do more more than not. Yeah, like So I, like if she starts sucking it, you're like, oh, that's just bone? Yeah, after a while probably. More often than not, I would say, yeah. How much how how many times do you go in and be like, I just want my dick sucked? Yeah, not, I don't I don't know. Not I don't, very many. I don't yeah, I don't remember last time. Talon? I'd rather fuck than yeah. So that's just to Both get you are going. Great, but yeah. Yeah, just get you going. So that's just something you got to tie. Hey, if you think I want to cheat, I'm not. I don't need to bone five days a week. I need a break. I need a reload time. In order to have good quality of sex, I don't need as much quantity. This gentleman lives in the UK. Uh, I've been riding this bike for a year and a half. I've never had a serious bike, and this bike is like no other. She revs like mad. I've never seen so much coolant spraying out before. Nice. However, this bike lives with her ex-owner. They no longer ride or even connect on any romantic level due to the ex-owner's treatment of the bike. Mm -hmm. This bike doesn't have the value to move out and find a garage to yourself at this time. So with my business, I can't provide one either. 
All this secret test riding is doing my nut in. I'm struggling to see improvements within the relationship of this bike. I really love this bike. We're like one together, and I've never had this before. I'm stuck testing this bike for more years until she's mine, or I leave the bike in the dust and move on. Any advice would be great. Thanks for everything you do. He didn't say his age, did he? No. I mean, if you can't supply a house for you guys to live in and she can't either, then, yeah, you're stuck, dude. Like, either you got – go ahead. Perhaps she's only telling him what he wants to hear. First of all, it's weird that she's still with her ex. That's a weird situation. I understand you can still be friends and it's all platonic and cool, but I, for me personally, I'm out. Like, I'm not down with that. If I'm into you and we're boning and that's we're exclusive and you're still living with your ex dude, I'm out. I would move on if that's where she's at. If she's serious about you, she would at least find somewhere else to move. If she's living with him and he's paying the bills, that's not good either. So maybe she needs to get a roommate or go somewhere else that um, someone could help her. Or she could come to your side, wherever you're living. Like There's ways around it. But for me, um, if you really do like each other, you're going to find a way to separate from the ex-dude. Like, I'm out. I'm out on that. But maybe she's not telling the whole story and she's still kind of down with the next dude you know i would mean? think a guy would know like if she's still down with it you would know as a dude right i don't know i mean i would mark's probably gets fooled every day i saw that christmas card by the way that's fact corny's looking good dude. oh he's yeah so so hot travis's basement dude. yep thank you uh all right Kiefer, i have a small group of riding i have buddies. a question for you though okay. after this go okay. ahead i have a small group of riding buddies that i grew up with we are core moto, great friends, and have ridden every possible weekend for 30-plus years. We are part of the OTMX SoCal Club and race together and pit together. So, buddies. Yeah. I am currently working through a divorce because I recently suspected slash discovered one of my moto buddies was riding my chick on the side. Oh, Sucks. God. It's like Talon, Bone, and Courtney. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, do I, how do I resolve that? Talk about HR problems. Oh, boy. Uh, how do I move forward, break away from this group, blame my whore wife or my ex-buddy? <laughs> going to suck hitting the OTMX series knowing this was, is going on. Any help appreciated? Dude. I don't, man. This is a tough one. Has this happened to anybody? Has this happened? Write us in if this has happened to you. Like your writing buddy. First of all, we always know that the, the bros before hosting. But look, let's face it. Yes, it is your buddy's fault. Of course. Because he pursued it. But if your chick or wife, sorry, did it, if Heather would do this to me, I'm blaming more on the Heather side. Because there's always going to be some dude wanting to bone my wife. And it was that easy. So she's, for just, she's just banging janky. Yeah, she's banging janky. Am I going to come after janky? No. Because if it wasn't janky, it would be some other dude. I, you still go after janky. But Heather did it. Heather spread her legs. Said, "Yep, yeah, yeah. invite it down in. Yeah, Come on you in." You got to go after both Janky and her. What would? What are you going to do? You cut Janky out of your life. Well, of course you're going to do oh, that. Okay, but I'm well. saying like I ain't going to be like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like I ain't coming after you. Because what's the, what's the blame pie on Janky and Heather? Like seventy thirty. Seventy thirty, for sure. Because Heather's like, "Yep, that's what I want to do." Fifty five, forty five. Really? Yeah. The tough thing is, is you want to go racing, right? You're going to see your ex-chick walking around or with that fucked. dude. Yeah. But honestly, think like this. I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. She's not going to change that much, dude. She's still going to be that same chick. And if that was your problem when you're with her, that's going to be that guy's problem next. So consider yourself 
washed and cleaned and just out of that mess. And you never know who you can find. Maybe you find a better one and you bring her and she likes riding. What, ride. If, what if like, okay, so. To me, that just seems weird. Like, what, if, what if us four are riding buddies? Yeah. Okay. And Mark's bones Heather. Okay. Okay. Who do I hang out with now? Do I go pit with Marks or do I pit with you at Talon? Where does Talon part pit? Like, how do you do that? You fucking you, you, bail on Marks. Say, fuck you. I do. Yes. So all the buddies have to bail on the guy? Whoever fucked the married chick? Yeah. You clip that dude. That there's out of the over the hill gang. The only way the it gets clip. cloudy is if Marks was married. Which he is. To Courtney. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. And he was unhappy in the relationship, you know, because she was treating him like shit. And then I was treating Heather like shit, and you guys kind of knew all that. And then they found each other and boned. Then that's where it gets cloudy, like, whose side do I take? But if Marks is clearly the aggressor, like, hey, I'm going to fuck Heather, and he did, clip. That's what you do. Clip. So that's what, I mean, I don't know. I that, blame okay, it. Okay, actually, this is like Randy, Robbie, and Harvey. <laughs> that's tough, dude. Who gets clipped out of that group? Oh, man. That's you know what I'm saying? That's a like, great one. That's a, they're riding, they ride together on weekend. Yeah. They're bros before hoes. Look, you need to find different friends then. Harvey bangs Robbie's chick. What happens? Dude, you just you bail from that whole tripod. If you're, if you're Harvey, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You bail from all of it. Start fresh. You can't see it. Because if you, you're in all that shit, that's a mess. That's horrible. Especially like like you said, like you can't pit with your buddy. You can't. You and I know that kind of probably dampens the spirit of going racing. You're like, oh, I might see what's his face yeah. and, and my bitch, right? Yeah. But Harvey's gonna be there. There's a lot of other Janky. over just the hill gang chapters. Up. Maybe just join our chapter. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> hey, I'm new. Uh, my wife left me for uh, OTHG over there, and uh, <laughs> I'm fucking out. Like I'm I'm done with this. Will you guys take me in. Yeah, I'm out. Oh. Uh, question. I was thinking about this. Uh, and I do all my best after dark work while I'm driving, by the way. What each one of us here, well, Talon, no, because he doesn't have a chick. But if there's something sexual extra credit-wise. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something that you would want your wife or, or chick to do for extra credit, not just the normal sexual things that you normally do. But if there's something that, you, on your that you like that you would want, what would you want Pookie to do more of for extra credit? Stick it up your ass, Steve. <laughs> I'm giving her credit? I don't, I'm confused. No, like the extra, like, okay, I'm going to tell you mine. So Heather and I have a sex two to three times a week, right? But sometimes extra credit is like, um, okay, for example, let's say I'm not home for two days, right? And she's by herself. Maybe she'll send me a video of her doing something. That's the extra credit that I'm saying. Is there something in that realm that you would like that you it, it, that it, you normally maybe don't get but you would you would it, like? It doesn't matter. That's a dumb question for me. So just answer Marks and Why is that a dumb question for you? Pookie's not doing nothing that not, she don't want to do. Okay, but I understand that, yeah. but what would you like? I'm not worried about what it Pookie. It doesn't says. matter. I, I'm a beaten down man. I don't ask. You're USPS? You're postal service? Yeah. I'm <laughs> You're post a postal service worker? I'm out by the box. <laughs> My lock's broken. You're shoving mail in no matter what? My box is broken. <laughs> no, like... But I'm saying, why do you have to, like, think about it? Pookie and I have a great relationship that way. I you get know, it. You know that. Yes. And and I'm happy. Yes. And if I were to say to her, hey, I wish you would do this, if she doesn't want to do it, she's not doing it. I understand that. Yeah. 
but I'm just talking to you. Okay, you, but, Steve. But it doesn't I, apply to me. We're living in a fake world. Let's let's paint this fake world right now, since we have to for you, right? I don't have any mail. <laughs> I have no mail, so I don't know what kind of world I'm living in. Okay, let me okay let me rephrase the question for you then. Out of the I things really, that you, I, I don't I don't know ask Marks. No no no. Okay. Out of the things that you get, he's walking out soon. Okay, out of the things that you get sexually. Yeah, everything's good. What is your most favorite? It's all good. I like thick cheese. Okay, JT, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there isn't, there isn't one thing. Like it's all good. Okay. And, and us four have had conversations about our sex lives. Yes. And, you know, privately stuff. So right. You know that I'm happy. Right. She's happy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing extra. Now Heather sends you videos. Sometimes when I'm away, like. Yeah. Okay. So that would be cool to get for me. Right. Zero chance she's doing that. Okay. She's going to think she's going to end up on Pornhub or whatever. Right. But she'll never do it. So I just, that is just out of my mind. That's like saying, do you want mail? It's not possible. I can't get mail. So I block it out of my mind. <laughs> so you're never going back. You don't go to the post office. You don't go to Pookie. You don't You ask. don't even let it in your mind. You're like Vietnam Vic. You're fucking one. You're going. You're, you're, you don't you're, care you're what in, I say in the back. You're in the jungle. You're fucking doing loops. You got Charlie in front of you and you're not thinking <laughs> about anything else. Okay. So yeah. Okay, but, Marks, I'm getting you out of here. Hold on. You gotta fucking beat off to something, right? Do you beat off the things that Pookie wouldn't do for you? No. I beat off to past experiences that we've had. Okay, Marks, good answer. I don't want to. I don't want to waffle right now, but I'm gonna waffle. I don't. I can't really think of anything. So Courtney handles it. Yeah, like. I mean, you're. I mean. With, coming into the relationship was just like, hey man, I like this. this. This is what I like. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Was there something like that? Um, I mean, no, not really. Like, I, not that I can think of. Wow. She bad. She's just good. Yeah. She, no matter what? Yeah. Is she pretty like, if you suggest something, she's like, yeah, no problem? For the most part. I mean. Okay. No butt stuff. She's out. Yeah. No UPS. Nope. Yeah. Poogie but that doesn't really. Zero like, UPS. Zero. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, really I just bother it me. Do, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, bother some me. guys are just not into right. it. You're, you're like whatever, and, and it doesn't bother me. And I just block it out like fucking Vietnam Vic, like it doesn't even exist. Okay, how many times you beat off in a week? I don't know. Round what JT? Anything? Yeah, no, no I don't. It, it varies. It varies. Am I on the road? Am I here? If I'm here, home during the week, off season. Uh Pookie's around, not much at all. So if you fuck, you don't need to beat off, right? Marks. Yeah, not often. Jesus Christ, no, I, I don't have much to work with. Right <laughs> okay, now. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm still going to beat off, even if I'm fucking. Okay. Like, if I have sex with Heather, possibly the next day I'm beating off, maybe. Okay. The next day? Yeah. That, that does happen where it's like, that's still fresh in your mind. It's almost like you're more horny. Yeah. And you're going to beat off. Right. These are things I think if, about if on I, driving, like, if, as if, a male. Uh, if I got mail tomorrow, I'd beat off. <laughs> <laughs> on the mail? On the mail. If, 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 if I get fucking mail tomorrow, Fan favorites? Right take, those, yeah. take those checks out first. If I get, if I get mail, I'm fucking beaten off. Watermark. All over it. Yep. All God. over it. So um, that would be my... But I'll never happen. It's never going to happen. So so anal and mail is off the table. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So. Got it. And none of this applies to talent. No. Nope. No, I'm sorry. I'd, I'd include you, but like... Uh, I'm single. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got to get chicks so we can like talk about it. Yeah. Right. All right. That's it. Okay. We got one from Anonymous Bob if we want to go there on the phones. No, we got to go. Sorry, Bob. You should have emailed us. We got a, we got a, a sick Trav here. Yeah, we we got to go.
Yeah, we race Rider D. We'll get there. We race him this time. That was awesome. He loved it. He loved it. It's, it's so Can we good. clip some of the other stuff he did too? Yeah, Let's try to do I that. Need yeah, to. we gotta get we gotta get going. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks, Kiefer. Thanks for coming up. Tomorrow we go riding. Yeah, I can't wait. We ride together tomorrow. Like we ride together. Silence. Silencio. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Next Monday. Fuck yeah, Supercross. We are gonna have something to talk about. H one daytime. Daytime. Oh. Daytime only happened once a week. I ain't doing three daytimes. Nope. Three daytimes every week, everybody. We'll get, get tuned for that. Um, we'll be live in, from Houston next week, and we will break down H1. I'm looking forward to that. Finally, some racing. Who's your pick for win? Uh, I am going with... Marks, who's your pick for the win? AC. Bam, bam. Oh. Wow. He looks good. He hot, looks good. Hot A1, take. H1. Yeah, hot take. Here it is. All right. Jason Anderson. Wow. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, he's done it before. Coming out hot. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Adam Cincerillo, Aaron Plessinger, uh, Jeremy Malott, Sean Murdoch from Decal Works. Uh, Marks, thank you. Thanks, Marks. Ready to hang in there? Yep. Talon, yep. we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yep. Thank you. Right? Yeah, three weeks or however long it's going to be. Oh, Tits is coming in. Tits is finally going to be here. He's gracing us with his presence. Let's go. Can't, can't wait. Fantastic. Kiefer, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week from Houston. I'm a huge fan of Dick. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him this time. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.